Welcome to Primetime, episode 234, broadcasting from the Perdomo Scott Studios here in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and from the Drew State Studios in California. Uh, this is our virtual trade expo day two, and um, very simple concept. We have folks uh, coming on the show, and they have a 15-minute slot where they can talk about their new releases uh, for this summer. And uh, whether you're going to PCA or not going to PCA, you have an invite. Um, actually, we have some non-PCA uh, brands that will be on tonight. Uh, but kicking things off, um, we have the one and the only. He's Mr. Terrence Riley. He's the vice president of Aganorsa Leaf. Terrence, welcome to Primetime. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here. You know what's interesting? I'm looking at your shirt. We have uh, the new Primetime shirt has the same color, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my uh, Jake from State Farm. Look, I'm in uh, khakis and a red shirt, so... <laughs> We have the red shirts we did up uh, because Aaron's got the uh, Aaron's basically created like the Skittles concept. That's right. Uh, so I did not want to go too Skittleish with the colors, but uh, that one color I think is Skittleish, Aaron. Unfortunately, Skittleish. Yeah. Okay. Do you coin so, that term, Skittleish? Skittleish. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. But no, uh, we appreciate you, Terrence. Uh, I know this was a coveted spot. Uh, you beat out Casey Hogan, who was wanting that spot, that that leadoff spot, and you hey, just listen, beat him out for that. So uh, it's the quick and the dead. The it was yeah. Dead, you, you you went fast for it there, but uh, we're glad to have you here. Um, and uh, you know we've been hearing a lot about Agonorsa Leaf uh, over the past few weeks, and it looks like you guys are going in to have a very strong show this year. Yeah, from your mouth to God's ears, you know we've uh, we'll have the full. Valdacion rebrand of the Coraline stuff uh, on full display. I think that will be really effective. People being able to see it in person, see what it'll look like on the, on their shelf. These beautiful bands here. Where am I going? There we go. Look at that. That's the Habano. But uh, I think they're, they're going to really display nice. If you, if you want to see what it looks like, our, our Instagram and uh, Facebook pages have posts of, of, of it. So we're happy about that. And then uh, we have our anniversario Maduro line, which will become – a, uh, a regular edition, however, uh, for PCA attendees and our Agonars Select accounts, uh, they'll have an exclusive on it until the end of the year. It'll be three sizes. Usually it's a limited edition and it comes in some beautiful new packaging um, that, uh, again, you can see if you check out our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, YouTube, Twitter, MySpace, YouTube, MySpace, you know, everything. We got it all. LinkedIn. Yep. So, the, you know, the... Uh... What kind of drove the uh, rebranding of the core line? And it definitely seems more vibrant, but what kind of drove you guys make those changes and put it under La Valadition this year? Well, I think we had a retail survey last year and the big takeaway, uh, we had about, we sent it out to everybody, but about, I'd say somewhere between two, 250 uh, people responded to it. And again, you look kind of for, you can't do what everyone wants. Everyone has their own kind of vision, how things should be run, but you do see uh, commonalities and comments. And uh, a big takeaway from it was, you know, hey, we, you know, uh, we love Aganor, so we like to push Aganors in the store. You've done a great job with, your, you know, getting our staff on board and some of our customers. But it'd be nice if, like, a guy walked in the humidor, you know, maybe wasn't familiar with the product or had heard of it and, you know, but hadn't had it before, could, could recognize it when he sees it on the shelf. You've got Casa Fernandez written in the name and then, this looks like, you know, one thing and this looks like another thing. And it doesn't really, there's not a lot of uniformity. And so the, basically they were looking for uh, a more, uh, a more coherent shelf presence and, uh, and that would stick out more. So we, we standardized the sizes. All, all four lines have three sizes that are the same sizes for each uh, blend. 
and they're all 15 count boxes before some are 20, some are 15, some are 10. For consumers, they don't care too much about that. But for retailers, it becomes a pain in the neck to be like, wait, how many boxes? You know, how many is that, that box and this box? So it's kind of a difficult thing. Um, and then, uh, and then again, we, we I think uh, if, when you see it on the shelf, it's going to pop. You really, you see it's Aganorsa. It's recognizable. Even if you know, can't say Aganorsa, people can't remember the name of <laughs> brands they smoke normally anyway. They can at least go, you know, it's the one with the arm on the, on the band, you know, so it, it kind of stands out that way. And, and their color, you know, they're differentiated by color and the name of the wrapper. So a person that's maybe not familiar can, can look at it and say, Oh, look at this and, and notice it. And then say, okay, well, this blue band with the secondary band that says Connecticut is Connecticut and, uh, and be able to, I know these sounds like simple, silly things, but for a lot of people, they're making very quick decisions yeah. in terms of what they're going to purchase. You know, they got places to go, you know, and, uh, and if you, the more, the more easy you make it for them to, to make those decisions without having to ask questions. Cause most, you know, especially guys, they don't like asking for help. Uh, you know, they, they can, they can, uh, uh, you know, you're more likely to get that sale because they can figure it out on their own. That, that's a good point. You know, it's a, it's a funny, I'm that guy, you know, even though I know it's because I, I hate to ask that question, you know, like, you know, it's kind of funny. So that is a, uh, it's a valid point for sure. Now, two of these have already been released. It's the Habano and the Connecticut are already out, right? Yeah, Habano and Connecticut are already out. And then the Maduro and the Corojo will uh, appear at the show. The Maduro and the Corojo have made a few select appearances at events and things like that. Uh, you know, but uh, the real full launch will be at the show. Like I said, it's, it, it looks really, you know, I always, you know, your background behind you, Perdomo, I always... Uh, admire them for their shelf presence. I think you walk in a humidor, you see Perdomo, you know exactly what you're looking at. You can tell it's all Perdomo. They, I mean, they do an excellent job of, uh, of, uh, of managing the shelf. Uh, and, uh, and so I think the, the better you are doing that, um, that, that gives you access to consumers that you might not get otherwise. Nice, nice. And then, of course, we talked about, um, you know, the, you just mentioned the anniversary of Maduro. I'm smoking the Corojo right now. Um, and I, by the way, I love the white band except for, for, for photography, but I love the band. Yeah. You know? yeah it's, but, no, I promise it's hard to photograph. It is hard to photograph, but I love the band. Just, you know, it, I do like that white and silver, but for the Maduro, you guys made a change to the band. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a dark band. Again, it made more sense to have them each be a different color. It's a black box with a, um, uh, again, I'm not even sure. But I, I have to check the tone, the, 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 is it the Panamine or what it's called? Whatever the tone, Panatone, the tone is. Yeah. Panatone, Panatone. There we go. Yeah, Panamine is something else. Uh, Panatone. Um, but, but it really pops. It photographs beautifully. Um, and, and I think, uh, again, people, people see with their, you know, they see with their eyes first. And if you, and if, if we can kind of catch their, their uh, attention, um, you, you're, you mean, at least you have a chance. The best cigar you've never heard of or you don't notice is one you don't smoke. So we're, we're really making sure that we're trying, doing everything we can. And it, may, it helps the retailer as well. Yep. You know, the retailer, you know, you really appreciate that he goes in there and he says, hey, you know, you've got to try that new Aganorsa. Um, but he can't do that necessarily with everybody. So you can be like, hey, we appreciate you doing that. Uh, we're going to really work on our end to make sure that when somebody walks in there, they're more likely to walk out with one of our cigars. Nice, nice. Now you, you have uh, several sizes that you decided to, to release in that. What are the three sizes? So a five by 54 robust, Grand Robusto, a six and a quarter by 52 Toro, and a six by 58 Grand Toro. Okay. And they're all still being made down in Miami, correct? 
No, no, it's been moved to Nicaragua. There's okay. no way we can handle that kind of capacity. Okay. Now, the blend is the same because all the tobacco in Miami comes from Nicaragua. But right. uh, but, uh, but to, to handle rolling this as a full production line just would not have been possible uh, doing yeah. it in Miami. Yeah, you've used Miami more for the limited things you've done in the past with that. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we basically have current, I mean, right post-COVID, we have one roller. And uh, she, yeah, she does the event cigars. She does a couple things we still have some production of. She does some limited stuff. Um, but beyond that, there's no way that one person can, 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 you know, can hit capacity for what we would need for a project. And, and you were mentioning it, it's PCA exclusive, but you're also taking care of your Aganors, your preferred retailers, your Aganors and Selects can still get this, even if they're not at the show. Yeah. So one thing that we've always tried to balance is kind of, you know, uh, we want people to come see us at the show. We want people to come by the booth. We want to have a, uh, a reason for that. Um, and, and, but we also don't want to necessarily, you know, a retailer that buys into our program and is you know, fully supportive of us and our lines. Um, you know, we don't want to necessarily punch them. That's a very small part of the overall uh, account. So there's only, we only have 125 select accounts nationwide. There's thousands right. of retailers out there. So, um, and, uh, and it's, it's the exclusive, you know, runs to the end of the year when it, then it will then open up. But uh, again, it's a good opportunity. Like we have, we have lots of great accounts where uh, partaking the program just doesn't necessarily make sense uh, either for the time or for the shelf space they have, or, um, you know, it's, a, it's just doesn't fit. Um, and they can't make those commitments. And uh, it's an opportunity to still get something special that they might not have access to otherwise. Right, right. I, I, like, I like that approach a lot. I think it's a good one. And then I know that you've you talked about this when you were on the show with me uh, a few weeks ago, but the fresh packs, are those something we're going to see at the trade show as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which was the biggest nightmare ever in the history of <laughs> mankind, getting that logistically organized. But yes, we will have, uh, we'll have fresh packs. They're going to have uh, one of each of the... Uh, Validation sampler, uh, Corojo, Connecticut, Habano, Maduro in there. Um, and the, there's only going to be a thousand units. So each unit has 10 bags. Um, and we're going to do that as kind of an initial launch with the, the, the packs for a variety of reasons I won't bore you with. Um, and then we'll probably do other packs with like JFR and, and, and Lunatech and, and things like that. But for the, for the launch, would you know, I think it's a great opportunity to get a sampler of all four, see what one you like the most. And then, uh, you know, and, 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 and you don't necessarily need um, you know, not every retailer will necessarily carry all four in their store potentially, um, but they can certainly carry uh, a fresh pack. Yeah. I, I, I always like those as well, especially if I'm new to a line. Um, it, it, it's a great opportunity. I know crown heads does it. They do it based on one size in like Las Calaveras, but you guys are doing it across the different four, four lines here. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a Toro size, but with a Habano, Corojo, and Maduro, um, one of each in, in, yeah. in the sampler. That's great. That's great. So uh, we'll expect to see those at the show as well. Um, you know, so, so uh, I guess one other question I have for you, Terrence, um, you know, um, what is, uh, what's your, real quick, so we got a couple minutes, but I'll give you, what's your outlook this year for the Patriots? <laughs> You know, I think, I, you know, well, I, I'm always optimistic. Uh, the Dolphins are, are, you know, a mattress fire. Uh, so they're out. The Jets, well, you know. They're, they've, got, the fire they're not even down already. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, 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 you know, they're just the ashes of, of right. a mattress fire. So you have Buffalo. But, you know, uh, again, the Patriots, they, they've missed the playoffs, I think, only two years out of 20. Uh, so I think my, our odds are pretty good, you know. 
historically speaking. Hopefully they they come and yeah. do well. I like uh, I take back my doubts about Mac Jones. He sold. He, he, I was sold on him by the end of the year. So. Well, it's your it's your two. It's your two. We'll see. You know, yeah, it's uh, tough. Your two is always tougher. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of film on you, and they figure out what you like to do and what you yeah. don't like to do. But, um, but yeah, he looked good. He looked good last year, and he and uh, he he got better throughout the year. So, as long as he's still doing that, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, uh, no, it's, that's great for you. Uh, I mean, it's great that Tom Brady's not playing there either. So, come on, Coop, don't 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 take a turn to negative. Time. <laughs> that's right. That's what I. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right let's end on a positive note here yeah that's good all right uh hey uh anything else terrence before we kind of uh move on no i just uh, you know look forward to seeing all our retail partners at the show and uh having a great show and thank you for having me on and again if you guys want to have more information about this uh our agonorsa leaf uh experience channel on youtube agonorsa leaf on instagram and facebook and uh we have a great group uh agonorsa acolytes and facebook please join in and uh partake yeah, nice job with that. Uh, you've done a good job with that, those groups. Mm. I think they've been very active. So good job with that. Thank you, sir. Yeah. And we will see you in a little over a week. Yes, sir. All right. Looking forward uh, to it. You want to come out to the media house? You're welcome as well. I'll, I'll, try, to make, I'll try to make it out. It's always yeah. a pleasure. It's always a lot right. of fun out there. Take care. Take I care, guys. See All right. Bye, guys. That, that is Terrence fun. Riley of Aganorsa Leaf. And we're going to now move in our next uh, person on the schedule, which is Casey Hogan, who was fighting for that top spot. Um, and he, he kind of, a couple, a lot of people were fighting for that, for that, for those opening spots. It was just, I had to go first come first serve with it. So, uh, Casey is making his way in. Getting out of the two spots, uh, a nice place to be though. Yeah. I you think. know, it's a good, Bryce Harper batted at the two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there and he this, is. Th- this guy looks like Bryce Harper. This, he said does it. look Literally like Bryce. on him. Let's, like Bryce let's, Harper. let's, 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 let's get rid of that right now. No, <laughs> we, no, I'm going to get your Phillies hat and everything. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. How about you, KK? Uh, thanks for uh, being on tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, long time, long speak. Uh, when did I see you last? I think it was last fall. Was it that long ago? When I was down in November, yeah. Yeah, that's been a minute. Where have you been? Uh, out and about. But the uh, I'll just tell you one little one little thing. Um, my day job now has me reporting kind of – I have some stuff going on in South Florida, so you may see me a little more. So – well, we'll have you anytime, Poop. Yeah, no, awesome place. I love, it's funny, I love, I love, I love, you have, the warehouse is awesome to smoke in, by the way. It's just a great place to go. Uh, and and the, you'll see changes next time. I know, there's you remember you were telling me there's some there's, stuff that was going on. There's been some changes. We've done yeah. some expansion and we, you know, added to our team this year and with some new sales staff as well as uh, the expansion in the warehouse. So yep. it's, it's good news. Yep. No, it's good news as well. Uh, but yeah, thanks for being on. So, Casey, what is happening at Crux now as you guys head into the trade show? So, you know, we're, you know, we've been at the trade show every year since 2014, and we think it's a, it's, it's truly an honor and definitely a big part of the industry to attend that every year. And uh, starting as retailers first and at Crux Cigars with my cousin Jeff, the owner and vice owner and president of our company, he, um, has always gone to the show for as long as I can remember. So it was always very important to us as well as it's a good opportunity for us to, you know, meet new retail partners or new potential retail partners around the country that um, up until recently, we didn't have a whole lot of direct uh, sales, but now that we have our sales staff. So now that we have uh, a small team that we're continually growing, which we added another one this year. So we're up to three full time and myself. So four, uh, so we're growing there. Um, 
And then we did do uh, the second release of the uh, Limitada Short Salamone will come out for PCA exclusive again, which is a six by 54 Short Salamone with the, uh, the Limitada blend, which is a fantastic cigar. A little bit different this year, but uh, with, with, uh, with the package, uh, but it's, uh, it's a cigar that I love. I've always loved the Limitada. We've done that every year. We started in 2015 when we released our first Limited and then in 2016 we did uh our show exclusive which we originally called the show or uh, the ipcpr um and then those became uh annual releases and now we're to the also the the short salmon with the pca release so will the show be back this year that size we will still do a pb5 and a show every year those will be annual releases until we run out of tobacco which i think we're doing well because nestor grew us some more in 2014 i think it was so we're just, we just started using that, which is plenty. It's an Esteli shade, broadleaf binder, Dominican, Nicaraguan filler cigar. Uh, so it will be offered every year in those two shapes for sure. And now that when the PCA asked us to bring in uh, something exclusive, we, we did the short Salamone because it was a Vitola that we'd done in a couple other of our lines. Uh, and it was really well received. The construction was incredible. And uh, it's, it's just a shape that uh, is a little bit uniquely different. Yeah, I, I, I actually like that that shorter size in a Salomon better than the full blown. I think it's a, a, a nice smoke when you have that. Yeah. So then we do have something new and something exciting coming that we're not going to quite talk about, but there is something new coming from Crux that's uh, we will announce next Saturday. So a week from Saturday, which at is the, the show, you got to do it at oh, the show. We're going to do it opening day of the show. Okay. Uh, it's something that's uh, we haven't done in a few years. Um, which if you can pick up on that means we might have some new tobacco to display, um, which would be right. the first time in quite some time. Um, cause we don't come up with a lot of new stuff. You know, we kind of stay in our lane and, uh, you know, work with, you know, spend the time and the due diligence to make cigars that we feel are for a crux customer. That's kind of in that full flavor, but medium, medium plus max bodied cigar. And, uh, you know, this one took some time, especially with, uh, what's happening around the world the last few years to, you know, just get extra production available. So I think we um, like where we're at. We've spent a lot of time. Jeff blended it for us uh, and really excited about this project uh, to announce it at the show. And we'll be taking pre-orders um, and we'll we'll tell you when it comes later in life. Oh, awesome. Um, Can you get, at least tell us when the cigar would ship? Yeah, later in life. Oh, just later in life. All right. That's as close as we can get. All right. Uh, but then we also have another unique thing we're coming out with that is with with that uh, that we're looking forward to displaying for the first time. Uh, a little bit new. I've obviously I heard you talking about uh, some rebranding with uh, Terrence, but we're all known to that as well. And we want to continually evolve ours as well. And we want to make sure we stay up on the times. And so we're looking forward to something a little bit uniquely different that we did for this one as well. Nice. Nice. Um, the shorts, some of the other short Salomones are, are regular production, correct? Like I know the, uh, the Epicure is right. Correct. We have the regular production in the Epicure short Salomone and the Epicure Maduro short Salomone. Nice. Nice. I, I, I do enjoy those two cigars, um, a lot and that's that size as well. Yeah. So we're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, adding a little bit, something that we thought we were missing from their overall portfolio, but, uh, we'll, we'll give you more details uh, in the near future. Um, and, and then for us, we're again, we're going to have, uh, we're booth 214. We'll have our whole team there, which, you know, allows us to bring our retail partners in from whoever they come from. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those times a year where 
it's very stressful and time consuming to get to it. Um, but once you get there, you realize what all that hard work was for to, you know, redesign booths or redesign displays or come up with something. And then you get the opportunity to go basically five days, six, seven days, be with your peers in the industry, which is the largest show for us in the world uh, for premium cigars. So it's, we truly look forward to it every year. Uh, it's, and we, we truly believe that it's such, it's such an important thing that our industry continues to do for a lot of different reasons. Um, and we haven't missed it. So, you know, we look forward to it. Um, and it's also good to get the whole team together. Yeah, I mean, we got guys now that, you know, we, we kind of do some zoom stuff occasionally, but you know, they don't get to see each other in person very often. So, um, you know, maybe once or twice a year max. So it's kind of a good time for everybody to get together and, you know, kind of have uh, some more of that, that team bonding as well. No, that's uh, that's that's good. Now you mentioned the, the team. You're now all an in-house team. Uh, no, I have one broker in Florida, but then we have uh, four sales, direct sales, including myself. Okay, so yeah, so pretty much you 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 know you're building, like you said, you're building that staff slowly, which is, which is good for that right now. Yeah, we, we we did our first direct hire, which would have been January of 2020. We added another one in 2020. Then we added a broker at the end of last year, middle of last year. And then we added a new direct sales um, uh, three months, four months ago. Um, and obviously we're going to be adding, we're going to be adding to that as soon as we can, as soon as we can obviously keep up with production. And most importantly, you know, they have to be, have a, you know, a full wagon to sell from. So that was part of the expansion for the warehouse as well. So we could bring more cigars and house them in country because, you know, we want to stockpile as many as we can here for our customers and, uh, it makes that turnaround time a little easier, but uh, no, we'll be adding to that sales team, um, if 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 not sooner than later. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, as far as the the core lines go, uh, which have been the workhorses? Is it still the Epicures? Well, we our core lines. I mean, to me, is more we've got the Epicure, uh, which is the Connecticut Red Band. Uh, then you have the Epicure Maduro, which has the Tiffany Bluish Band. Uh, the Bull and Bear and the Guild. I mean, that's our core four. Right. I mean, those those are that those are those core four cigars. And then we, the only other two we have is we have the Lancero series, did it Connoisseur, and then we do the uh, the Limitada. So we're 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 basically pretty lean. Uh, right. But the Bull and Bear came out in 2014. The Guild came out in 2016, I believe. The Epicure came out in 2000. Maybe the Guild was 2015. The Epicure came out in 2016. The Maduro came out in 2018. Um, then the re-release of the Sewer came out last summer, but that originally was in 2015. Um, and then, so, I mean, we, almost every few years we come out with something new and, um, you know, it's, it, I think it shows to the testament to what Jeff blends for us and our, and our partners down in Nicaragua with uh, AJ Fernandez and Nestor Placencia and their factories that we, are able to get some of the best tobacco in the world. And we have some of the best, obviously, growers of tobacco that we do business with. So it allows us to have a lot of versatility when we're, you know, trying to create cigars. And then, and then we take our time. We're, we're very, very slow to the, to the, to the, uh, <clears throat> to the finish line to get something out because, you know, we just don't want to put all that effort into something that we don't think that crux smokers is, is going to like. So, I mean, we, we have our target to a broad market um, of somebody that likes full flavored, clean finishing cigars that are in that, you know, mild plus to medium plus body. We don't do anything super strong, but we want everything to be very clean on the palate. So you don't have a lot of trauma. Yeah, no, I, uh, 
I get it. And I, you know, I've liked the consistency you, you guys have had as well with, with the cigars um, over, you know, over time. Cause I've smoked a lot of your cigars. Um, Which one do you like the best? Um, you know, it's still the connoisseur number two. Did a connoisseur number two. I believe that one cigar of the year one time. Yeah. But I'm telling you this cigar, the Corona Gorda, the Corona and the Maduro, the Corona yeah. Gorda and the Maduro. Yeah. Which you, 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 you got me onto. Uh, I, I, that was my before for me last year. And that's a, I, I really, enjoy, the Maduro just hit me in that and the Gordo. And then you kind of lean me a little more towards the, the Toro now with that. Yeah. I've been smoking a lot of the, uh, in the Maduro specifically the Robustos because it seems to be that that's the one I order the most of. And I've, I've really fallen in love with that. But surprisingly for me, I'm not a huge Ecuadorian Habano guy, but we've been selling, I've been smoking a lot of the Guild um, with red wine. I've been drinking, you know, getting into a little bit more wine. And for some reason, a little Pinot glass of Pinot Noir in a, in a Guild is fantastic. But I'd say a daily driver for me is, is definitely the Maduro is one that I, I frequent very, very, very much. Yeah, no, uh, I, I agree. The Guild is always like, I, I smoked that cigar in Sweden. I remember it's just one of the more memorable smokes I had. Uh... I had some like uh, Swedish coffee that that morning with it. It was it was it was just a very one of those very memorable moments I had. Uh, and I smoked the gill because I was outside of a statue of uh, King Oscar up mm-hmm. there at the cat. So it was just like hey, I'll write up a gill, you know. What about Aaron? Aaron, you like any of our stuff? <laughs> no. Yeah, you you know that the 2015 IPCPR edition was uh, an amazing cigar that you guys produced. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Bull and Bear and Guild as well. Um, I do like the Epicure um, a bit more than Epicure Maduro. Um, but yeah, the, the Jeff, four lines... Jeff would agree with you as well. Yeah. He smokes that Epicure Toro. I mean, if we, when yeah. we run out, if, if, we, if we ever run out, we can blame him. Yeah, but your core, your core lineup is super solid. Like you guys really are super, is. Yeah. super proud of, of what you guys have put together there. It, it really is. Um, like I said, I, you know, a lot of people say, what brand do you smoke? And I find I do smoke a lot of Crux. I mean, it's definitely one of those brands. Uh, I smoke just not for reviews because I enjoy them. So that's always yeah. a good. Yeah, well, we appreciate good. everything you guys do. You both have been, I mean, even from the beginning, obviously pretty good supporters, pretty big supporters, very helpful for us, obviously being able to give us an outlet to, you know, reach more consumers and retailers across the country and whoever, wherever else they're listening or watching. Um, but no, I, I've, I, I still have, I was actually pulling it up this, uh, this morning, um, Aaron's rating list again to try to remember how that worked, but yeah. uh, still never figured it out. I think I've called him 37 times. That's right. Um, That's right. On, on him explaining to me what they do. Coops is a little easier to follow. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's just, you know, he makes me think less and, but it's, it's, you guys do a great job. You both do. Um, and, you know, we look forward to seeing you with, I, I'm assuming you're both going, I know Coops yes. going. Yep. Yes, we'll um, yep. So we'll see you guys there. Um, and yeah, it'll be fun. It's, it's always fun to see people. It's always fun to just have that, that human connection with people that you see annually or a little bit more because not that you forget about them, but you forget you, you forget you miss them, you know, yeah. because we're all living these busy lives, traveling all over the country or all over the world and doing our things. And, you know, you get the opportunity to go have a, have a cigar or a cocktail or just even a conversation with, with the people that you've run into over the last, I mean, for us, I mean, this is, this is year eight already. Holy wow. So, you know, it's, it's feels like it's gone fast, but it's also obviously been, you know, a grind for us. And, you know, we're, we're just happy to be able to be attending again and, and we'll continue to do that. And so it's, it's, it's going to be a fun time. 
Great. That's awesome, Casey. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you um, in Vegas. Uh, we'll probably be, I know I'll be at the booth probably Saturday for sure now. There, we're hearing that. Yeah. We're, uh, excited to see what you're going to unveil there. Absolutely. Well, you can definitely find us at CruxCigars.com. Social media is all Crux Cigars. Terrence did remind me to say something with, on accident. Uh, we do also have a Facebook group that Sam put together for us called the Crux Crusaders. Um, that was Sam's baby. So, you know, give him a reach out on there, but nice. uh, you can find us out on, I don't know if we have all the outlets that they have because, you know, he's got kids and he knows all those new things that are happening. So, um, we look forward to seeing everybody in the next coming weeks. And, uh, then if we don't see you there, we'll, we'll see you the rest of the year and we'll have something new to show you. Great. Casey, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for your time and look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, that Casey. is Casey Hogan of Crux Cigars. Um, the, um, we were supposed to have weight breaking news. Uh, Juan Lopez had to cancel. So I'm going to move. Okay. Um, I'm going to move Luis Cuevas uh, in next because he was the next. He was the first one in. Uh, so, Luis, if you want to do this earlier uh, instead of waiting, I know you're there. Uh, I'm going to put you on. If you want to wait, you can tell me to wait and I'll put you back. So. We'll give Luis a chance to get in there here on the primetime show. And uh, I think he's coming. We may have lost him for a second. By the way, while we're waiting for uh, Luis, give him a. Uh, did, did you see the Phillies one today? Yeah, they um they were crushing the Braves right off the bat. I, I, so. I heard nothing from Ben Lee, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I might have missed some messages here. I think uh, Ben Lee might be hunting down uh Freddie Freeman's agent. So yeah. He might be on yeah. a hunting yeah. trip. Yeah. I'm gonna give him a because Luis was there and then when I tried to promote him, he dropped. So he may have yeah. let me give him one more, a couple more seconds. If not, I will bring Don Williams on, who was the next one uh. All right, I'm going to bring Don on. Don, if you want to come on from AJ Fernandez Cigars. Uh, uh, my, my good friend Don, uh, he is a uh, my local rep, and I haven't talked to him in a while, it just seems like. But here comes Don. Making his way in. He is in the – so you just got to get your camera on, Don. There you are. Got to get some sound on but unmute unmute yourself. yeah there you go there we go hey don what's going on what's up brother how you doing i feel like i, I haven't seen you in person since the show i mean it's been crazy yeah that's probably about it <laughs> trying to stay the hell out the way man yeah i know how's the family doing everybody's good brother appreciate, yeah i know you seem you like you, yeah no i seem like uh you've been uh really happy there and um i still have your kma hat by the way <laughs> It's like well, I, I, I need that. I need that. I still I have that. that for your collection. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so definitely. Uh, but, but thanks for joining Don and thank you for AJ Fernandez for, uh, you know, for coming on tonight. We do appreciate that as well. Well, appreciate you having us. We're really excited about the uh, new Dorado that we're about ready to launch. It's a yep. um, nice medium plus cigar, 10 count boxes, box pressed, um, named after one of our farms, uh, Dorado kind of, it's the gold standard of a new world for us. 
I smoked my first two this week and I, I've been very impressed and got one of the best draws uh, that I've ever had in an AJ cigar. So I think um, the flavor profile is going to stun some people because it's unlike anything else we have in there in our portfolio. Um, what can you tell us? Is it, is it what kind of wrappers on that cigar? <laughs> you know, you know, the boss, he doesn't tell me that. <laughs> he just uh, I'm like, like, like uh, Eddie Murphy in Trading Places, sell, sell, sell. That's all. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, so that's good. Um, but you guys will not be at the show, but you still have some new product coming out this year. Right, right. The, um, the packaging uh, started this week. Uh, we got we got our samples late last week. So we've been uh, getting them in hands of our retailers. Uh, retailers have been ordering it, so they've enjoyed it. So I, I think... Um, the consumers are really going to enjoy the product. Right. What would, what, what kind of like, who would be a good, like, is this a, a fuller cigar? Is this a, 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 it's medium. It's medium plus it starts off really spicy, but then it mellows out extremely quick. But I think the flavor profile is, is what's going to stun people. Right. Uh, where, where is it going to be price wise? Uh, the, the $12 range for the Toro 10 for the Robusto. It's uh, we're releasing it in Robusto, Toro, Figurado, and Gordito. Uh, the Gordo size is going to be five and a half by 60, a little bit different flavor. You know, mm -hmm. we do a little, we do things a little different than everybody else at times. So that's what kind of helps us out a little bit and make people talk about, about us in, um, in a positive regard at times. It's it's been a while though since AJ's had a new release. He's kind of taken his time over the last couple of years. It seems like. Yeah, Dias of Gloria was our last release. We've had line extensions with the um, Double Corona and the New World, uh, and then the Lancero and the Figurado and the Bayas Artes Maduro. Is that three years ago? Then, or so it's three years. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that, that is a long time for you guys. Well, he he, we're ready. Yep. <laughs> No, that's We're exciting. Ready. Yeah, that's exciting to hear about that. Um, you know, one thing last year I want to talk about the I know you guys were at the show last year, and you handed you guys handed our team the the Puro Especial. Right. And we all had a real positive reaction with that cigar. It's it seemed like that, that cigar was just smoking better. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. We we I've always liked that cigar, but I was like, we we had a little bit more of a wow factor. Uh, even for a couple of guys who may not have been Puro Especial fans, was there anything different about that cigar that, that went out, or was it just a better crop of tobacco? Because it smoked really good. It, it, it did, in my opinion, it did smoke better. But um, no, we didn't do any changes to it. Uh, but the the consumers have taken to it as well in the new packaging. So it, it's been it was a positive response on on all all accounts for us. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, as far as that goes, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I think it's a, it's, New World's been a, a monster for you guys uh, over the past few years. It's, it's the bread and butter. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just in general, um, I don't know if you can answer. Is this, you know, will you guys be back at a trade show, you think, at some point? That's above my pay grade. <laughs> That's the right answer there, right? I hope we, so. You know, we, we never know miss, what happens. Yeah, we, we, I mean, you guys had a very good show, it seemed like, last year, because I remember the booth was just slammed last year when we were there. We had to come back yeah. a couple of times. I mean, we got. I think we got a great team now, and Frankie's doing a wonderful job. Yep. Freddie and AJ are really uh, 
keeping a stock with product. I don't think we've had any really production issues where we've been back ordered so much, maybe a skew here and there, but everything else has been rocking and rolling. That's good to hear. That's good to hear uh, as far as that goes. Um, and then, you know, as far as um, which, which right now would you say is in the AJ portfolio has been your, like uh, your star, your star line right now, or star blend, let's say. Uh, New World is going to be our star. It's still your it's star. The driving, it's the driving force. Uh, Cameroon and uh, Puro have been, definitely picked up um, sales in the last year, year and a half. Enclave is steady. Bayes Artis, Maduro, and Habano are steady. San Latano, it, a lot of people are starting to go back to that as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I still like that original San Latino, Connecticut. It was like one of those early boulder connecticut's that that were out there i'll put that connecticut up against anybody's connecticut it's really good it's it's really good you know that was my first trade show when the connecticut came out and i just remember the wow factor we had with that um uh yeah. that year it was we were just blown away with that and, and it's funny the habano became the star for a while but but that connecticut was really really uh, special you know what's re- really pushing well for us lately has been the bull uh, has been making a nice comeback. I, I always like the bull. I always like that. I always like that size as uh, you know, that's that blend I should say as well. Boulder blend as well. Yeah. And I, and I think we're going to not a hundred percent sure, but I think uh, we're going to start doing the three packs again of the Pinalero for events. When we start oh, really getting yeah. our event program back up, I, I've I, seen some uh, in the office. So it's the, that's still, I was going to ask you if that was regular or not production. It's still, it's still not limited. Re- yeah. Limited. And then only right now. Yeah. Cause that's, that's a, that's a solid event only cigar. Uh, if I ever had one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that, that's uh, good to see that one. I remember you gave me one of those and I'm like, this was really good. So. Uh, I'm, I bec- I'm becoming a fan of Figurados where, which I've never liked them before because of the enclave and the Pinalero. Well, that base art in the Figurado uh, That's Maduro, money. that Maduro. Yeah. I, I like that one. That's money. I like that one. So I think that was, that was excellent. So, uh, so yeah, that was, that was good. All right, Don, any, anything else uh, you have? Not much, buddy. I hope to see you around soon and, uh, you guys have a great show. Yeah. Don ping me, like I said, uh, when you're around for sure, I've been, I've been at lounges a lot less lately and it's more for day job lately it's been, but, um, but certainly ping me when you're around and we'll get together. All right, man. You guys, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you, Don. All right. Thanks. That's Don Williams of AJ Fernandez Cigars. Uh, I'm going to bring him on a little early because he's been waiting. I have a feeling there's a lot we'll talk about with him. Uh, I'm going to bring Pete Johnson on. So Pete Johnson of Tatawahe Cigars here. Yo. Pete, what's going on? What's happening? How is it going? Uh, not bad. Busy day. Okay, it's yep. actually been a busy uh, couple of weeks, obviously, leading up to the trade show because I'm doing a lot of the planning myself. So I'm the guy that gets the electrical drop in the, in the booth <laughs> and all that other stuff. So yeah. that's great. No, you'll, see, you'll see a nice little change to the booth this year, but uh, um, kind of an upgrade from last year, but not as crazy as our regular booth. We right. gave away all the all the signs last year, so yeah, we, you didn't have a choice to reuse them. So. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't give them all away. Actually, we, we all took one home with us. Uh, there there's go. only one that, that went uh, with you guys. We, we, so, Pete, there's a little funny story you may not know about the the um, the one that Ben took back, right? Yeah. So Ben 
took the thing back and um, he had to get up at like five in the morning, right? To get like get his flight, right? So he's getting everything together, right? And um, he had to get this, you know, he's dealing with this. It wasn't an easy thing to carry, but Ben could handle it. <laughs> Except we had one little problem. Uh, the SD card for the video slipped out <laughs> and Ben gets home and the thing, like he doesn't have the SD card with all of our video on this, right? <laughs> And Ooh. we didn't have the best back. We, we were a little exposed with backup last year. We fixed, that's fixed this year. We won't have that problem again. But thank goodness Aaron was able to call and get that SD card found. At the, at wow. The, in, the, in the hotel? In, in the, no, we were in a house. So there oh, was, yeah, shit. So he, he had to contact the owner who contacted a cleaning woman who contacted me. And uh, we, we actually uh, <laughs> get that back, which we were just like, we we wouldn't have lost all our very, but we had like we had several SD cards, but it was one uh, that was lost, unfortunately. But but we were able to recover that. So, um, but that's ben, awesome. But, and Ben's like he had all this stuff to take out at five in the morning, and we were smoking until late that night too. So I'm was, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Pete, um, the boost. Uh, you mentioned the boost, but you got some new stuff, and I think the one thing that I'm very excited about is uh, the Verico blue, the Verico blue. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. Uh, I'll be honest, that cigar um, has been tested and retested in multiple versions over the last four years. So I'm really, really happy with uh, where it ended up. Um, obviously, with the wrapper, we're using Corojo 99 Shade Grown that the family uh, grows. And of course, everything in the cigars is grown by the Garcia family. So it's a, a true Nicaraguan Puro and a true Garcia Puro, which I'm really excited about. I think it's, it's not, you know, it's funny because Veracu is, is more, I don't know, medium plus. This has those strength notes, but that Corojo 99 adds this sweet character to it that drops it down to more of a medium just with big round flavors. I'm, I'm mm. super, super excited about it. And we're only doing the, the number one and the number two, the number one, which is a six and a quarter by 52 and the number two, which is a five and a half by 54 uh, to mimic the, the regular number ones and number twos. Right. Boxes of 20. We are doing a special release only for the show in 50 counts, kind of like we did when we originally launched the ones and twos, when we did uh, the East coast, West coast. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah but we all know i think we made 200 boxes of each so it's it's super quick on those yeah. uh on those 50 counts we but did the, a lot of we did a lot of small run stuff like super small run stuff this year yeah i mean you, you had the t110s you had the uh, cojides and obviously the tuxlas um so you had a lot of uh well and- the tuxla was actually a fairly large run in comparison to some of the stuff we're bringing at the show like some of the stuff we're bringing out of the show is super small. Right. Okay. The production is really small because you got to remember we're, we're celebrating a lot this year. And obviously we're leading into 2023, which is the 20th anniversary of top Hawaii. But this year is the 10 year anniversary of surrogates and the 10 year anniversary of Atelier. Right. right, right. Oh, wow. So we decided to do a couple small batch limited edition, uh, single releases that might lead into some other thing later on. But uh, when I talk about small batch, there are 500 boxes of 20 oh, wow. uh, per, per SKU. So it's not, uh, 
you know, one atelier is 500 boxes and the surrogate is 500 <laughs> boxes. So it's not a lot. Yeah. Right. So we'll be calling Jay Davis. Yeah. <laughs> right. but, uh, <laughs> oh, no. no I, I've already told. Uh, and, and the same goes for the PCA exclusive. The PCA exclusive is only a thousand boxes. So I've told everybody that there's no guarantee on numbers, but if you want them, you got to, you got to show up on Saturday yeah, uh, to get it in. And we have limits on quantities that they can get because we want to make sure we spread it out to everybody. Yeah. Some retailer would come in and say, give me all a thousand boxes. Right. right. I mean, right. Right. Well, right. I mean, listen, Abe and Jeff Borschwitz alone probably would take <laughs> yeah. 500 total. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I can't do it. And Varton, same thing from Ambassador. Jay yep. Davis is probably good for at least 50 or 100. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, one more question on the, the, Vertu, the Vertical Blue. Is that a uh, – that's going to be an ongoing production? Yeah, two- yeah, yeah. Just in the 50 cab is is a special release only for the show. But the 20-count the box is actually going to be regular production uh, for the whole world. Uh, this is actually going into our international portfolio too. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'll tell you, in the last um, month, maybe a month and a half now, I think we get an email every other day from an international distributor Mm. looking for product. Nice. Because I have a lot of friends overseas, and the scarcity of Cuban cigars is is horrific. (laughs) Like like people are actually – a friend of mine called me from, from Marseille the other day. And and he said he went into a cigar store, and they were literally limiting two cigars per box. Wow! And they they basically got whatever they could. I think they ended up walking out with fifty cigars total because that's all the retailer would sell them. Yeah. Hmm. So it's it's pretty nuts. So I'm excited. Can- I'm excited because a lot more. A lot more international uh, distributors are showing up this year to the PCA, which I'm mm. really happy about. We get to see them uh, a few months before we go to Dortmund, obviously. Uh, but um, I think it's going to be a good show. I think it's a lot of people are going to show up, and uh, everybody's going to have a good time. That's Hopefully. that's good. No, I think I think there's a lot of positive energy going into the trade show this year for sure. Yeah, I guess it depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll have the negative sayers, but I mean, there's been, we've seen some positive things happen from the media end, which is very good. So I know. Yeah, well, I'm not posting anything this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's say you're not, you're not, you're no, you have a no photograph. No, photo, no, no, right? no, no photograph. Uh, I'm not listening to any other manufacturer. On what <laughs> I think I should post. No, yeah, it's not a good idea. No, that, that's, uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> You could, so you have you have the Vertical Blues, you have the uh, the Latelier and Surrogate's tenth anniversary releases. Uh, yeah. Anything around monsters? We always see something with monsters or actor series. Anything around that? We're gonna maybe see at the show this year. Um, well, actually, last year I didn't show I didn't show anything with the 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 Frank. So this year I decided to keep uh, the Drac a secret still. Okay. So I have boxes here. I just decided that, uh, I don't know, I think we have enough to show and I don't want to distract people. Like, like we have a, a, a couple of Kabaiwans in there also, mm. um, a new Kabaiwan and a 752 um, with a Lancero head, obviously. So that, that falls in line with the new Kabaiwans that we did uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
to fall in line with the two releases of Surrogate and uh, Atelier, Surrogate, Atelier, and also another Cobb I One are all using the same mold, which is the uh, Britannica mold. Right. So we're, you know, it, it's funny because we have literally one mold set in the factory. We used to have two, but over time, these plastic injection molds uh, got a little damaged through production of making Belonks. And, uh, and last year, of course, the black label uh, Britannica. And uh, the funny part is, is that the guy that we got them from that, that was selling them to Cuba, it like went out of business. Uh. So we, we need to, we need to make new molds with a, another mold manufacturer, but the samples we got from a couple of ma- mold uh, makers were horrible. Hmm. So we're, we're utilizing what we have left. Luckily, again, the production numbers aren't huge. So we were able to, you know, to get everything in line and produced uh, earlier this year and, and aged and ready for the show. Nice. Nice. I get, I got asked this a couple of times uh, recently, the, the skinny monsters, the, are they still ongoing? Like, could you still get those skinny monsters? Yeah. It, the, uh, the, the stand up 25 count boxes, we do yeah. those. And, uh, and obviously we have samplers of the Casadori edition and the Lancero edition. But uh, but the true 638 uh, skinny monsters, those are ongoing. And we we don't always have them in stock, but um, we're uh, we're starting to finally starting to build inventory, which is nice, <laughs> which is actually kind of good to go into the trade show with with some inventory to be able to uh, showcase the broad spectrum of the portfolio. So. Again, it's it's a it's an interesting year for us because a lot of a lot of releases that we had planned that got pushed back every every so often. Like, I mean, Tuxla was supposed to be out in May, so luckily we shipped Tuxla in one week, and that was two hundred thousand cigars. Wow! Yeah, that was uh, two hundred thousand cigars in one week by four people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we're efficient yeah, we're yeah you're efficient. efficient i can say that that's uh that's that's great um and the tuxos are they are they a one and done or are they going to be ongoing uh well those those particular cigars for now are one and done um the tuxo series we decided to utilize you know obviously we've done a lot of other san andreas projects but uh when we decided to do Tuxla, it was like, okay, we're having fun with doing all these different wrappers with T110 and Cohete and stuff like that. Why don't we utilize uh, this beautiful San Andreas that we get from the Turan family a little bit more and do these one-off projects with, with San Andreas? And you're going to see something at the show, which is going to be fun. It's going to be a pre-order for 2023. It's part of the celebration of uh, the 20th anniversary. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it. The interesting part is that I'm not sure if I if I limit it or let it go crazy, because there is a chance that if uh, if I don't limit it, it it's going to go nuts. <laughs> that's that's how how uh, fun this one is. I won't. I'll, I'll, I know you say no teasers, Coop, but this is truly a teaser. <laughs> I uh, understand, understand. But that will be under the banner of the 20th anniversary. 
Yeah, technically, but it won't it won't say 20th anniversary. It will just be part of that 2023 release. Right. Um, I mean, I have so much that we've been doing. I've been doing a lot more in Miami, too. But I, everything I've done in Miami over the last couple of years, I've just kind of put away maybe to the uh, the anger of my wife. Uh, she doesn't like the fact that I, I just say, hey, I'm not I'm not going to sell these yet. So, so I have, I actually have four releases out of Miami. Um, technically five, if you think of, of, of different SKUs that are just aging, including my 50th birthday cigar, which was supposed to be out, uh, in 2020. And now I'm looking at putting it out in 2023, not because it needs age. I just want to age it. Right. They're literally, I, I, they're literally, so the, the Garcia's warehouse in Miami uh, in the, in the uh, cold room is like a two-story tall room. And anything we want to hide and forget about, we stick on a forklift and we put it in the back of the, the top mezzanine in the cold room. And uh, the other day I went in and I said, hey, I need you to go and get me one of each box so I can just open them up and see how they're progressing. Right. Uh, because they're wrapped in foil, obviously, and uh, they look they look beautiful. I posted a picture on Instagram uh, on Tatawai Inc., and they're, they're just absolutely gorgeous. And I know that the, even the downtime will be nice. And be, I think the the consumers will will appreciate the fact that I'm taking the time to age them out for this long, uh, so they don't have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that they need them. Trust me, right. they didn't need them. But uh, and that's the same thing. I, I, there's an RL22 and an EL22 that uh, are aging in boxes right now, also taking up space in my wife's humidor. Um, <laughs> and then I have a cigar called uh, I have a cigar called Plus One. This is kind of a a joke towards Dion's Plus Fifty Three uh, because. <laughs> Because, you know, the Plus 53, when one-off came out with it, was all about, you know, Plus 53 is the area code for Cuba. Right. And since these uh, cigars are made in Miami, I there decided to call yep. it Plus One. But I, I didn't use the plus symbol. I, I actually spelled out Plus One. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't totally rip off Dion in that aspect. Right. <laughs> oh, that's all good uh, with that, uh, for sure. And, uh, but that's, almost, that's a 2023 thing as well. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is going to be saved. Even, I'll be honest with you know, Kohonu 20, the lost years of Kohonu 2015 and 2018. Uh, originally, 2015 was going to come out sometime like fallish, but um, had a little issue with the bands. And uh, even the samples that I'm bringing to the show of the 2015, which were which we're now, I think we're not going to sell at the show, but we're going to give people samples. They actually have the wrong band on them. <laughs> the band that the, that the factory put on was accidentally the, the eventual broadleaf version of them. Ah, okay. Which is, is much down the road. Those are probably going to be 2024. But uh, the, the Habano versions um, now, I think now both 2015 and 2018 will show up in 2023 also. This doesn't give me a lot of time to to finish my twentieth anniversary project either. So right. you might you you might never see that cigar. 
<laughs> yeah, we think about the 25th, though. So, yeah. yeah. That, uh, that's yeah, awesome. probably. That's awesome. The uh, so, so you did the 2021 colony. So you're going back and you're going to fill in the 15. And, and I guess at some point, the 18, is that the plan? Yeah, I think it was in the OCD that got to me. And uh, a couple of people were like, wait, you went, you skipped from 2012 all the way to 2021. Where's the 2015 <laughs> and 2018? I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, so we, we actually um, created two new sizes to fill in the blanks that are kind of fill in the, the void maybe in the lineup. And uh, yeah, I'm, they're just going to be slowly rolling out. But we're not in a hurry on those, obviously. Yeah, no, it's, I understand that as well. Uh, but you have there's, there's a lot of activity you have going on for the show this year, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, a lot because, you know, like the factory has been really busy. Uh, my brother-in-law had been really busy expanding the factory, expanding the pre-industria, um, you know, growing a lot of tobacco. So it gave me a lot of opportunities to play. And uh, thankfully, I get to play in a giant playground. Right, right. You get and you're getting down to Nicaragua more regularly right now. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, obviously, I've spent a. I, I live in Miami, so I spend a lot of time in the factory, pretty much, almost every day. Right. Uh, working on things, uh, so I have a lot of projects that I'm working on. Miami's tough though, um, because of all the projects I want to do. It, it's it's kind of uh, hindered our production our regular production. Plus we probably need to scale back the amount of retailers that have Miami Brown label because we just don't have enough for it for everybody. I guess that's a good problem. Maybe a good problem to have. Then I look at that. Yeah. It's funny, Coop, because the, you know, the, during the pandemic, it, it kind of like dwindled down our inventory on, on uh, Brown label Miami. And it was not because we weren't producing, but it was, because the demand went up and then obviously we were shut down for a few months that hurt. We would always have at least six months worth of inventory on Miami Brown label and, and ship it very slowly to retailers because I wanted to make sure we always had some in stock. And now it's, uh, it's coming in sitting for about a month or two uh, after we get it before it even goes out. Sometimes it's actually going out the door, um, as soon as we get it, luckily, the production log on Tatawahe, Miami is pretty, pretty substantial. So we have inventory sitting in Miami just waiting for boxes. That's our biggest, uh, biggest issue. Understood. Aaron, Pete, anything else we want to cover? Uh, Sean Miles wanted to know if uh, Ferrari is going to get another win this year at all. Who? Ferrari. Ferrari going to get another win this year. Oh, I don't know, man. You know, uh, <laughs> well, Silverstone's this weekend. Yeah. We'll see. I, I have a feeling that, that Mercedes has just been playing the slow game. And, <laughs> the porpoise, uh, the Lewis, bullshit porpoising game. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton's going to win Silverstone tomorrow or on, on uh, Sunday. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, uh, I've been really into it, uh, but I see, I see Verstappen for sure winning the championship, and I see Red Bull winning the championship i think yeah. so too i don't think there's any question this year unfortunately i want lewis to get you know i want him to get that record so i think you know i love verstappen but i think i think one of my favorite drivers has got to be checo i don't know what yeah. it is about him yeah he just he 
he's a great team player. So I think, uh, I think I root for him a lot, mm-hmm. but so. uh, no, yeah, we're in booth seven fifteen. I think, I don't know. You probably know better than I do. <laughs> um, and uh, let me, let me do the whole like, you know, normal stuff. You can find me on top Hawaii cigars or top Hawaii Inc on Instagram or <laughs> top Hawaii cigars on Facebook or Pete Hassel Johnson on Facebook. Also, uh, I'm on Twitter uh, maybe once every six years. So don't go there. Yeah, there's no reason to be there anymore. No reason to be there. Yeah. <laughs> World's biggest bathroom wall, I call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, Pete, thank you so much for being on. Uh, no, I love for, it. We look forward to seeing the show uh, for sure. Uh, we have a little hardware we have to give you at the show too, so we'll be by for sure. Uh, I'll touch base with you on a time we'll come by, so uh, we'll make sure you're there. I do have one question, though. Yeah. Terrence never answered the question. What it, What is their Maduro? Because they got oh, Corojo, yeah, yeah. they have Havano, they have Connecticut, but they just say Maduro. So I want to know, what's the Maduro? On, on the core line? On this new one that they're releasing. Oh, they, like the Anavisario Maduro. That's their, uh, that's the shade grown Corojo. They, the, the shade grown Corojo. So it's, it's just dark Corojo then. It's the so dark, yeah. And, yeah. 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 That's what yeah. They, they, yeah. That's, they had released that a couple of years ago and they, it's the same blend. Well, that makes sense. Perfect. At least I know now. I feel better. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate what right. you do. And I, you. I'm looking too. forward to seeing you. Yep. All right. Take care. Have a good night. Peace. All right. That's the one and only Pete Johnson of uh, Tatawai Cigars. And uh, he's now ready to go. Uh, we are going to bring in uh, James Brown of Oveja Neira Brands, Black Label Trading Company, Black Work Studio, Emilio. So we are getting James into the booth. Or into the show. Give James a second there. Aaron, are you smoking tonight or no? I am not smoking tonight. We're not smoking tonight. No. All right. We're still trying to get James in there, so give him a minute here. Uh, I'm trying to promote him. It just he ain't promoting. There he is. There he comes. All right. So James is coming in. I wonder if he's going to have to be in the closet, the shoe closet. <laughs> Look forward to that as well. James, are you there? Not in yet. I see he's in, but I can't hear or see him. Yeah. Well, uh, well, give James a minute here. Um, so, Aaron, this coffee game that's going to go on at the media house. Yes. Yeah. So it looks like a surgeon's taking taking charge here. Yeah, he's very serious about the coffee. Yeah. Um, 
there's no blueberry coffee of any sort, I believe. No, I'm bringing some. So yeah, you can. You're gonna bring. I'm, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. Yeah. It will not use any of his uh, accoutrement. You'll have to use whatever kind of drip coffee maker they have there if they have one. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be. Um, I think the line at the the line at the counter at the house may be longer than the line at the Starbucks at the. Yeah, because that's gonna be like a single. That's gonna be a single threaded thing. It looks like. Looks like it. Yes. As well. As well. So. Yeah. Um. I'm going to try so if again. people want coffee at the media house for a nightcap, John will not be smoking with us in the evening. So he'll just be in there making coffee the whole evening. So if anyone wants coffee smoking at the media house at night. Um, I, I don't know. They need to have their head examined. <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff happening with zoom here. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't see, I don't see games, but he's listed as an attendee. Yeah. It took it when he showed up the first time. Now I see him. In, oh, I saw him in there then. Uh, it took to him look. a while to populate. So we have a little buffer time. So that's that's no yeah. problem at all. Aaron, let me ask you a question while we're waiting for James. You've been, how many trade shows have you gone to now? Uh, 13 was my first. Uh, so 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. So this would be my ninth because we didn't have a show in 2020, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Do my ninth. Okay. What would you say was your, like, best memory of the trade show, like, you've had? Like, something on the trade show floor mm. that kind of sticks out in your mind and is your, your best memory? Yeah, that's tough. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things I'm going to miss just going through this very quickly. Um I will say that uh, I don't remember what year it was, but there was a presentation by Robert Holt at Southern Draw when they were releasing the Hogan, and, oh, uh, okay. he was and he was talking about you know the family that was there that the cigar was kind of you know named after to you know give honor to. It's a very emotional kind of discussion. Yeah, um, and I just thought it was it was very nice, very touching. Um, it was a great turnout to the booth for the for the presentation and all that stuff. Um, that's something that that sticks with me. Uh, I just thought it was a, that was a you know a pretty special moment during the show. Yeah, that um, very similar. I had my, one of my similar ones was the year Placencia kind of launched, and they did their thing. Right. I, I thought that was an interesting one as well. Yeah. I see him, but but I don't hear him. I see, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see him on here, but he's there. As that happened, uh, I'm, I'm, let me see something. He's getting, just, he's getting, nothing's happening. Um, okay. all right. While we're doing it, uh, while we're doing that, Aaron, I'll, I'll ask you another thing. Um, sure. He is, let me see, he's showing me his screen here. Uh, the host is probably a palette, but I'm not seeing anything. Um, all right. Well, we can see him on mute now, so that's interesting. Yeah, but but he's he's got this he's got this like rejoining thing. Um, James, I'm gonna I'll message him on that. Um, as we're kind of going, uh, is there right now? What is something you're looking forward to at the show this year? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the Casada releases. Um, I feel like they're pretty exciting, and you know, kind of what they had last year was also exciting. So, um. The, those those releases are, are pretty interesting to me. Um, 
but I think just seeing what the kind of the floor layout uh, this year is going to look like, uh, you know, last year was a big departure from what it was uh, to the show, which was previous, which was two years before, which was uh, before the pandemic. Um, so a huge difference in size wise, I'm curious to see how much of it kind of inflates back up um, to see how that uh, changes. Uh, but also kind of how the flow of the show goes with the happy hours um, and the kind of the opening gala um, and things like that. So I think uh, last year, you know, trying to get back into the flow of things now with this year, we're having, you know, consecutive shows again, see if the flow uh, works a little bit better. Yeah, I, uh, I would agree with you on a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, I think this year the, the, there'll probably be a little more scrutiny. Let's see if he, that worked for him this time. I don't know. I'm not, I feel bad. We're having problems with James here. Same thing. I'm going to try it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to email him another link. Okay. How about cigar-wise? Anything you're looking forward to cigar-wise? Yeah, other than, other than the Casadas, um, I mean, I think it seems to me that there's a lot more that are kind of being teased as like not really giving you much information until the show occurs. So I think that there might be a lot more kind of like, you know, stuff that's held back. That's not really a lot promoted. of people seem to be doing that this year. Yeah. Um, I, I, some of it, I, I still think maybe, um, maybe, uh, driven by, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Aficionado. Sure. Sure. Um, but I think some of it isn't. I mean, I, I, I'm getting the impression, you know, we were talking to Casey uh, about that, that um, that, um, you know, that some of that stuff may. Um, I, I don't think that's something that's, I think that's something that's truly holding back for the day. Of the sh- I mean, when you say right. it's the day of the show. Yeah. On that. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of interesting, you know, to see that happen. Um but I don't know. It's like it does seem like a lot of I don't know what's driving a lot of that. That's a, a different change from uh, it, they're blocking him. He's getting blocked is what's happening. Is he in Nicaragua being blocked? Yeah, it looks like he's getting blocked. It's saying it's banned. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to try. Oh, there you go. I'm going to try this. Uh, something's blocking him in Nicaragua, apparently. That's um, a good thing Saka didn't make it to Nicaragua then. Yeah, I don't know if it's where he is, um, which I kind of. Yeah, so I'll see what's happening. That could be very interesting. I don't know if I can get him on. It's, it's saying banned. Like if I look at the, uh, the panelist list, his yep. email is blocked. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to bring him in directly as a panelist with that. Okay. Um, which is never fun when these happen. So very interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens. I hopefully I can get him back on. Um, I feel bad on that one because uh, Another cigar that is kind of piquing my interest is the uh, the new HVC Section Number One. 
Yeah, that's the, the one that's coming know, out. Come out, out, out of the new factory. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah. And that he's I, doing this, the new uh, Vitola for the 500 years anniversary at also out of that factory. You know, I, that was a question I had. I didn't know if that was. So I guess, is he moving the, the whole 500 years over there? Or I think just, it's just that Vitola at the moment. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of curious. That's a curious move because on one hand, you're you're excited about the factory, and on the other hand, um, it it um, you know, it's not um, it's it's not a proven track record on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we may James. He may be having the same. I think something's blocking him in Nicaragua. Okay, it's unfortunate. I'm gonna check it again here. Um, because I may have to punt him at this point. <sighs> Gotta love technical stuff here, uh, that happens. Um, I may have to punt on James here. I'm sorry, James. I mean, something's blocking you on that end. He's going to try it again. So yeah, keep trying. We have some, we have some, we have some buffer space right now. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing a little time killing it, so to speak. Um, going, so going back to, um, going back to things at the trade show, are you, are you surprised by the, some of the, we, you know, we hear about price increases, right? Yeah. But are you surprised in general about um, the prices being launched of cigars this year? It seems like they're a lot higher this year. It does seem that they're a lot higher, but I don't think it's – I think it started at the beginning of the year, though, or yeah. like in end of last year. Because um, I remember kind of commenting to the guys at Development Palettes that, um, you know, the, a lot of the cigars that we started the year with reviewing were all like $12 and above. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, typically we, we were doing cigars that were like, you know, eight to eight to twelve dollars was kind of the range. But now it, it seemed like it was like twelve to sixteen dollars was the range that we were working in. And it seemed to just kind of jump pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I am a bit surprised by a lot of these. Um, but I mean, if the cigars, um, if the cigars can provide value still at that price, like the flavor uh, is at that level, then I think it's okay. Um, but if the blends are not kind of elevated, then I think it's going to be a bit of a kind of a kick in the shin, uh, to, if everybody's doing that. So, yeah. And, and my question I'm going to have is do a lot of people like, so there's a lot of these new cigars that are coming out, a lot of these limited editions and, uh, they're all, they're all good and, and stuff like that. But the question I have is. Are, are retailers going to per- use their money and purchase some of these higher price, maybe unproven cigars, maybe for some of the newer, like some of the newer companies, I think the prices are just a little high. Yeah. I think for a new company, that's tough um, to do that. Yeah. Um, Cause you have, you, you know, you may have some retailers that uh, are seeing, a, you know, maybe there's a bit of a downturn coming and they're saying like, you know, if I'm going to invest money, I'm going to invest money in established brands. Um, rather than a newer brand with a high price point. Um, there might there might be some exceptions, obviously, because of pedigree and stuff like that. But 
um yeah i can see that that being the case yeah that's a that's yeah i that's kind of where i get concerned what what i can see is maybe retailers what they go and do is they go and push their money to um to some other things like like more of the core brands um that they're doing and um you know then i I, you know so it's hard to tell like I, i I hear that there's more people at the show, how that's going to translate the buying patterns. That's where I'm kind of really, um, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm not sure how, um, how that's going to play out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They have heard in some, you know, in some retail shops that um, I would say have maybe a little, a slightly higher end clientele that even then um, some of the lower price cigars are starting to pick up, you know, in sales higher than they were previously so yeah yeah that's that'll be interesting as well uh for folks who are tuning in i want to just give folks a little update uh we had two cancellations tonight uh and we did move a couple of people up and we had james brown up at 10 p.m eastern uh we cannot get him connected in um so at this point we are we're kind of doing some cruise control uh luis cuevas is scheduled to come on at 10 30 uh, but we're gonna, Aaron. And I, we're, we're gonna just fill some time here. Uh, Aaron, I'm gonna do a couple of sponsor breaks while sure. we do that. Uh, if if you guys don't mind here, yeah. Um, so I'll do a couple of sponsor reads. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna get them all in tonight, but certainly uh, I want to mention, uh, you know, some of our key sponsors. And I want to mention, of course, first that uh, our trade show coverage uh, for the primetime uh, cigar group sponsored by both Delos Ray Cigars and uh, Drew State Cigars. And I want to mention the uh, Dagos Ray Cigars. Um, Dagos Ray Cigars introduces another chapter of the saga, the saga Celez. Celez is a Spanish word that means leisure after work and the spirit of the standing ideal of owning your own journey and making your own saga. Saga Celez is a perfect companion to enrich those moments of choice, making them truly yours. Saga Celez carries a blend of Criollo Allure and Peloto Cubano wrapped in a selected Ecuador shade Claro wrapper that delivers with elegance and surprisingly rich and balanced smoke. It's available in three sizes at an affordable price. Ask your retailer for Saga Celez. And by Perdomo Cigars. Awarded Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014 by Cigar Journal, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary brand is consistently earned the highest scores in the industry and is a top seller in humanoids around the world. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary blend requires tobaccos that have been carefully hand-selected and are well-aged for a minimum of eight years. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary is offered in three distinct wrappers, a smooth, creamy Ecuadorian Connecticut, a rich, earthy Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a dark, oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. Combining these beautifully bourbon barrel-aged wrappers with thick, high-priming binder, and filler tobaccos gives each blend a balanced complexity with layers of rich flavors and smooth, elegant aromas. Perdomo Cigars is a family-owned and operated company headquartered in Miami, Florida, with manufacturing and agricultural facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua. Perdomo's highly claimed cigar brands include the Perdomo State Selection Vintage, the Perdomo Double H 12-Year Vintage, Perdomo 20th Anniversary, Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary, Perdomo Albano Bourbon Barrel Aids, Perdomo Lot 23, Perdomo Menso 70, and many more. For great tasting notes and pairing information, check out the Perdomo website at www.perdomocigars.com. And I want to mention Aganorsa Leaf. Great leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive flavor of their Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists in the best lands in the Lapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of their JFR, JFR Lunatic Guardian Farm, Casa Fernandez cigars, you experience a unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf special. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. And I want to mention Drew Estate. Check out and download the Drew Diplomat app, be mobile device. Keep up with everything going on Drew Estate. Experience the subculture that is the rebirth of cigars. 
It's available on iTunes and Google Play. For more information, check out www.drewdiplomat.com. And all the live streaming for the Primetime Network of Shows is sponsored exclusively by Drew Estate, as well as the California Studios for the Primetime Show. And I also mentioned Tailored Smoke, located in the heart of downtown Charlotte's epicenter and now outside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in Concord, North Carolina. Tailored Smoke is your one stop stop for a tailored smoking experience. So um, it looks like it's a bus with James. He's having uh, this, he's showing me the screen that it's like, it's just hanging on him. It looks like something's blocking him uh, on that. This never happened before. Yeah. Uh, so I apologize. We are not going to be able to get James on the show. Boy, when things just go wrong, they just go wrong at, <laughs> at, 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 at a, uh, at a, um, and it's quick, but um, Luis Cuevas is here. Uh, so I'm going to bring Luis on right now. If he's, if he can, hopefully we don't have a problem getting him onto the show. Uh, I'm kind of a little concerned about what's happening. Then hopefully. Well, Luis shows a, at least a camera and a microphone. So that's. James ain't showing a camera or a microphone. They right, are. Right, right. So yeah, something's going on with James for sure. There we go. Are we uh, there? There you guys are. Hey, hey, <laughs> what's going on? So we've had a, we've had some technical issues with, with a uh, guest tonight. So apologize uh, for, but appreciate you guys getting on a couple minutes early. We do appreciate you, uh, you guys as well. Thank well, you, brother. Thanks for having us, Coop. No, no, we always appreciate you guys. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing you guys uh, at the trade show this year for sure. Um, and you guys had a big announcement uh, over the next uh, last couple of days, uh, and uh, big project by Alex. So let's talk about that. So currently what we have... The floor is yours, sir. I'm scooching out. <laughs> <laughs> so currently, the um, after a lot of deliberation and talking, especially during the work in progress with the newest blend, which I'll get to in a minute, uh, my father then promoted me to uh, director of brand development. So the reason because of that was of Sangre Nueva, which is the newest thing that we have coming out that's going to be launching at PCA uh, essentially next week. It's something a little bit different, but it came about essentially through this, through having casual conversations online and with different individuals, and it would come up as a joke. Heck, I even remember last year you brought it up, Coop. As a matter of fact, you said you should definitely make your own blends. And all jokes aside, at a point in time, my father and I ended up sitting down over some lunch, and he says, you know what? I, why not? Why not give it a go? I mean, you have an interesting palette, and as some of you do know, I used to work at Neptune for close to about a year. So with that, I've, I've smoked a good variety of cigars. And uh, right then and there, I just started brainstorming ideas for what we would call it. And what turned out to be something that was almost like a tongue-in-cheek sort of joke, being something uh, of a project, something with a lot of love, I started from scratch, which normally how the blending process would work for us, we would all sit down, all three of us, my father, my grandfather, and me, and, and I, I should say, and, um, and we would just smoke cigars, but my grandfather would have these sheets with certain percentages as to what would go with what we tell him what we like, and then he'd go back and he'd tweak it this time around. It was different. My grandfather handed me the sheet and he says, you play around with the percentages and see what you'd like to add. We wanted something a little bit different. So I'll get to the Vitola soon, but it is our first time ever using a Cameroon wrapper which I'm very excited about. Uh, I love Cameroon to death. I, I really do. Uh, it's really flavorful, in my opinion, super savory as well. The binder on it in particular is Honduran Corojo because the Patrimonio did so well, and we were very, very fond of the Corojo. And in terms of the filler, we added Dominican, 
We also added Nicaraguan and yeah, Pennsylvania broadleaf, which we really amped up. Um, I wanted the cigar to have a kick. It's not for nothing, but I feel as if the Patrimonio, we personally believe it's a medium plus to full cigar. Yep. Uh, but there are plenty of smokers out there that believe it's more on the medium side of things. They smoke much stronger cigars. So understandably so, I really wanted to knock it out the park and get something that's super flavorful and not a chest kicker per se, but definitely will prove that it's a medium plus to full bodied stick. And I think we hit it right on the mark with Sangre Nueva, which essentially means new blood uh, for those that you know, don't, don't necessarily speak Spanish. So that's what Sangre Nueva stands for. Um, it was better than uh, Youngblood, which the name actually came about. Uh, a lot of brokers and whatnots and people that I know called me Young Buck, uh, Young Blood. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I know I'm relatively young and I totally get it. So it's it's kind of like um like fraternal hazing sort of things, you know. Like it's just it was funny, <laughs> those comical jokes. And uh, truth be told, Sangre Joven, which would be Young Blood, doesn't exactly roll off the tongue very well. <laughs> Uh, it sounds German almost in nature. So I thought Sangre Nueva sounded better. And that's what we went with. Uh, very excited about it. Uh, to tell you the truth, Coop, I'm nervous. I am. <laughs> you should right? be. Um, that's a good sign. Yeah, that's definitely. definitely. It's, um, it was a hell of a project, one that I had a lot of fun with. And then also the boots going through all the different blends that we did go through. There were a few in there that we even kept into the books because we might yeah. use future projects right um it was a very very fun very informative project something that i got to learn a lot about because it was very very much hands-on so nice. that's, a, that's a little bit about sangre nueva and I'm, I'm genuinely excited for it in terms of the vitolas we wanted to do something a little bit traditional and we decided to go with a four and three-fourths by 54 robusto we also have your typical six by 50 Toro. And then the newest edition <laughs> of the Tolas is the six by 58 double perfecto. Nice. It's the first time you guys have done a double perfecto. Oh, definitely. And it's, it's one of those where I have this, there's certain cigars that really stick out to me. It's kind of like those, um, those cherishable memories. And one of the very first ones was my first time ever having this sort of gauge and this Vitola, which was a Rocky Patel 55. Personally, what I loved about that cigar was the fact that it really blossomed and all the flavors kicked in. Um, so that Vitola, this specific Vitola, as a fact, uh, really stuck with me. I genuinely do like it a lot. And I'm not a 60 smoker. I tend to stay away from the bigger ring gauges. Yeah. However, I find the Double Perfecto to be a phenomenal smoke. Yeah, um, I think putting a taper on those large ring gauges help a lot. Oh, I agree. Much about yeah. smokers. And you know what, Aaron, we, we were, we were in it, and to, to give uh, Alec credit for this, we were very tired of doing a 60, a 60, a 60. You need the bigger gauge, right? It's, yeah. it's not my favorite. It's not, I'll be yeah. honest with everyone out there, but we have them in a lot of our portfolio because there's a lot of big gauge smokers and I get right. that. Um, but, you know, I was going, my God, Pops, another 60. I go, well, let's even call something a little bit different. And, yeah. you know, this was something. And then he remembered that whole Rocky Patel thing and then the blossoming. And I go, well, let's, let's do that. Right. Um, it, it really has been his, his baby. Um, and, I mean, no, no, completely no lie. From the name to the way the band looks to the packaging which to also so you can see the box to all of it. It has been in the blend was really his choice at the end. So if it bombs, 
It's, 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 it's on you, bud. <laughs> my nervousness. And, and, and if it does really well, the, the genes are phenomenal, right? Uh, genetics. So, um, so here we are, but it's, it's kind of cool to see him kind of uh, undertake this task and, and run with it. And he's all stoked and we're hoping people like it. I mean, we've talked a lot about uh, the fact of the amount of pressure that uh, a company has, any company out there that comes out with a brand and your, your sample size is so limited and you want the rest of America to love it, you know, and that's, that's always such a challenge and it's a scary thing. So, yeah, it, it is. You know, one thing I always, I do really love the Casa Cuevas packaging and um, I always try to like guess what color you're going to put next on the band. This is kind of a unique color that, you, that I don't, you know, it's a very unique color. Talk a little about the, what went into coming up with that band. That's a cool it's, story, actually. So this was, like I said, happenstance. Um, at this point in time, we were talking with Mento Arias, who does a lot of our design work and packaging, really helps us a lot when it comes to that. And I was letting him know that we had this project in the works, uh, that it was merely a concept at the time. And I gave him the name and specifically what I was looking for. Uh, during that same instance, I was coming back from the office and I pulled into my driveway, stepped outside and it just finished pouring that day. As you guys know, that's how Miami is very bipolar. And I step outside and I see a Habano band from our Casa Cuevas line, from our core line. Right. But the thing was, it was sitting out there and the elements got to it and it gave it this copper color. Right. And personally, it really stood out to me, especially on the green grass. It was just, it just, it was there. It was eye catching. And I remember I picked it up. I took a photo of it just to have it at the very least, just to have some sort of reference. And every time I kept on looking back at it to see what I wanted the colors to kind of more or less be, I kept on falling more and more in love with that coloration. I think it's beautiful, very elegant. And especially with this wrapper in particular, it just really accentuates it. So that's how that really came about. I mean, it was essentially the Habano got rained on the bands and the coloration <laughs> changed. And I, I loved it. I really did. So we went uh, back and forth choosing different colorations with copper and bronze and really working through with what would really stand out and what really looks nice and elegant. And we came across this color, which I personally am I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, nice. yeah Kim, I like it. It really, really, uh, really pops with the wrapper, with the Cameroon wrapper as well. Thank you. So yeah. from the, from the, literally from the ground all the way up to the culmination of the project and actually having the cigars rolled, um, I think, a big part of that nervousness was the notion that in terms of my circle of my individuals, um, considering I'm so young, none of my buddies actually do smoke cigars. And I wanted their honest opinion and their take on it. Because um, to keep it within closed circles, we have certain friends that we would hand the cigar off to, but you also don't want any sense of bias as well. So we try our best to have individuals that are honest. It's their first cigar when they're trying it and just really get their opinion on it. Um, and so far so good. But like my father finished saying, having a, a, a tiny test subject uh, for tasting of uh, 15 people doesn't account for the 2 billion you'd find across, you know, the U S and so right. forth. Yeah. So um, that, that adds to the nervousness. However, that aside, I'm extremely excited. I think, uh, I think if anything else, I'm anxious because I really want to launch it. I want to, I want to see yeah. what the individuals do think about it. Consumers, other brand owners alike as well. Um, and all in all, I'm, I'm stoked. I really am. And these are ready to ship right after the show? Yes, sir. Perfect. Yeah, well, we ran into a hiccup. Yes. Oh, okay, there yeah. we go. And I mean, there's always a hiccup. <laughs> it's it's, it's show time. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> here we go. So we, we designed a box, and the boxes came out great, but not exactly completely to our liking. So there's a few things we need to do to the boxes themselves. 
Okay. Not what you see is what you're going to get. You may right. not notice it on the outside, but we notice it. it's like when you have a, a big bash or a party and you have it catered and everything else yeah. and everyone thinks it went phenomenally well, but you right. know all the glitches, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of things that have gone wrong and it may delay it by a couple of weeks. So, okay. you know, the cigars are done. There are boxes done. We're just not completely happy with the finished box products. Um, mm. So that may slow it down a little bit bit not okay. nearly as much as what happened with uh patrimonio patrimonio we didn't have any bands we didn't have any boxes i mean right. we were, yeah it was three months delay we're talking Ooh. a week or two so okay nice yeah that that's a big difference that's it yeah thank you aaron for asking that question yep no worries. <laughs> i mean it's true uh, that hiccup aside though everything else is ready to go so the the minute that we do end up getting that fixed up uh, I didn't mention this previously. They are 10 count boxes. Um, okay. nice. And that's just personally, that's the size that I wanted. I only wanted the 10 because it makes it easier to also pick up a box and it's yeah. more enticing to try something new. I always feel as if there's something, uh, especially as a smoker, if I walk into a humidor and there's such a variety on, you know, in front of me, there's a bunch of cigars you can choose from, especially currently. I mean, there's amazing stuff out there. You tend to be overwhelmed, almost intimidated because you're walking in and you have so much variety. You don't necessarily know what you're gravitating towards, especially if you're like me and like to smoke different things as you go along. I, I try my best not to pick up the same cigar at least more than five times. I really want to give everything across the board an opportunity. So I figured in terms of a 10 count, it would make it simpler to look at the box. And if you genuinely do enjoy the cigar, it'd be an easy pickup for you. It's not something where you're making an enormous commitment to something that you don't necessarily know as of just yet, whether you're going to enjoy it or not. So that was the concept behind that. Um, a lot of this information and, and just marketing and everything else also came from Neptune itself, just re-racking the boxes, um, seeing how individuals would react to certain things. And that intimidation factor is, is worldwide. There's a lot of individuals that are walking into a shop that maybe it's not their home shop and they have a hell of a variety more than their local shop does. And they're just like, what do I choose? Yeah. Um, so that's the concept that we were going for. On top of which, the color in itself does stand up what we do carry in our line already. That's nice. also something we wanted to shoot for. Nice. Nice. That's really good. Um, you know, it's interesting, uh, Alec, because I've been kind of noting there's a lot of like new generation. Not a lot, but there, there seems like there's several new generation people that have been releasing cigars and at the trade show or just recently. It's like other names come to mind. Lito Gomez's son just re is releasing a cigar. Uh, Hochi Blanco's son released a cigar earlier this year. So, um, it's good to see some of the, the new blood and really kind of have a hands-on approach uh, to, to this. All three of them yeah. seem to be really hands-on with this. And I think it's, a, it's an exciting thing to, for the industry to see. I mean, I, I, think this, I think we do need some younger blood here. And this is, this is a, I, I mean, I, I've gotten to know you and I've seen you grow in this role. I think this is a tremendous opportunity for you. Uh, so I have confidence. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. really appreciate that, especially coming from you. Yeah, don't get mad when Aaron kills your cigar, though. <laughs> why's it going to be me? Why's, why's it going to be me? Oh, well, that, that, that developing palate system, I'm like, my God. You know, <laughs> law school has nothing on that shit. I'm That's like, right. You, you, don't know, you don't know if I, if I didn't like it. So it <laughs> we always pick on Aaron with that. No, that so, and, so you guys are back at the show. Um, are you going to have a similar boost than you had in 2019? Smaller, bigger? What's, it gonna, what's the boost feel going to be? We downscaled. So in 2019, we really went on out because I, truth be told, I mean, we wanted to make an impression yeah, and, and, and let people know that we right. were serious players. Um, in a way, 
TPE has taught us that you don't need to be that extreme to be successful. Right. So we do have a 200 square foot booth. It is standalone. Um, it's both booth uh, 455. If anybody's interested in going. Uh, it's an island onto itself. So we're not sharing space with anyone. I did want that. But it's a third of the size of the one we had in 2019. It's still very elegant. Uh, Joan Barrientos from Global does a phenomenal job. She does just about everybody's booth, I think. Um, and we're excited about it, but it's not nearly as big as what we had in 2019. Uh, it's still very elegant. It's still very much a standalone piece, but it was really cool what TPE taught us. I don't need to go that large to yeah. sort of impress anyone. And by the way, who the hell are you impressing anyway, right? Uh, and, and all kidding aside, although I'm not kidding at all, Wow, PCA is expensive. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it is. It is. Wow, wow, wow. Yep, it definitely is not cheap. I uh, no. I feel for you guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, are you, you know, I gotta say though, those couches you had in 2019 were were the best though. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say that. <laughs> uh, it was like the yeah, most we'll, comfortable place to ch- one of the most comfortable places I remember going to. Thank you. We'll, we'll try to make it comfortable for you. There's, there are, there's a sitting area. It's going to be some. I don't know if they're going to be quite as comfortable. We're going to try to make it as comfortable as I'm possible. I'm sure you guys. I'm, when I'm you sure. and Aaron swing by, Aaron to give me a bad review and and, and you to just kind of relax a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you you know what's interesting is you know the portfolio has grown a lot. You have a lot of offerings now in this portfolio. You, do you, you, I mean, you haven't, I want to say, is it eight lines? You have eight blends. Yeah. With this one, it is. Yeah. So you guys have, you know, come a long way and you've, you've been building up this portfolio, which is, I think, uh, exciting to see. And, 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 you know, what we're proud of, I mean, Patrimonio last year, that was Corojo. We hadn't used that before. Right. This year we're using Cameroon. We hadn't used that before. Mm. So we were trying to always come up with something a little new and understanding that although I'm smoking and I think it's a, it's a hell of a cigar and I think Patrimonio was a phenomenal cigar as well. Um, I think we try to improve, but I like having so many lines. We like having so many lines because if you don't happen to be a fan of this, which may happen, um, you still have something, something else. else you can yeah, so, yeah. Right? And, and I think that's important. Um, I mean, we try very, very hard to do something that we like. Hopefully people will enjoy. I mean, we try really hard. Yeah, <laughs> really hard. Uh, but ultimately, you know, flavors are flavors and, and palates are palates. Uh, no pun intended there. To yep. Aaron, but <laughs> <laughs> they, they, whether they develop or not, it, yep. ultimately, you know, people have their choices and their preferences. So, you know. But we're trying to be different every single time. And that's what we've been striving for. And this is different from anything else we've, we've had, guys. That I guarantee you. Yeah. Uh, and that's exciting. It's like nothing else we've got. I, I agree. That's pretty exciting to, to, to uh, um, you know, to see that. You know, I think that's, that is an exciting thing. Um, you know, to have something different every time. Even when, you know, like I said, when you reach like Cuevas Reserva Maduro, it was different than the Casa Cuevas Maduro. Yes. So, I mean, there's a lot of variety you had with, with that as well. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for, for saying that because we really, we really tried very much to make the Reserva line, Connecticut and Maduro, different from the Connecticut and the yeah. Maduro that we had in the Reserva line. Yeah. I, I, we've always been, and I've said this time and again, we've very been very afraid of having or being perceived as a company that changes up the labeling, you know, and the packaging and it's coming out with the same cigar. 
I, I don't, I don't want that to happen. And uh, even eventually, you know, tobacco varieties are going to run out of us to play with, but while we can ride that wave, we're going to do it. And, and that's why also we take, I mean, this is our fifth year. So if you think about it, eight, eight different varieties uh, within our portfolio, it's not a whole lot. There are companies that launch three, four lines in a year. Um, yeah. We've been very, very um, careful uh, and very measured in how we launch our stuff. Uh, so it's not, it's not a whole lot. Think about it. Not yeah. in five years, you know? No, it, it's, it's not, but it's a, you know, it's, it's, you guys have done it organically. Mm -hmm. um, you still have your limit, like the Lanceros are an annual thing now, right? So they'll come out every, every, year. every, uh, four years. Every four oh, years. every four years. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, the, the originals were launched in 2018 and then we launched them again in 2022, four years, although we rolled them in 2021. So 2022, 2026, and then that'll be the, the four year thing. And, you know, I'm not even, I'm alluding to those because those are a four year limited thing, but, uh, and we still have some left, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, a couple hundred, but in the boxes I'm talking, but um, this is a full on production and we won't see anything again until January or I think February now is TPE, correct? I think it moved yeah, to February. it's February this year. Yeah, it's February this year. So we already have something in the works um, and we're working on that already. So hopefully the, whatever hiccups we, we struck this time with the, with the packaging <laughs> won't happen. We, we try to get it better. I mean, yeah. Patrimonio, if you guys remember or not, Patrimonio, we were giving out naked samples, my friend. Yeah. They yeah. had no band. I, I, was, I wanted to take a Sharpie around the Patrimonio Huecas, <laughs> if you remember. Um, and, and, and still, we did a list. I mean, they're all banded. They're ready to go. Uh, we could use the boxes we have. We're just not thrilled yeah. with them. And they need a little bit of work. Uh, we found a solution. And um, that's going to take a little bit of time, but not a horrific amount of time. It's not, I mean, what you see is what you get. You're going to look at it and you know, what's the difference, Lewis? I'll know the difference. Yeah. Right. Alec right. will know the difference. My father will know the difference. You may not pick up on the difference, but yeah. uh, we, we, we'll, we'll know it. Um, so, yeah, the new one is being worked on already. Uh, and hopefully we'll have a, a pretty cool cigar to launch in February of, uh, of next year. Yep. Right. That's awesome. Yep. That's yep. awesome. Yep. So, Alec and Luis, I want to thank you guys so much uh, for being on the show. It was great talking, catching up. With you guys. I'm looking forward to catching up with you guys in person next week. Yep. Yes. Um, we'll be by the booth for sure. And uh, good luck, uh, Alec. I think, uh, I think you'll do fine. So, yep. thank you. Get that first day under your belt with the new one, and then you'll, you'll cruise the rest of, rest of the week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. You have a great night, and we'll see you next week. You as well. Thank you so very right. much for your time, guys. Thank we appreciate you your much. time as well. So yeah. thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All Be right. well. All right. That's Luis and Alec Cuevas of Casa Cuevas Cigars. Uh, we're going to bring in Joe Grow from Drew Estate. So uh, I'll, I'll promote him. Hopefully we won't. Uh, we had a punt on James. So uh, apologies to James and everybody. Uh, there was just something going on that uh, was weird. I don't know what else to say. It, was, it looked like he was getting blocked. From what yeah. I saw. So, um, and for folks wondering, Saka is coming on at midnight, maybe sooner, but maybe we'll earlier see. than that. Yeah. Maybe, but we'll see. And he's, staying, he's staying much later, I'm sure. Yes. Well, I was, that was, his, that was deliberate. <laughs> it is every year. How you doing, gentlemen? Guys, uh, Joe, Joe, how you doing tonight, man? Good, good. Your show's rocking. You guys are having fun. Well, yeah. we had a lot. We had the technical difficulties with James and we had yeah. two cancellations. So, 
Uh, huh. You have a little extra time if you need it. So, well, I mean, we always need it, but maybe not as much quite this year. Yeah, it's it's not quite like years past where we're like, oh, let's release eighty four SKUs in a single, you know, a single yeah. time. Slightly less, slightly. Well, so, Joe, let me ask that question right out of the gate. Um, you used to do the takeover weeks. Is that kind of now changed to more of a, uh, you know, spread it out more throughout the year? Is that kind of the strategy you guys are going with? Well, I mean, things have changed, Coop. I mean, you have to think about it. A, you know, when we've made the decision to not attend PCA, it used to be this one big shot, right? This is when everybody drops all of their new releases right. all once in the year. Everybody's fighting for that same piece of the pie. It, it was just, but we always tried to, you know, stand out and do what Drew Estate does and, you know, extend. So what do we do now? It's okay. Let's, let's, you know, spread out that, like that giant mountain, that lumpiness a little bit throughout the year and do different things. And like, you're seeing now how we've, you know, incorporated things like freestyle live special yep. edition, the event packs. It's a, a new way to garner excitement, garner consumer attention and eyeballs getting the trade involved. And it's, it's a lot of fun. We're having, we're having fun with it. Yeah, you um, and you know, I I was just at the Barn Smoker in May, um, and I, I JD made an interest in it. In the speech he made Saturday morning, he talked about changing how you guys are, the channels you guys are doing now. To uh, you know, you a lot more you're using a lot more of these other mediums. I want to say, you know, like Freestyle Live, uh, the Barn Smoker events now to do your product launches, which I thought was an interesting transformation. Uh, that we really haven't seen any other company do before. Well, look, we've always been and always will be a consumer first company. We're a company that is, you know, we live through the support of our fans. We want them to be involved. And what we've done now is bring the cigars, bring the launch to them. It's no longer just, okay, a press release and some pictures and it's living and breathing. When they get a freestyle live pack, they are smoking an unbanded product that we're going to launch in a few short weeks. And they're a part of it. They get to enjoy it. Or when they go to a barn smoker, now they're the first to actually smoke that cigar rather than read about it, rather than, you know, wait for it months later down the line, they're the first to trial. And that's the really exciting part. And it's why we want you to be a part of us. We want you to join us at our events, take part in all the different activities we have going on, because it's going to really benefit you in the end of the day. And that's who we want to be partnered with, because you're the guys purchasing the product. We want to hear from you and we want you to be with us. Yep. No, that's good. That's good to hear. Uh, I see you're smoking the Adobe. Uh, yes, sir. So uh, that was your major launch in the spring here. Um it was, I think it gave Joe, I think it really gave a boost for Nika Rustica. Um, I think it was something, you know, it definitely created some excitement for Nika because I think you guys have mentioned Nika Rustica sometimes maybe didn't get the, some of the spotlight it deserved. And, and here you come out with this new blend. And I think it was a great flow you had in well, terms of introducing it. Well, thanks, Coop. And you have to think about it too. Last year, we, you know, we repackaged Nika Rustica. And Nika Rustica never really got its fair shot. You know, it lived mm -hmm. in a bundled kind of product, you know, kind of this weird hybrid model that didn't really stand out on the shelf. And our consumers loved it. Like this was a cigar that they loved, but retailers necessarily wouldn't carry it or merchandise it the, the right way that it just didn't stand out and draw attention. Our guys would keep buying it because look, it's a great value for five, six bucks, you know, on the broadleaf side. So we repackaged it last year, put it in beautiful boxes, you know, with featuring the, you know, the art from Dog Diaz. I'll grab a box that I have here on the Adobe so you can see that features, the, you know, the houses of Esteli. And it's, I mean, it's beautiful artwork and it really makes it pop on the shelf and it gives life. Now you see the second phase of this. 
bringing in the Adobe. We don't use Habano that often in our portfolio. We're primarily known as this Maduro company mm -hmm. for the most part. And now you see another Habano offering that it still has that bold spiciness of Nika Rustica, that medium to full flavor. But again, for five bucks, you know, five, six bucks. And you got to think right now, times are tough. You know, how many, you know, we've been chatting about it a little bit. It's, you're seeing a lot of $13, $14 cigars, but then you're also seeing, I'm seeing in the feed, I'm seeing all the new releases of cigars, <laughs> but I'm seeing all the people's PayPal, you know, at the gas pump, it's 60, 70, 80, hundred dollars. And they're like, yeah. you know, what well, that's getting hard. So to have something as good as this offering at this price point is, you know, we're, we're proud to bring it out. Joe, you guys, I know you guys plan your releases well in advance, right? Could this have planned any better for that? Yeah, I mean, yes, because... we, uh, we we are actually the cause of inflation. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying uh, yeah, I know. Uh, no, and look, well, first of all, we don't. We would never want this in its own sense. Yeah, it, it worked out in the sense. Okay, look at the timing, right? But think about how inflation affects every other aspect of our business and the right. you know, thing as a whole. We we would. I think we'd much rather trade off uh, not going through this as you know for our business. Uh, to affect the timing but the fact is the fact remains we want to our goal is to put a product for every consumer you know a cigar for everyone whether you can afford you know liga smoking it every day smoking it once a week smoking it once a year on a celebratory occasion that's great but you want to have something consistent something fantastic that fits your palate on the day in day out and that's what our goal is to make a product for you and we feel with nicarustica adobe that's one of the cigars that'll fit that niche Yep. No, very good with that. Um, so yeah, it uh, looks like the launch went very, now it's, it's still limited availability, right? So right now uh, it is available uh, for sale at any Drew estate event. Every event that we're having through the end of July has Nikarusica Adobe available because we have a Nikarusica events going on right now with Nikarusica swag and you can go in, you can purchase Nikarusica Adobe starting in August. It'll be fully available at all channels throughout the all retailers so that it'll be shipping out in full at that point. So we're excited to get it out there. I mean, we have a lot of people that smoked it during freestyle live. They've been clamoring for it. So they're getting, they're getting eager. So we're ready to go full hand with this. Yeah, no, good, good job with that. Nice. Um, you've had some other things that have come out that I think are very. I know we're going to talk about some very interesting things now. Yeah. Um, I thought another interesting thing that you guys did. You guys went small ring gauge a lot. Uh, we, with some, with we some did. Of these, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, On had some influence in that. I'm sure. When you when you have a director of brand develop, you know, brand development, and brand management saying uh, he's a Lancero approved. Yeah. Well, Lancero's get approved, and yeah. look. <laughs> But no, but in all honesty, I mean the H. We'll start with the H ninety nine Phineas Gage. That that's one of his. You know, I was shocked how good that was. I wish you know. I know you got to smoke it at the barn smoker, right? That, and that was it. That thing. As soon as we got the samples and we smoked it, you just your eyes light up because you always worry about when you go to Lancero. Yeah. Are you gonna yeah. lose something? Are you gonna lose some essence of what makes that cigar special? That thing, I think, actually even gained a little bit to it because that, uh, you know, for the H99, that Connecticut Corojo, it just shines. Yeah. That is just the, some of the tastiest wrapper. I mean, you're, you're talking, it's a hybrid wrapper with the uh, T52 stall cut Habano. I mean, that is, so, it's so special. And then you got that oomph that's coming from the PA Green River, uh, Green River Lajero. It's just, I mean, 
that is a fantastic stick. Now that cigar is also available only at our events. So that, you know, so it's 19 bucks. It's the Lancero comes in a beautiful Pataka, a 10 count box, but those are available at our events again through the end of July. Is that the first time you guys have done a Pataka coffin release? Uh, in a coffin release uh, in a Pataka format? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Hey, I was trying to I think of the... I don't think, I mean, we've had coffin releases before, uh, you know, different, like usually the two count coffins for like the A's manifesto, Willie's Cochina, Pedro's Tawani, but I do not believe that we've done any Pataka coffin releases in the past. Right. Right. It was interesting. You know, when I was at barn smoker, I, um, I went out to go put something in the car and I walk out, I come back in and, uh, Bob, the cigar guy, right, is sitting manning the booth, like manning the mm. manning the right, like so. He's like, "Hey, did you smoke the H ninety nine? I said, I "Just put it in the car, right?" I, I the one I had. He's like, "Oh, here, I'm giving you one. You got to smoke it with me now." I'm like, you know, so I'm like, all right. Yeah, I was actually needing to sit, so I, mm. I ended up sitting there with him, and I'm thinking, "Oh, you know, Bob, Bob's gonna love this no matter what." And I'm, I'm smoking, I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> then I ran into you, and you like, he will give me a few yeah. more. Which, which was good. So, um, well, I mean, think about it too. You're sitting there. It's outdoors. It's, it was about what? 90. It was, yeah, hot about, it was, it was hot about 90 then. degrees. It's, it's Florida. You're on Jess farm. You got the lake right there. Swamp, yeah. swamp yeah. lake, whatever you want to call it. And you got some nice humidity going, yeah. Yeah. but you're, it's still shining through, you know, you're powering through the environment and realizing it's like, wow. So now think about when you're just, you know, sitting down for a review or sitting down to enjoy a moment that if it's already shining there, how special this is really going to be. And that's kind of what we're doing now is we're putting out really unique, special product, different product at through our events to really, you know, raise some awareness and get more people excited about it, you know, keep that excitement going and generating that excitement for our retail partners. Because now if you're going to, Hey, they're going to go to the store, they're going to go, you know, the store may do a sampler, they may get it, but you're coming to the event, you're coming to take part with us and, you know, to grab that special stick. And like we're saying, Coop, that's how we're going now. It's all about the consumer first. How yeah. does, uh, how do we get it? through the consumer? And yeah. that's, you know, why we're going and then keeping rocking on the small ring gauge, you know, the Herrera Lanceros are back. It's always a, you know, it's a favorite. So you got the H.E. Habano, Edicion uh, Limitada and the Broadleaf. And, you know, those are some of Willie's favorite sticks that he rolls and he keeps trying to, you know, make, he wants to make sure we have them every year so he can see, pretty much so he can smoke some more. Right. But, you know, that they got to keep that on, too. Right. So right. you got to keep you got you to gotta keep them smoking. Like, you know, you right. got to make sure that we have enough in cool rooms so these guys can actually smoke through. It's like it's like our creative director, Joey Reichenbach, in boxes of H99. Literally, he has a stack that's like about 10 feet tall behind him of just empty boxes. Yeah. We have to keep him going. Right. But right. You no, know, but that but that's the thing. So but it's exciting. You know, these are the cigars that look. They're, you know, small quantity production limited, but these appeal to, you know, the aficionados, the geeks, the guys like us that really want to hunt it down and enjoy the wrapper, enjoy the nuances that go into making a blend of a Lancero. So, you know, we're excited that those are back. And that was, you know, a big part of what we did during Freestyle Live. And then since then, we've just kept going, right? You know, pigs are back. You're the rats back. Uh, what else do we do? Oh. Oh, yeah. By the way, a little thing like Anniversario is now going at full uh, distribution. I'm, I'm finally looking forward to smoking that cigar like <laughs> in, in production. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's that's an exciting moment for us. Look, that really is a story of time. We've been 
waiting for a long time for this tobacco to ferment. We don't want to screw it up. Literally, we didn't want to fuck it up at all. And you have to get it right. You don't want to rush it. You don't want to put out a product that's just not going to be great. You want the, to be the best because it is representative of the 10 year anniversary of you know, Liga Pravada. We would have liked it maybe in 2019 or 2020 or 21, but you know what? The tobacco tells you when it's ready. And right. Willie knows when it's ready. And now it's here. And then you're going to see it consistently every month. It's the select retailers that get it. And then every month from there, and it's only going to get more and more from here because we have a lot of tobacco that's about getting ready to go. So it's an exciting moment for us. And same with H99 for that matter. So it's really, you know, it's really cool. That's nice. good to hear. That's good to hear. The, um, Back to the Phineas Gage for a second. That's mm-hmm. going to stay an event only thing, though, right? That's not. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. For right now, that is event only. You're only going to see it and you're only going to see it for a short period of time. And then, you know, it's going to go away for a bit and then it may come back. It may not. But, you know, that's what we're kind of just you're letting it do its thing. Look, we all know that Lanceros aren't the, the biggest sellers or anything like that. You're not going to see it. And we want to see other things as, you know, that tobacco is a core release. But you want to get the different expressions that go into that H99, that Connecticut Corojo, let people see it, let people understand the nuance of that tobacco because it really is special. The uh, Now, I know you have like the event, you have a lot of event cigars and they're all like really cool. You know, you have Pedro's, you have Willie's and you have uh, JD's. But this right. is kind of a, but this ain't anyone special. This is like across the board, basically. This is yeah, any event. So with those cigars, so Jonathan has the Savage Feast, which is the Anniversario and the Flying Pig size, Feral right. Flying Pig size. Pedro has a Tawani, which is a Bellicoso Underground 10. And Willie has a Cachina, which is a Herrera Flying Pig. Right. Those are for their events. Those are, you know, if you see have an event that's with Willie or Jonathan, that is the only chance you're going to get that cigar. So they're going to give you something special if you've made a purchase, you know, have that special moment of connection kind of like what we used to do is Liga A's and manifestos in the past you know we always want to innovate and go new these cigars the event only are it's these are kind of our our gift to both of the shops and to the consumers it's like here these are available like you know it, we're selling them into the store the store can do with them what they wish but you know it's really to get them people excited and reward those who go to the events and who support the events because they're going to get the ta- chance to get this limited product good that's good um the back to just fruits out live for a second. Um, mm-hmm. So that is that going to be like a twice a year thing now? Kind of, it seems like that's the pattern. So, so right now it, it, it could change at any given year, right? It depends on what we're coming out with, what's ready, what tobacco is ready. Uh, we do what's called freestyle live special edition. And then there's also freestyle live just so we can uh, differentiate freestyle live is more focused on some little news that's going on true estate, this new swag offerings, anything that's cool and kind of coming up. The special edition is when we do full on the event packs. We're giving away the crazy prizes, the car, the Jeep, you know, getting people excited, going full ham. There will be uh, just a little teaser coop. There will be another freestyle live special edition later this year. Teaser. Okay. Just got to drop some news, but we do have a freestyle live coming up though on July 15th. That's coming up in the next couple of weeks, right? Right before the PA barn smoker. So you got some news there, some excitement that we're going to be dropping and along with some cool new uh, swag items and things else. So if for us, really, it's going to be dependent on the year you're going to, you know, right now we've done the twice a year cadence and we, you know, that that's what, you know, we're liking it. It's working for us, but it all will depend, right? You know, you never know, Exactly. We have the plan in place, but you got to make sure everything's ready for it. And you got to make sure that the cigars are ready. Yeah. Got it. Got it with that. So, um, 
Um, so yeah, definitely a lot happening at Drew State, but there's also some stuff um, on the Hoya end. Yes, sir. So first up on the Hoya end, this is a great freaking cigar, the Numero Uno Latache. I now, actually got a chance to smoke that. Yes. Did good. you smoke it and fill it up down? Or was this uh, no, I smoked uh, a retailer actually got one and gave it to me. I, okay, I, I, nice. I wheeled so, yeah. it. So good, good work. Well, they're actually yep. are starting to ship now. Yep. And so Latache, you know, numero uno. It was originally it started as the diplomat cigar in the 70s. It was the cigar of Nicaragua that they gave it the ambassadors. And it was we released it after Halfwheel gave it the cigar of the year. Uh, it you know, it was an event only at that time. Like we go back and talk about event only and why it's you know, we give away special cigars. Halfwheel did give it the number one cigar of the year that year. And then Hoya decided to fully release it as a line. And since then, it's grown, it's become one of their most popular lines. And this year, They've released Latache, which actually started as an exclusive for Up Down in Chicago. Right. It's a five and a half by 42. It's a beautiful Corona size. It's a fantastic smoke. I, I'm loving it. I mean, the Numero Uno is one of my favorite cigars. It holds a dear spot in my heart because that's the cigar I smoked when my son was born. Yep. And, you know, I, that's something I smoke every year. And to have this, you know, this is a great size. And that's exciting for Hoya. And they got to, I mean, like I said, the numero uno is just growing. And I mean, the packaging, I mean, you guys see it, the lacquered box. This thing is full on gorgeous of what they have here. Yeah. Let me pop that open. See, what I love about this uh, coming on the show, Coop, is I have a box of these now that I can just smoke through. So you go. Well, you I got to have product. I got to have product. Yeah, yeah, the show, I, I, the oh, I had to make sure of that. So, <laughs> uh, no, it's great. No, but it, it's really exciting. I mean, look, this is it's a great size. They're excited to bring it out nationally. You know, everyone's excited. So we're excited. To see it's a good size. It, it's a good size in that. And it's a good expression. I think people are going to be happy with it. Yeah, sir. Uh, and, yeah. Another good size, though. As we, you know, again, we talk about year of the Lonsdale. It is the Antonio CT Lonsdale. So, you know, Antonio CT, another half wheel cigar of the year. But I mean, it's coming out now in the Lonsdale side. And I've, but I didn't mention actually with the Latache. So, uh, Hoya Nicaragua actually has a new program. It's called Club de Amigos. So these are actually exclusive products that are only going to, you know, it's very similar and within the subset of our Drew Diplomat program, the Drew Diplomat retailers. So very select retailers that do get this product. It makes it a little bit more special, a little bit more exclusive. So you're going to have to chase a little bit, but it's also is going to be well rewarding because they're going to get these really special cigars. And in these sizes, that I mean, smoke well. I mean, look, Lonsdale is my favorite size at the end of the day. So that's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's a great smoking experience. And with the Antonio CT, you know it, you've smoked it you get that Antonio oomph, but in the Connecticut so it's actually you know it's a surprising Connecticut it's one of those stronger Connecticut's that we're seeing a lot on the market now but I think you know Hoy has done it really right and that's one of the more you know it's a special blend so we're excited that's good and has is, is that shipped yet that is also just shipping right about now okay so the, both of those are shipping right now uh, pretty much everything the Herrera Lanceros have shipped uh, Phineas Gage's events uh, Adobe's at events and will be at full release very shortly, you know, in the within a month. So, you know, we're kind of hitting it on all cylinders. We're not making you wait five, six months after, you know, we tell you something's coming out anymore. Yeah. You're seeing that a lot. You're seeing that a lot better too, which is something we're proud of. Yeah. So, you know, we have a lot of things rocking and we're just excited. We're excited to share with you guys in a couple of weeks. And then we have the PA barn smoker coming up the, that weekend on this, you know, on the 17th. So it's exciting. We got a lot of really cool things going on this year. So we're excited, man. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. Well, I'm gonna. I was at Florida. I am going. Ben and I are gonna be going to uh, Kentucky. 
Yep. So we're we're very excited about that. I've never been to the anyone but the Florida one. So I'm kind of a Kentucky's one of my favorites because that's where you really get to see some action in the sense that you're picking up the coals that are on fire, putting them in the barn. You, you come out reeking of fire cured tobacco, but you love it because you see the whole, the whole process mm-hmm. and Koopa, I'll try. Maybe I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll talk to John Gray and see if I can get you a gas mask and we can put you in one of the barns. If it's fully on fire. I made it six. <laughs> I made it six seconds. You, you can't, it's, it's pitch black. It is hot. It is like, you can't see anything. And you're like, get me out of here. This is what hell must be like, but it's, it's really, it, it, it's fascinating to go through that process. I, I saw a demo of the coal fire, but it wasn't a full barn awful long. It was, I don't remember yeah. where I saw it, but it was just, it was simple, but yeah, it's potent. I can tell you that it, it's crazy, but that's what it, it's that so sensory and that's one of the really cool things about that experience and that's what at any barn smoker you're getting the experience like in florida you were planting seeds you're out in the field you're you know just like just go pluck the you know top the tobacco pluck a leaf you know let's let's go out there and do it because i want you to experience what it's like to be on a farm and that's kind of what we're doing we're bringing the people to the farm so they can see and appreciate what goes into this you know this isn't just okay a cigar at the end of the day that costs you know anywhere between four to you know fifteen dollars there's a whole story that goes into this and right. you got to go to experience it that's what barn smoker is about it's really about that education and we're excited to bring that to people very very nice very nice well i think that's all i got gentlemen i i, oh, I ran a little bit over time so no, i you're I good. You, you, the gap you're good. so you got but a couple I, minutes before one one hopefully one's up next huh? uh let me let me ask you a couple of uh you got, a, you got a minute or two? I can ask you a couple yeah, more things? Yeah, of course I do. Um, you know I got time. So uh, first up, a uh, big win for the Phillies today, but what's your opinion on the, the Harper? We haven't really talked about the Harper injury. <sighs> I mean, look, it sucks. I mean, he was, he, was, he was on better pace than he was last year. You know what I mean? Like, so that, it's rough. But it all is going to be depend on the rest of the team. If they rally, I mean, I, Moniak's still not really doing much yet. So, eh. But let's see what they rally if they can, if they can hold on. I mean, but I, it's going to be rough, I think. I mean, you're gonna, we're going to get streaky at times. You know, Schwarber is going to be Schwarber. So let's yeah. see. I mean, if he can, if he can play like G doesn't in June, we're golden. Yeah. I I don't know if he's going to hold that out. He's he's having a, he's having a, you know he's having a rough last week. So we'll see. How are you and feeling it, about it? Uh, I'm depressed. <laughs> i mean i i just think the guy I'm, I'm a big fan of the guy i became a, i wasn't a big fan at first of him when he was watching it, but i became a fan of the guy yeah. uh and we just play so well when he's when he's healthy and stuff and he's, was, he's the leader of the team man he, he, is. The leader, he is the true leader of that team and um you know that the whole team takes the cue from him. i'm not surprised we've kind of hit we had a good game today yeah right? but I'm not surprised. I think the manager's doing a great job. You can't say the the manager's uh you can't fault them, but I mean yeah. on the flip side of it is too, it's it it does it I think the manager's doing well that they're playing with the that the little bit of the free spirit. They're having fun a little bit more than they were. But at the end of the day, you know, they're gonna known to be streaky. That was gonna be kind of going into the season. We were going to be that. The pitching was surprising for us, actually. It's that we have we aren't completely, you know, just atrocious. But you know. We're middle of the run, but look, we're doing, we have some good moments. So I don't know. We'll see. Now I got to ask this one on Aaron. I'll apologize in advance. Um, oh, God. Did you see the story today out of the big news out of Philadelphia with the Eagles today? 
No, what happened today? Oh, apparently, I guess some uh, some guy called into the radio station and he said that Nick Sirianni, the coach, confronted him for wearing a Giants hat. And it's good. Been, it's, what do you mean good? Good. No, <laughs> that, no. That, that, okay, Coop, let me tell you this quick story. <laughs> I was at a wedding. This was about, God, eight years ago. And there's the hotel right outside the Meadowlands where they all stay the night before. All the Giants. So all of a sudden, I'm at the wedding, and there's these ridiculous cars pulling in. We're like, what the hell's going on? You see, like, an all-chromed-out car, all this stuff. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, what, what's happening? It's like, oh, and then, like, you know, security. Somebody's like, oh, yeah, the Giants stay here the night before. Well, the next morning after the wedding, you know, I being a Philly fan, I, there's Eli Manning looking like a little dweeb in his sweater vest. Now, come he, has on. A, he has a giant <laughs> security guard following him. What do I do? I roll down my window and say, Eli, you fucking suck. Because I'm trying to get into his head before the there game. You go. That that's Philly, bro. Yeah. I, I, we're gonna talk <laughs> shit. This was simple. The guy. This is the coach of the team. He was playing a tennis match against the guy. Apparently. Yeah, we talk shit. This uh, is what we do. That yeah. I'm I'm proud of him for that. If, uh, you know, if he's wearing a Dallas jersey, we gotta get a you know start the Dallas sucks chant going on. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what we do, man. That's and if our coach is living that, then he that's how you get adopted. In. In in. That's how you in. fit in, right? Like you, next thing you know, he's gonna be like Connor Barwin just biking around South Philly, you know, and they, he's yep. just gonna become the next mayor of Philadelphia. That's how this works. You get adopted by the city this way, and if it rubs off on you, I'm feeling good about. I feel good about coach about that one. You know, what's a, just back one more thing before we close out. You know what, Harper. The city really has adopted him. I mean, and you oh, know, yeah. guys like that, you know, it could be a train wreck in the city. Look, here's the thing. We yeah. want to see we want to see your heart on your seat. We want to see you play. You know, this is, goes back to the whole Simmons thing, right? Yeah. If you want to talk about Ben Simmons, that that's someone who could never live in this city. You know, you can't just get you can't half ass something because we will call you out on it. We don't care if we're up 40 points. If you're just if you're dogging on a play, think about Jimmy Rollins. Think about all the crap he got over the years because people thought he was dogging out his runs to the first base, you know, and he's beloved, but he still will catch shit for it. And that's what we are. We will not. We don't care who you are. But if you go out out for us and if you buy in, you're going to support you and love you forever. Yeah. And. We're devoted. I, I think the other guy, just the other guy, really the city loves is Jason Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh. I mean, I mean, I think he's the other. I just saw an interview he did uh, down at the beach, uh, and this guy's like, you know, I'm not a fan of the Eagles, but I, I gotta respect the way this. Like, he's he is beloved in the city of Philadelphia. Like, like Coop, he was drunk off his ass in a mummer's outfit and gave the most epic Super Bowl <laughs> parade speech probably of all time. <laughs> If that doesn't get you like a free pass for Philadelphia, like if he, he never has to buy a drink, a meal. They were saying that yeah. he never does have to do a thing again because he will is is going down. Like there will be multiple statues of him forever and there will be shrines in people's homes. Yeah. And you're wondering why, like the next four generations will have a lot of Jason's, you know, yeah, yeah. there's going to it's just going to be that way. That's just that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and I'll say this. He actually gives a lot back to charity and stuff. He's a good dude, actually. And that's the thing, too. You see that with a lot of these players. Yeah, it's like yeah, they, yeah. Philly becomes their adopted home. Like, yeah. you know, even Malcolm Jenkins, even though he was his stay here was relatively short. He he loves that city. He loves Philadelphia. Yeah. It has an effect on you. If you really, you know, buy in there, if you even if you didn't grow up there, like it, it grows on you and it really becomes part of your heart. And that's something that's special, man. I mean, Philly is always going to be my home. It's always going to be my heart there because. It just 
you it doesn't leave it. You know, you never lose that chip off your shoulder because you're always pissed off because we always think that, you know, everyone looks down on us and you know what? We don't care. You don't like us, but we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All Joe, right. thank you so much again for being on. Uh, thank you guys. We appreciate it. Uh, I, I will see you in Florida probably sometime this summer. So I'll let you know. Sounds good. All right. And hopefully Aaron will get together soon. Um, yeah, miss hopefully. Your brother. Yes. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Have a good All show. Right, have a good night. All right. Good night. Thanks, Joe. That's Joe Grow of Drew Estate. And we're going to bring on uh, Juan Cancel from Protocol Cigars. Uh, just I want to mention while we're doing it, a couple of just quick sponsors. Uh, I want to mention JRE Tobacco, Corona Cigars, and JC Newman Cigar Company. But Juan is now making his way out of the green room. Um, and I haven't talked to Juan in forever, it just seems like. Just Juan, Kevin, huh? too. And we got Kevin, too. Great. Oh, awesome. <laughs> What am I, chopped liver? <laughs> good, good evening, everybody. Wow, in the protocol studios. Yeah. So let me tell you what happened. What happened was I checked out earlier because this is like a 17-hour show. So I checked out earlier. I was like, let me see what Coop is wearing. And when I saw you wearing that protocol blue shirt, I called up Kevin. I was like, yo, let's go back home. We were already here waiting. We, we rushed back home. And we got into our blues just for you. There you go. A match with, this is the closest I can match. And this is the closest. Kevin. And look, you're matching perfectly with that blue right there. Yeah. So look at that. I have the, let's start the show. I'm not even going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm taking over the show. By the way, you have extra time. Just, you know, so you could go. You, we have a little extra time for you guys. So. Cheers. I saw we don't have anybody after us. Yeah. Well, we had it. We had it. We had some scheduling issues tonight with a lot of people. So, so uh, yeah. So uh, uh, hold on, Coop. That's a beautiful color of beautiful shade of blue. If you have blue eyes, I can imagine that would be the same shade you would have. <laughs> but you have brown, and uh, it's, clo it's close enough. But All right, I got breaking news. Yes, we have now uh, probable cause red shirt. Ooh, nice. You'll see that at the show. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't it. know if I have any in your sizes, but I may have a couple extras. So if I do, nice. you know, yeah, be glad to get I've been you. skinny. I'm getting skinny now. I'm drinking, I'm drinking scotch and no, I mean is yeah. so I might be able to fit into your shirt, man. Right. Right. Said I'm drinking now. <laughs> I, I it's all at eleven o'clock. <laughs> well, well, guys, first of all, I haven't feel like I haven't talked to you guys forever. So it uh, feels like a like eons since it, it's been time. a rough it's been a rough I had a rough winter and spring, but uh you know things are getting back to normal for me. So good to, first of all, great to talk to you guys. And um I know I we say you. thank you. Listen, I want to start with saying this. I love William Cooper and I love a Aaron. He is one of the most amazing human beings that God has ever created. Look how beautiful, majestic he is. <laughs> right. One of our first, wasn't it one of our first uh PC, IPCPRs. We went to that fat place where, where you have if you don't eat heart attack spank, burger, heart attack grill, heart attack, or whatever. Uh, yeah. heart attack grill. Yeah, that was a yeah. good time. I was, was so time. I missed that because I was the one who flew out that day, and I said I'm never flying out early on Tuesday again after that. That's right. I said I'm gonna. I'm not, Hold on. Nice. Speaking and speaking of cigar manufacturers and media having extracurricular activities, a little birdie by the name of Alan Rubin, not the Alan Rubin from. Uh, Alec Bradley cigars, but the other one who was, who was in transition Fake told Alan me Rubin. that I had a lifetime ban from the media compound. Is that true? <laughs> we have that? lifted the That's ban. You had a ban. It's lifted. I I'm didn't even know I had wait, a ban. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. About this? wait. If it's a lifetime ban, how do you lift a lifetime ban? Well, yeah, like it's, Pete, it's like Pete Rose, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
We, we Pete have, Rose we have, can get into the Hall of Fame. Juan Cancel can get into the social media company. That's right. The Hall. You no, know, so you are. Yeah, you guys have. You, it has been lifted. I, I, I am. I am. But proud. tell me the story. How about this? I didn't even know it. I got in a lifetime. Like that's kind of cool. Like you want to use it as a badge of honor. Well, yeah, yeah. A bad boy. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ives is gone now. Was, I'm gonna blame Ives for that one. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that still from the Ives thing or something else? It was the Ives. It is still from the Ives thing. Okay, I got you. All right. No, so yeah, no, no, so I, thought, yeah. I thought I thought I I I I met all the all, all the the Dons, all the heads of the families. <laughs> I swear to God, I had a conversation with the five family, the heads, and yeah. I apologized for my discretion. <laughs> and we have lifted it. Yes, it has okay, been lifted. Good. All right, good. So we, that, was, that was definitely the Ives thing. Okay, that's what I make sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, you're you're. You want to tell the story? Can we? Tell the story. We got. A Go ahead. Tell the story. All right. So this is what happened. Was I forgot what year it was, but I had a bright idea because I wanted. You know, I I I honestly believe, like now everybody's doing it. But I've been I've been doing this since a long time. I was like, I believe you guys are a vital part of this industry, and you guys, meaning Collective Cigar Media, are just amazing, and more companies have to embrace you guys and talk to you. So as a small company, I've been doing this since day one. I know the big guys now, it's all, now Fuente, and I, I love Fuente, but now Fuente's reaching out to everybody. Now it's all cool because the big boys are doing it, but we've been doing it since, since day one. You know, since we've been around, we, we saw how, how, how vital you guys are. So my idea was, I told Bill, listen, we got to go to this compound. We got to go to, you got Cigar Coop. You got uh, uh, the developing pallets. Who else was there? Wasn't uh, Cigar Federation was guys were, were Federation. Oh, they back came when over they were the a other thing. House. Back when they were a thing, now they're just yep. no nothing. Unfortunately, they were good guys. Um, it happens in life, you know. People come and go. Anyway, so I said to Bill, "We got to get into this. So let's figure out what's our in and who doesn't like who doesn't love White Castles." I said, "Wow, look, right in old Vegas, there's a, a White Castle." So let me go get some White Castle, bring a few crave cases, some some murder burgers, some fries, and we'll take it over there to the uh, to the compound. So I don't know how to tell the story better. So anyway, so I'll, I'll tell it this way. So I, I go and I get the I get the burgers. I'm like, Bill, I'll meet you over there. And then Bill gets sick. Right. <laughs> and couldn't make it. So I go. I show up there with. Packs of mustard, like mayonnaise, <laughs> everything these guys needed. I showed up there with a crave case. We took the pictures of it. And these guys, meaning I don't know who exactly was these guys, but they weren't happy that I was there. I was I, the, the, a part of the company was that they were like, where's Bill? Where's Bill? Is Bill there? Is Bill behind you? Where's Bill? I'm like, uh, 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 Bill has... <laughs> He ate some seafood. Like, this is the only thing I can think of. Yeah. He ate some seafood and he got ill and he had to go up to the room. So, but I'm here. Look, let's have a good time. Okay, boomy. You know, put down some burgers, had a great time. And then at the end of the night, I'm leaving. Okay, I got to go back. Blah, 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 we leave. And then the investigative report. This, this shows the caliber <laughs> of investigative reporting that William Cooper is all about. Because William Cooper went on Facebook and saw Bill Ives with his shirt <laughs> off. Went, <laughs> 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 True story. True story. <laughs> I went to and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. And I told, and he reached out to me. I was like, well, I guess he drank a whole bottle of Pepto Bismol. So better. <laughs> Who knew Pepto Bismol worked that well? Yeah. Have a toast to Pepto Bismol. <laughs> uh, Adrian, true story. Uh, 
Bill, yeah, so so I'm happy to announce that. Uh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So I'm gonna make a day where I'm gonna definitely go to the compound. Hopefully, I get the address. Not like two in the morning. So we were just in another room, and somebody said that you sent somebody the address at two in the morning. Hopefully, I don't get a two in the morning. That was Alan Rubin. Yes, it was Alan Rubin. Right. <laughs> I didn't see there. his message, so no, no. Uh, he could have came. <laughs> that was the yeah. night Skip Martin was holding court till six in the morning. So. <laughs> I go to bed by 11. So I, I got, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I saw your schedule. My good friend and mentor, Steve Saka, has a 12 o'clock slot. I say you guys end this show at 3 in the morning. That's my prediction <laughs> right I, now. I, I, so I took the next day off from my day job. You had to. <laughs> because otherwise it was going to be a nightmare. Because um, you know Steve's, Steve's going to talk for at least two hours. Well, that's why he took the spot. So it's, gonna, it's like it's going to be like episode 234B. Yes, it's gonna be yes. yeah. So uh, I want to have a toast with Steve Saka. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so listen to this. All right, all right. I had Steve Saka at my house when he was with Drew Estates. It was Steve Saka, David Lafferty, Bill Eyes was there. I, I wonder if we had. A, I don't know if we had the, the the cigar the cigar company yet, but they had it. It was it was for. Uh, no, you did not have the cigar. Company. All right, we didn't have the cigar company. So it was famous smoke shop. Famous had. Cigar, not, is it Cigarnable they had? Yes, Cigarnable. Cigarnable. So before Cigarnable, something with Steve, I invited him to my house. I, it was our Christmas time. I made the most immaculate Puerto Rican Christmas dinner ever. If it was Christmas time, it wasn't Cigarnable. Af, oh, so maybe, maybe it was just another thing. But ask Steve Saka during his three-hour interview, how did you like the dinner that Juan Cancel made at his house? I made him rice and gandules. Pernil, which is roasted pork. I made him pasteles, which are Puerto Rican. Um, uh, what do you call them? The, the, what do the Mexicans make with the corn husks? What do you call Oh, tamale. Tamales. Tamale, Puerto yeah. Rican tamales. They look just okay. like tamale, but we make them with uh, green bananas. Yo, it was him, his wife. The, I've never seen a man. So I, I got, I, and I knew he liked rum. So I went and I bought my favorite, my favorite rum, Ron Zacapa XO. This guy was drinking Ronza Kappa XO and highballs, right? You call those big, long glasses, yep, the highballs, yep. ice cubes, and just drinking them like they were like soda pops. <laughs> and he wasn't even drunk. That's how amazing he was. So put that in your notes. Put that in your production notes. How was Juan Cancel's <laughs> dinner at Christmas time when you went to his house? To see what right, we will do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Now I'll give you the I'll give the show back to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, William. No, you're good. You're good. You're William good. is we... one of my favorite people on this planet. I wanted to see him. I, I went down to uh, I had the opening show for Charlotte Cigar Week, and I wanted to see him, but unfortunately, he had a prior engagement. Hopefully for next year or the next time I go to Charlotte. Well, we you know, can... you know what the prior engagement was, right? Oh, no, I know 100. percent Okay, it was, it was my dad's memorial. So no, that's like... what I'm saying. I know 100 yeah. percent what it was. Okay. I don't know yeah. if you wanted to mention it, but yes, yeah, it was your dad's fine. memorial. Yeah, and yeah. Let's say, let's say rest in peace. I have a toast to Coop's dad. Thank because you. Coop's you dad, what was it? Uh, William Senior. What was his name? John. John, John Cooper. John Cooper was an amazing man. You know why? Because he created this God, this Adonis. <laughs> look at the look at the sexiness of this human being. He is absolutely outstanding and astonishing. Have a toast to John. Yeah. You have to drink. I will. Yep. Diet Coke. And a toast to William. Yeah. The fruit of John's loins. <laughs> so guys, let's get into some some yeah, let's get, uh, let's, some let's business. Get into it. We're gonna get some business. Um, so for, you guys are gonna be back in your own booth this year at the trade show, right? 
Yes. So yep. I'll tell you the truth. So should I tell the truth or tell the uh, the real story or the we want uh, the real story here? The real, the real story, true is, Hollywood story. The true yeah. Hollywood story is that I say, I say, say it. I okay. The true Hollywood story is that Guy Fieri <laughs> was gonna be with Eric for ten minutes because you know Guy Fieri is not gonna be at that booth all five days, right? <laughs> Guy Fieri is gonna be there for ten minutes, and for those ten minutes, Eric said, "You guys, bro, bro, bro." <laughs> Bro, bro, you gotta get your own booth. And then we were forced to get our own booth because we got kicked out well, of the Spinoza booth because of Guy we got, Fieri. We got, we, got, we got we got picked up by somebody cool. Let's have a toast to Guy Fieri. I don't have no no ill will to Guy the Fieri. The cigar is delicious, by the way. The knuckle sandwiches. I saw you smoking them. Outstanding. Yeah. Cool. Well, we got picked up by somebody cool. I don't know if we, the Pick. right word is picked up. The right word is we 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 Partner. located ourselves with the right people. But right. he, you tell him. he knows about it. He was a part of us being a part of his booth, right? Through the whole process. It's not really so, part of it, but we got like a little corner of his, you know. But we got right, you tell him. Whatever. So we, we we are now going to be positioned right next to Rick Rodriguez with oh, West wow. Tampa Tobacco. Oh, wow. So there you go. We had, a, we had a birdie in our ear that we had some good friends that also knew that early on, I didn't know what Rick was doing. And Rick apparently heard that we needed to find a booth location and he wanted us to be with him. So I'm like, wait, Rick wants us to be with him. And they're like, yeah. So it ended up that we got a corner booth at a really good rate to be right next to Rick. Rick is partnering with us. He is going to send people to us. We'll send people to him and uh, he can't be more excited to have us a part of, he's got a whole island and we have the last corner of that island. So we got a, a good partnership going with him. I, I can't be more excited. I think a lot of people are going to be. The big question is, are we, are we going to be able to steal electricity from him or not? Nah? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already told him we're stealing electricity. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to buy a 200 foot extension cord. That's just right. for that reason. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But Rick, Rick's been uh, super supportive. Uh, it, it, and early on, I'm not going to go into all the details, but you know, his booth expanded and, uh, I did the gracious thing of moving our booth. I didn't want to like cringe on him and PCA did the right thing and, uh, gave us a discounted corner booth. So it all worked out in the end, but, uh, Rick's super happy to have us with him. And, uh, we're going to be right on the corner of his massive Island. So we, we, we can't be more happy. That's good job. Good job. Yeah, but nice. good, it's good to hear. Yeah. It's yeah. A good job. Yeah, it's not we're lost by the uh, massage people. Yep. <laughs> you know, we're not in a corner by the massage yep. people. Yep. We landed on our feet. So, yeah. uh, you know, thank God for that. Right, so right, right. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what are you guys uh, What are you guys going into the show with this year? All right. So we are, of course, we're going to have our entire core line and the Lawman series. Mm -hmm. And to speak a little bit about this, I've said it on plenty of shows. The world is crazy right now. Um, you got supply chain, create things that are not in your control, right? So we have two releases coming out, but we don't have, we have samples for one, don't have samples for the other. And these are things, and this is what happens. I think out of probably all the companies you've had on here, um, Coop, I would say ours might be the smallest. We were one of the smallest guys. We're very small very boutique, very grassroots, would you say, Kevin? Is that right? Yeah, that makes sense. And I've used this analogy like a thousand times on different shows, but you might remember it. Business is a highway. On that highway, you have big guys. AJ Fernandez, Arturo Fuente, Drew Estates, out sure. this Perdomo, big guys, yeah, Perdomo's yeah. big guys. 
these big guys are 18 wheelers. If there's a pothole on the floor, I'm on the floor, on the road, the 18 wheeler goes over it, 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 it swerves a little bit, adjusts, keeps on going. Smaller company like us, we're, this, we're this on the same highway, but we're on the motorcycle. You're on a motorcycle, you're, you're driving, you're riding, that's the right word, you're riding 80 miles an hour. That same pothole that made that 18-wheeler just swerve can take you out. What's the right word? When you crash, when it was a wreck, wreck. You wipe, can wreck, wipe, wipe, boom, out. wipe out. You can wipe out. So we feel these bumps more. So this business now, like, and you, you hear about it, you got big guys on back order. It's just, it is, it is madness what's going on in this industry right now with if it's not boxes it's vans if it's not this if it's not tobacco so the smaller companies shit sorry smaller companies are feeling the weight of this a lot bigger than the the bigger companies because if you need boxes guess what you're a box manufacturer are you gonna make 500 boxes for protocol or are you gonna make 5,000 boxes for aj fernandez what's more important to you Priority is the guys are going to make you money, going to put food on your table. So this is what's happening to us. We are we are feeling the pains of whatever's going on in the world with high guy high gas prices, uh, uh, baby formula shortage, chicken wing shortages. All these shortages are co- like especially the chicken wing shortage is really hurting <laughs> us the most. Yeah, because now it's it's funny, but it's all these things that are causing us. But so what the the bottom line is. And I started, I swear to God, I started in November of last year. I started in November. I'm going to say this again. November of 21. I started this process. I'm getting I'm like last year because let's let's look at this. Bass Reeves, cyber crimes should have been out for the trade show last year. We got the cyber crimes the last week in December, Bass Reeves first week in January. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my God, that's, that's absolutely obscene, absurd. That should not happen in the real world. I don't care what's going on. So this time I started the ball rolling in November of 21. And guess what? I don't have anything. <laughs> I, have a pro- I have a concept. I have blends. I have some samples, but I don't have anything. But there are two cigars that we are besides the core line, we don't have a, a press release yet. I'll even ask you, I don't even know if I should do a press release. We don't have, I have samples of the law, the new lawman series, but I don't have, I don't have no box. I have concept art. So what I'm thinking is I'm going to have concept art on a piece of paper so people can see it, but I don't have samples. And one of them, the new, uh, the new addition to the core line, I have, concept art but i don't have a blend yet and it is one of these things that just it's not our fault listen and i and i stopped trying to i love my hair you see this little bit there's a little bit of, of, of scalp right there <laughs> i i gave up trying to, to lose my mind so it is what it is if we mm-hmm. get it we're shooting for october is what we've been told realistically it'll probably show up like the same thing with the uh, uh cyber crimes and the uh and the uh, uh, Bass, Bass Reeves, probably December, you know, January. But we're, we're hoping because we're still hopeful yeah. for October. But we have two releases coming out the show. We didn't do press releases yet. Coop, should I tell you what they are or just wait for the press release? I'll, I'll be guided by your your instructions. You can tell us. All right. Yeah. I mean, so, and then you do a press release with all the details. The devil, the details come out. Yeah. All right. So um, you're the first to hear about it right now. So the two releases we wanted to have for the show. 
We're going to do a an addition to the a core line. So the new one's going to be the crime scene unit. So we're going to have the protocol crime scene unit. We're going to go back to a Maduro full body cigar. Now I'm trying to get AJ to, and that's another problem. I want to use that AJ Nicaraguan broadleaf. I fell in love with that cigar. You guys had the Elliot Ness Maduro. Yeah. That Elias Maduro was fire. I'm trying to use it again because that thing was so good. And I had a conversation with AJ. He told me straight up. He goes, and he told me straight up, Juan, I got back orders from big companies. I'm sorry. I love you as a brother. I would do pretty much anything for you, but I got to take care of those guys first. And I understand. You got to understand that. So I would like for it to be a, uh, I would like to use a, so the, the Elliot Ness Maduro was the Nicaraguan Broadleaf Zero Lijero. I told Hector when we do this, I want to do a Nicaraguan Broadleaf from AJ, but I want I want it to be hefty. I want to use Lijero. Yeah. I want it to be powerful. I want it to knock guys on their fucking, excuse me, I can't curse on this show. You can. You can. Uh, oh, you can? Okay. I want to knock them on their, on their ass. Right. So um, he's trying to do that. It's unknown right now, but that's what I'm trying. All I do know is that the cyber, the uh, uh, street crime unit is going to be a pitch black Maduro. We have not had a real true Maduro in the core line since the uh, probable cause Mexican San Andreas. So I want to yep. go back to that. So that's what we're trying to get, get at, but we're doing an extension on the lawman series, the lawman series. Um, we want to show diversity in law enforcement. So that's what we did. The Bass Reeves, the Bass Reeves uh, also done by AJ uh, was the first black in law enforcement. We wanted to show the diversity in law enforcement. As a matter of fact, developing pallets, did it, I, I can't understand the numbers, but I understand that they <laughs> like the Maduro a lot better. And the Maduro was made by AJ at, at the uh, San so Latino factory. So natural, so it's natural. And both of them the natural, but they liked the Maduro better. And the Maduro was a Ecuadorian Habano uh, dark wrapper or scooter wrapper, Nicaragua binder and filler. And then the natural, which they didn't like at all, was a Ecuadorian uh, Sumatra wrapper. But Sumatra, yeah. A lot of people love that natural. It's the craziest thing. So what we want to do is continuing with diversity. We're going to do the first female in law enforcement. I was guessing. I had a feeling it was going to be that. Yeah. The first female in law enforcement. She was the first female marshal in the United States history. And also she was the first female lawyer in United States history. So it's not Angie Dickinson. No, it's Phoebe, (laughs) Phoebe Cousins. Phoebe Phoebe Cousins was from St. Louis. She was the first female marshal in the 1800s, and she was the first female lawyer. So we're doing that with a beautiful pink background because pink are for girls, and we're doing a natural and a Maduro. AG, again, is doing it again, and we're doing that. So that are our two releases for the uh, PCA. I'll let Kevin talk about our other two releases that are not PCA, but they're coming out yep. soon. Kevin. What other... I know one. The law and <laughs> yeah, the law and oh, oh, oh wait, oh, we're gonna well, we're gonna talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. so I asked you yeah. about that. Yeah. So we have uh, a follow up to what we did with uh, Puro House. We did the law, and they've been a massive supporter out of Oklahoma. They sell a lot of protocols. So we did the original law, and now we're gonna follow that up with the law too. I think what what's the uh, release date of that? You know better than me because you're gonna be there the weekend of uh, August. 11th, something like that. August 11th. Yeah. So I don't know the blend on that. How about this? How about this? This is the crazy part of life. 
that cigar should have came out the last week of June. Week of June, but yeah. because of the whole thing, like this, and there's nothing that we did. We did everything right. We put all the stuff in on time. It's just the way the world is, and our uh, us being probably one of the smallest boutique companies you guys have. We get put on us. Everybody puts us in a back burner. Like nobody yeah. really pays attention. It is what it is, and there's nothing. I've I, in reality, Coop, Aaron, I've done pulling my hair out about this, and I'm just gonna. It is what it is. You know. That's why I don't you, have any hair. You think about it. <laughs> Your Placencia, right? Your Placencia. Are you gonna sell tobacco to Protocol that's only buying enough for 500 boxes? Are you gonna sell to AJ? Or whoever else is buying their cigars, their tobacco, I'm saying, you know, it's 5,000 boxes. So it is what it is. And us, it's the curse of being small business. But we do have faith in small business because small business got to keep on, keep on going because good things happen. And a perfect example of good thing happening to small guys is Matt Booth. My one of my, my he's my spirit animal, Matt Booth. I love that guy immensely. I don't know if you guys saw the ring. Last year, I had an yep. idea. I made a ring. I was like, I see this Jesus Christ ring you got, Matt. But how about if we do Jesus Christ, but with you instead? So we do your face, the glasses, yeah. and 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 the crown of, of, uh, of thorns. What do you think? We call it Bufa Cristo. He goes, I love the idea. It took a year <laughs> to make it, but we finally got it. So that will be making its debut at the PCA. I didn't worry today because I don't want to shock the world. But the PCA, <laughs> oh Bufi Cristo will be on my hand to make nice. everybody uncomfortable. Because it makes everybody that sees it uncomfortable. So, <laughs> it does. So so yeah. I, I will say, even though... All right, yeah, so the blame, real quick. Yeah, I have it right here. So last year, we did a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Mexican San Andreas binder, and Nicaragua binder and filler. I'm sorry, Nicaragua filler. And last year was a round Robusto. This year is a box press Robusto, closed foot and a pigtail. That's for the law. Smokes amazing. Law we too. just got it in. Smokes delicious. Nice. And so, what's the other one? Okay, so the next one we are doing, we are partnering with Cigar Dojo. And for their 10th anniversary, Protocol is releasing in a box, not a bundle. In not a, a paper bundle. Not, no, no paper yes. bundle. Wooden box. Yes, wooden box. We will be doing their 10th anniversary cigar. It's called the Wait, can we say Dojo that? Tenure. Okay. All right. Tenure means when you have 10 years on the job in police worlds, hashtags, you get you get hash. So everything we do is, is we have to work it into police things. Coop, so you're getting a scoop. Right they're getting two hashes, two hashtags. <laughs> two hashes. going to love me tomorrow. Two hash marks. Yep. <laughs> You're I'm getting sorry. the scoop right now. Uh, yeah. Erica Tornsman, son. I'm sorry, but we had to give him something because you know, this is what it is. <laughs> oh, I wanted yeah. to break. Yeah, he's going to be really mad tomorrow, but okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> You'll find yeah. out three days later. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I will. I will. I will say right. So as as much as it's been a challenge uh, uh, for us as a company, and Juan says right, we're taking a lot of hits. It's not easy to get cigars out of Nicaragua when you're a small company, but. We're fortunate that we've got a good stock of Coraline. We've got a good yep. stock of uh, the Lawman series. And we're very fortunate with that. Eric's been great at making sure we have uh, production. It's just the, the new stuff is going to take a little bit longer than what we would normally think. But we've been very fortunate. And, and you know, in us being like in foresight, putting in bigger orders, 
And it's like, all right, we're going to have to eat this, right? Like, uh, I'm going to have to figure this out and figure out how we're going to pay for it. But, uh, you know, we've, 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 we've done good in that. But, you know, it's just going to take a little longer for the new stuff. And, you know, it, it's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, you got to have a lot of you guys have a nice portfolio of course stuff. Like I said, there's something for everybody in there. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, there's not, you know, you have a lot. I mean, you have 11 blends, I'm thinking, right? The five cores and the, and the 22 the, SKUs at this yes. point. Yeah, so you have a lot have, of yeah, yes, so a small company, you have a lot to offer. Yeah, 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 we do. We do. And and they're now resonating. And, you know, and, and Coop, I'll tell you this. Like last year, and I'll remember on this show, and I made a big statement. And we came out with the blue in the 6x60, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we, we launched that on your show. Yep. Uh, going into PCA. I will tell you that I, I, I was ready to make everything in that core line a six by 60. It did not take off. So wow. Ron and I are going to put efforts in, in other areas. Like it, there's better efforts putting in uh, into our stock and our inventory on, on the lawman series, because that's selling like gangbusters right now. Right. So I, you know, like as much as everybody said they wanted a six by 60, the blues doing great in the six by 60. We'll keep it there. We're not discontinuing it, but at the same time, well, it wasn't that great that I need to create my core line in a six by 60. Right. So, you know, you just got to cool. go with you the, smoked the it. What would you think? I know you're a six by 60 guy. What did you think about that blue six by six? So I liked it. Um, But you know, it's funny. I I still go. And this is weird coming from me. I, I like you like the Lancero better. But it's 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 for a six by 60 smoker. I think it will satisfy. But I was shocked because I normally would go Gordo over Lancero. I love that Lancero, that blue Lancero. Was a was a work of art. I mean, it was a great. That Lancero got us our first cigar of the year in the company. Yeah. You know, yeah. with Cigar Federation. Yeah. That was a, that was good. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, John actually John. was the one yep. that yeah. gave it like a 98, 97. I forgot what yeah. number he gave it, but it was, yeah. Yeah. he was the one that pushed it to make yeah. it Cigar of the Year, and that's how yeah. we got yeah. Cigar they with that guy. Yep, that's good. That's good to hear. So, you mean, I mean, I think I said, I think uh, good job by you guys as far as that going. Um, yeah. We, yeah said, for, the, for the littlest company on, 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 on your whole show, I think we're still doing. We are. We are the littlest. smallest. We are the littlest company. And your whole show is just Kevin and I and a few brokers we got. You know, we got nobody else working. It's just Kevin and I doing yeah. this. And we're still around. Think about how many. We just hit our seventh year in, in May, May, May 15th, my birthday, May, May 16th, something like that was our seventh yeah. year anniversary. May 15th, yeah. Think about how many in those seven years, how many companies have come and gone and just, you know, didn't make it. And yeah. we're still here and we're still, you know, pushing along and hopefully growing. And we are growing again. We have five, six, seven, eight different as of right now, without the new releases, we have five core lines, three, yeah, it says eight you know, um, eight, eight offerings and, and 20 SKUs. That, that's, that's, a, that's pretty impressive. 22 SKUs. Yeah. And we're going to add some more and, 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 and scoop, you always mentioned it when we come out with a, with a, with a limited re- edition, we have at least a dozen limited releases yeah. that we've done, you know, and yeah, we, 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 we don't talk about them a lot, but we do have like certain lines that are kind of regular run, but um, you know, we do like, you know, the John Doe, Jane Doe, we've got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the ones we do with uh, Ormetta with the the law, right? That's yep. kind of becoming a, a regular. So, and, you know, then we get the the dojo releases. So we've got a lot in the portfolio. It's our fourth dojo yeah. release coming this year. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're doing yeah. things. No, that's good. You know, like I said, it's good to hear. Um, you did the other one. I, the uh, paddy wagon was really good. That was the one for uh, Brian. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we're, and that's wagon. still going on. Yeah. You know, we, still, you know, we're still. It's, that's not like a one and done. It's just, it's a it's a a uh, uh, a store exclusive, a shop exclusive. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's it's doing great. You know, he he can't. He, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get killed if I don't say it. But we also do for Johnny Smokes Uncut. Yes, right. The F train, uh, J train, F train, F train. Those are regular releases that we sell to other shops. Uh, they started at one shop, but he sells them to other shops through us, right? Right. And then he just gets a, you know, a, a as a matter of that. fact, I have not. I have to send out the F trains. Uh, did you guys smoke the J train? I think I, I said yeah, I have train. the J train. I haven't had the F train. All right, I'm gonna send you the J the F train. Um, probably realistically, I'll try to get them out Monday, if not Monday after the show. Or maybe I'll bring some and I'll give them to them at the show. Yeah, so I gotta can, give. We can, we can bring stuff to the show. That's so. a good idea. I, I, so save us a problem. I bring it to the show. We give Coop, Development Palettes, uh, Blind Man's Puff. No. <laughs> Don't give Blind Man's Puff. <laughs> All right, we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> no. but we'll, we'll, we'll I'm just around. You can give to whoever you want, Juan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll bring about 10, 10 bundles to give to the guys. <laughs> I forgot about that. We got we got to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but, uh, you know, we, we, we support him and, you know, his endeavors. So, you know, uh, you know, we've got, we've got a, we've got a lot on the market, right. And it, it's kind of cool for us that we're, uh, look, we did a cigar, uh, hardcore detective, uh, that was out did of, I send, uh, did I send you that? Yes, I have that. Okay. Yeah. I haven't reviewed Hercule, it yet, but I have it. Hercule, I have it. Hardcore detective. We did that out of a shop in my family's home area, Schuylkill County, uh, uh, Breaker Cigars. Uh, can't thank those guys enough for the partnership. They sell a ton of protocol in a small shop in a small co-region company. And it just, uh, it resonates with my heart because my family's from there. And I remember growing up in that area and I, I love, uh, it's a two hour ride, but I love going up there because I got to see my grandmother's old place. She's unfortunately passed away. But yeah, I love those guys. They support us big time and we're uh, doing a big sponsorship with them uh, this month with Johnny Smokes. So yeah, those guys support big time. So we do, we do a lot of, uh, you know, one-offs and it's kind of cool as a small company that they want to partner with us as protocol to uh, bring out a private blend for their shop. That's cool. That's great. Hey, just, uh, just so you guys know, uh, Aaron, uh, I haven't heard back from Oliver. Uh, who's supposed to be on next, and then Saka's on at midnight. So, yep. Saka, you don't have a long wait, just so you know. It's, it's... Is Saka in the green room? He's in he the is. green room. We'll... Bring, him right, bring him on right now. Oh, <laughs> my God. Bring him on right now. Can we do this or not? Does it matter? Well, we have a, we have another guest that's scheduled in between, so I we don't want to... Give him five minutes, and then I want Steve <laughs> in here. Let, let me go FaceTime Steve right now. I want to be fed. Yeah, I want to be fed. Can other Steve guy see you right Can Steve see us or no? Yes, no, he, he can, can see us. and hear everything you're saying. Can, can hear, Steve, I want you guys to talk about my Christmas dinner I made for you in my house. <laughs> I made the best meal of my life. I put yeah. my heart, my soul, my spirit into that meal. So let me see if I can. Uh... Uh, Coop, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry <laughs> hey, Steve, I told him about how you were drinking my Ronza Capa XO by, by the highball. Wait, what you was that about? Bottle, like two, <laughs> two sittings. Let me see Steve's side. Yeah. yeah one, so... one, one, just for the record, this yes. is a highball. Like if it's no, like, that's not a highball. No, highball is like no. a skinnier, taller yeah, glass. Yeah, highball but... is the one you make mojitos in, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. talking about he was giving it to him in a pint glass. No, I think it was highballs. I, I want to ask Steve. I want to ask Steve. Let's see. I don't know. My mom said I want a highball. That's the size glass. Where's Steve Saka? Let's see. Anything bigger, up. it's a pint glass. Oh. Is this him? Let's see if he picks up. <laughs> He's gonna... Sorry, Coop. 
FaceTime stuff. I won't. I won't uh, this might be the only time you're gonna, you're gonna get banned from the freaking media company again. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. You're already on probation. Man. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if he picks up. But you can enjoy the. Let's see. He's gonna tell you to go. Send. Yeah, he's not gonna answer you. He might. Let's see. He's not gonna answer you. If he's using I his would. phone. He's waiting in the green room. But... No, he's not going to answer me. All right. I want to actually, no, I was going to get out of here because I got to wake up early. Yeah, no, no. Now, a... we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to wait to give this guy like a five minute grace period. If he, look, if he doesn't show yeah. up, I want to be. Oh, yeah, oh, wanna... oh, 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 he was, he was, he was calling back. He was answering. Yeah, he was answering. He called you back. He's going right. to tell you to go pound. <laughs> no, he's not. Steve Sock. I love Steve Sock. He's oh, one yeah. of, oh, he did it. He did it. He did it. He did call, call you. You, you didn't accept. <laughs> Oh yeah, Steve Sockers. This is what happens right when we put the protocol guys on. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Oh, Juan, oh, Juan. Oh, I gotta put Kevin. We're not gonna love Kevin into this. Thank you, Coop. Thank you, Coop. No, Kevin. We're wearing. Look, look, <laughs> look at this handsome devil. Oh, you God. cannot see how handsome he's this got, guy looks. He's got like, him on Facetime right now. I'm Facetiming. Let me see if I can show you. <laughs> so you can see. Look, look at this handsome devil. Can you see him? There I'm he sorry, is. Steve. <laughs> oh, Steve's one of my favorite. He's my second favorite spirit spirit animal. We have. We have. We well, we Matt have, Booth being my first. We have. We have feedback now because you're. Can uh, you really? I don't hear no feedback. I hear it. I'm gonna get off my but it's good to see you. I love you. I'm gonna try to get us on at the same time. I love you. Bye bye. I love that that guy. If he needed one of my fucked up kidneys because I drink a lot, but if Steve Sock, because I know he drinks a lot too, if he needed one of my kidneys or livers, what is it? A processes liquor. What is it again? Is the liver. kidney the liver? How many do we have? One or two? One. One. No, I can't have my liver. I'll give him half of my liver. We can have my kidney yeah. if he needed it. That's how much I love that guy. Always love that guy. I'm going to tell you, my Batman and Robin. Oh, my God. No, for real. My Batman and Robin at Drew Estates when I was a humongous, and I maybe not anymore, but I used to be a humongous Drew Estate fanboy when it was Drew, when it was Jonathan Drew and Marvin Samuel running that company. Steve Saka and Nick Molino was my Batman and Robin. Those are my, my, like my, oh, my men. I love those guys. <laughs> and it was amazing. So let's see. Can we, can we go on for the first two minutes with Steve or, or, or this guy? This uh, guy's um, probably fall asleep. No, I mean, they're traveling. I know that, but I didn't hear back. So I'm going to give him till midnight. Then I'm going to have to just move on to the next slide. How much more time we got? Where's the time? A few more minutes. Oh, we only got nine minutes to wait to go on this on the show with Steve Saka. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna go, I could. <laughs> That's fine. What? That's fine. Nobody expected us to go half an hour, forty-five minutes. That's what it is. I did. You did really? <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> I told Kevin we're only on there for fifteen solid minutes. It's fifteen minutes. Oh, I have to get up for work in the morning, and I gotta get up early for some other yeah. stuff. We have to get up, but it doesn't matter at this point because we have. The beautiful and graceful Will and Cooper, and the majestic A Aaron. Like this guy. Why do you is... call him Aaron? Aaron. Have you not seen the what was that show? Kim Peel. The Caden Peel thing when he when he was a principal. The well, he was a substitute All right. teacher. All right, we're gonna do something with you. All right, let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna we. Steve has agreed if Oliver comes on the wait. Okay. So I am gonna bring Steve in. Oh, that makes that sounds that makes All my right. heart. and that's very that makes nice. my soul happy. Yeah. I'll pour some. And more. he was very. That's very gracious, <laughs> to Steve. He's so, pour some more. I, I, Steve, I apologize for this. Let me. I have the controls, so if you need me to bounce one. He will be bounced at midnight. I can tell you that. So. <laughs> 
We're out. We're out. We're out of minutes. I'm sorry, Steve. While we're here, before... no, 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 no. Are you kidding me, my friend Juan? Before anything, no. I want to have Kevin. a toast. Let's have a toast to uh. one of the most influential people for me. Look at this. Oh my god. Yo, we almost shot people here. Some people just came into the anyway, me to drink from the bottle for this because I didn't. My, the most influential <laughs> people ever for me and one of my superheroes, Steve Saka. Let's have a toast to Steve Saka. Thank you. Oh, Steve's gangster. He's drinking right from the bottle. I have a glass, man. I have water in the glass. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. I'm actually going to keep this. While we're here, we might as well talk about the Christmas dinner. I told him to ask you about it. Steve, yeah, do, you, um, do you remember that time when you went to my yeah, house? Yeah, you, you made like Christmas in October. Yes. <laughs> That's right. A little detail. like that. <laughs> Right. So <laughs> it was around some event, and I don't remember what it was, but it was there at Famous. And you made a Puerto Rican Christmas. Correct. Which essentially is the same shit they serve every day, just in larger quantities. <laughs> yes. Um, is really what Puerto Rican Christmas the is. The pasteles um, made the difference. The pasteles were amazing. I, I agree. Make pasteles pasteles. Were Those are 12 hours to make one. Is 12 also, hours. you did a really good roast pork. Yes. And you did, I, don't, I can't remember what Puerto Ricans call them, but they're basically like tamales. Yes, right? the pasteles, the pasteles. Yeah. Those are the pasteles? Yeah, the pasteles. Yeah, yeah. Those I were said fantastic. tamales earlier. Yeah. No, I was going to say you're close. Puerto Rican yeah. tamales. Yeah. No, Did I make chicken really, really too? Good. Did I make chicken too? Oh, dude, you, you had a lot of food. It was a I lot of food. Remember, if I remember right, I gave you a box of cigars that night. What yes, was? you did. Yes. It was a box of T-52. Yes, tell them. Arrow flying pigs. Yes. Wow. There were only like two in existence. And people thought there was they were a lie. There were maybe three boxes in existence. And I gave you a whole box. I gave Coop something really weird that nobody ever had. Yes, you gave that, me the People uh, thought Pequeno, it was a lie. So I gave you Pequeno's. I gave you amazing Yeah. When I posted that picture, I was before I had protocol. I posted that picture and I gave you a thank you. I got so much backlash because people said that I took the bands off a T-52 and put them on Feral Flying Pigs. Yes. That's what I got accused of. I remember in the no, no, no. Those were, those, were, those were a prototype box. Correct. Yeah. yeah there was, uh, there was, I don't, I don't think, did they, they made a T-52 Flying Pig or Feral Flying Pig, didn't they? They, they never did. That was the no. only, I have one no, left. They did. Oh, not T-52, they did a no. Feral Flying Pig. Right. Not, not in the feral flying pig size, the big T-52 in a feral yeah. flying pig size. And I don't know, did they ever make the Pequeños coupe? I don't know that they did. I think they, did. I think the they kind of yes. came yes. close to it. I think they came, there was a Corona size released in the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Corona, but it wasn't a petite Corona because those Pequeños were like petite Coronas, if I remember correctly. I got a, yeah. I think I still have a box. I, there were two boxes. I said you a box. I gave you a box, and I kept a box. And I think Correct. I still have a box. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, there were three got- boxes actually. I think I smoked the box, kept the box, because I was smoking them at the trade show that year. That's how come you knew about it. Gave you a box. I think I kept the box. I have to go look. That shows so can you. I, can I get my bitch out of the way while we're in one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cutting them off at like midnight, like bitch, bitch out again. So what I want to understand is. You guys are hypercritical of everything, right? And I understand that. It's part of your job in the media. Uh-oh. So I want to be hypercritical as a, as a guest tonight. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does Drew Estate end up with a slot in a PCA virtual trade show? We, they don't not, go to the PCA. trade show. We PCA. opened it up to everybody. 
That is a great wow. We opened it up this to is everybody. Why Steve, but no, it's is, called the PCA Virtual Trade Show. That's what you guys call it. No, it's, the people think about that. Hold on That's a second. Amazing. Let me go check the tape here. Maybe no, no, I'm no. wrong. <laughs> no, no. If I'm Steve wrong, I'll right. admit it. Not because I, I'm a fanboy, and not because I love show Steve you. and I I'll worship him, but he is 100 percent right. Check why the graphic. Have him there. Have them if they're not. We, the PCA. We, okay, we, will, he is right. It says Virtual Trade Expo Day. I stand corrected. It does we, not. We did. We did day. offer. We did it. We yeah. did the same last year too. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, yeah. So we did. Yeah, that was that was the deal. Because uh, so my my bitch is worthless. But so that was the issue that you brought up earlier. <laughs> not to and, me. I, I got, and I got no issue with not Joe Rose. He's a good guy. You know what I mean? Or the DE guys. But I thought that was weird. We we had a bunch of technical issues and and some no shows tonight. Which was yeah. unusual. We never had no shows before. We had two cancellations and one no show. Who, who were the no show? Oliver's the no show, but yeah. Oliver's usually very dependable. So yeah, Oliver's got to be dead. I something had maybe, something maybe, he's, maybe he's in a ditch. Somebody yeah. should check his I, GPS. I, I know Oliver well. Let's he, hope if not. He, if, let's hope yeah, not. I'm hoping I mean, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's let's, hope, let's hope yeah. everybody's okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's be yeah, things happen sometimes, you know. So yeah, uh, I know he's been doing a lot of events. I mean, he was in Chicago yesterday. Uh. Aaron Nielsen was out there, so yeah. I'm gonna address the 800 pound gorilla in the room. Oh god, because nobody you don't have else to be is cruel about my weight, man. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna get at. Yeah. Steve, what's wrong with you, man? Steve, you're losing weight. Nobody. No, else is no, I gained this. again. No, I'm, I'm, no. I'm back over 370 right now, but I'm, I'm trying. Unless you know? you're using a Come 7XL on. shirt. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you I, look thinner. I, you look I went, smaller. No, I went. I basically said, "Hey, Abe, can you loan me some of your clothes that you don't fit in?" <laughs> and he said, oh. he, he said that from Egypt, right? From Egypt, he sent them to. He was at the. He was at that the, poor the camel. I keep seeing that video of that camel. I go, "Fuck that camel, man! <laughs> that's a rough life." Oh my God! He's got the private driver in the Middle East, though, for sure. Oh, oh God! Yeah. No, Steve, you do look smaller, though. And all honesty, like no fanboyism no, here. Zoom, just, Zoom takes dude, ten pounds off the camera. Is that I've what been, it is? I've been stress eating like a bastard. It's been the worst. It's really like I heard you a little bit when I was in the green room. I mean, it's been it's been difficult for everybody. We all know that, and you know. So yeah, but a small guy. Listen, when I tell a oh, yeah. story, look, the small look. You know how that works. Shit rolls downhill, right? A thousand percent. So the smaller you are, the worse position you're in. In fact, it's one of the things I find so intriguing about this trade show coming up is how many new small guys there are. And I'm just like, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I mean, they are they are, they are heading. They're literally I don't want this to be the case because you don't want anyone ever to fail. I mean, and I know how much time and effort, money and risk and you know hopes and dreams. I swear to God, most of them are heading into a buzzsaw and they just don't even know it. It is just, it is brutal. I agree and, 100%. And I think there's been very few companies this year that can claim that they're doing well. Most companies are just trying to scramble to, to stay afloat. And, and then you got all the logistical problems and all the supply chain problems and all the higher cost problems. And it's just, Steve, can, can it's, you? it's brutal. I, I, I don't know how all these little companies are. I hope they fare well, but man, they, they're in an uphill battle. They really, really are. Steve, for us, I think I think you might agree to this, but I think one of the key to, keys to, to us staying in business is that in reality, this is not my bread, my moneymaker. This is not Kevin's moneymaker. So I'm not feeding yeah. my kids 
And Kevin's not keeping a roof over his family's head with, with, with the cigar industry. You know, I got my pension from the police. He's got his day job. Right. So this is the reason. And, and like, we don't pay ourselves so all the money we make, we put it back into production and stuff. But these people like you, you are, this is what you, this is your bread and butter. Oh, yeah, I'm totally screwed. If this doesn't work, I'm, this I'm is your I'm bread and butter. For me, this yeah. is still, I hate to say it, it's still a hobby. And like, I talk to Juan Lopez all the time. He, he always said, Juan, you can't be saying this is a hobby, but in reality, like we don't pay ourselves yet on this and we haven't, all the money goes back into production to in all the marketing, whatever we do. But like guys that use this to, to, I don't understand like brokers. I don't know how brokers stay alive. Or I've always said that. I mean, I think Aaron's probably heard me say it a dozen plus times. It's actually the worst job in our industry to be a broker, to be a, I don't understand how they do it because each company gives them, let's say tops 15, 15 points, right? right? You get fit. That's and then, and then and you deal with cheap bastards like me that won't even get 15 points. I laugh at you. That's like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying yeah. to you, in reality, we do, I, love, I love Steve because he's giving me we're freaking, small. We're small. So yeah. we do 13 points on a, on a new open and 10. We're not careful. talking. We're not talking. All right, fine. But it's definitely under 15 points. It's under 15. I could say it's under 15. No, look, they all ask for 15. Right. Look, and it's a lot of work. And really, 15 doesn't mean much because when you're a small company, they're lucky if they get you a $400, $500 order, right? Exactly. So if they get you a $500 order, they basically just, they drove all the way, they sucked all that dick, and they basically are going to get 45 bucks, and they got to pay all their own expenses. Yeah, yeah, and right yeah. now, with the cost of gas and McDonald's, for God's sakes, they're already upside down. Right. You know, yeah, just yeah, in the gas and the one cheap meal at the, at the McDonald's. So, no, it's it, it, it it's really, really rough. It's and, a tough uh, time in the, in the industry for people, for everybody. And Unless you're it, selling a million cigars a year, you're not making. Yeah, but any see, money. it's even tough for them because if things are slowing down, this is the problem that you have. There's there's problems at every segment. When you're big and things slow down, it's a crisis. Okay. When you're small and you're scrapping and you can't get enough business, that's a problem. I have a weird problem going on right now. Um, I'm going broke because we're doing so well. I mean, we're just, we're, we're like, just, it's just, it's killing me. In fact, we're going to stop opening new accounts at the end of the trade show. Um, actually, I think we're going to carry it through. We're going to give the reps time to work with the retailers they have in their waiting queue, but then we're going to have to turn it off because I just can't float the amount of inventory. I mean, we, yeah. I, we, we just, that's uh, a cha- that's a we're running, yeah, we're running like float, 30 float, points float. up on the year. We're yeah, at 46 float, points float in July yeah. compared to last July. And last July was amazing. So, we're, we're almost dying as a result of just the burden of Inventory. trying to keep up with the business. So it's, it's like, it's never balanced. It's never nice. It's never even, it's never steady. It's never, nothing is ever easy. Even when things are going good, it still sucks. It's yeah. just, it's just the general nature of our industry. And that's one of the reasons why I never begrudge anyone when they get bought out or they go to do something else, or they take a job with another company. I'm just uh I'm always happy when I see people get out alive and still smiling because um, it's, it's, it's always been a tough business and it's never going to change. And, and I think the other thing these, these small players don't understand is, I mean, they had to compete with jerks like me. Listen to the story I tell real quick. They got to they they steal shelf yeah, space that, from the, the big guys and a, the mid-tier guys. A quick story. And then, that story, Juan. <laughs> 
a quick, this is the last story. And then you're going to kick me off and let yeah. Steve Saka <laughs> just out, enjoy the, yeah. the, 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 the limelight that he deserves because he is a god in this industry. <laughs> so I've been wanting to make a cigar since day one. I've spoken to Hector, Eric, even Jonathan Drew back in the day when he was still the main guy at Drew Estate. Right. I wanted to do a cigar with a Connecticut Broadleaf. And that's my dream to come out with a cigar with a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper because I love Connecticut Broadleaf because of Steve Saka. I love Connecticut Broadleafs. That T52 was one of the best cigars I probably ever smoked in my life. It is just truly amazing. And as a guy, every year I think this is my last year. This is my last year because this is not going to go forever. I'm just a small guy having fun doing this. And every year I want to try to come out with a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper cigar. Right. And I always go to I always go to Hector's. Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? The first cigar I wanted to come out with was a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper. Hector said, We're not gonna get that. So I'm virtually impossible. I went to Jonathan, got in contact with Jonathan. He actually answered my call. Usually he doesn't answer my call, but he did. And he, he tells me, Yeah, Juan, I'll sell you some blah blah blah. Never happened, but it's okay. So with the, with the Elliot Ness, I said, listen, this is our, our, this might be our last offering in the industry. I would love a Connecticut Broadleaf. Can we please do this, Hector? And Hector told me, no, we can't. You know why? And this is the real, I tell people all the time. I tell, I said it on podcasts before. Connecticut Broadleaf is a beautiful, beautiful wrapper. It is just this beautiful tobacco. It is one of the, in, in my opinion, my favorite wrapper. I would love to one day make one before I leave this industry. But it's, it doesn't look like it's happening. But what happens is Connecticut Broadleaf, who buys the majority? They got Jewish State probably buys 80% of all Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper. Then you got Steve Saka, Nick Bellino. You got uh, AJ, or not AJ. You got um, uh, Fuente when he does the Añejo. That's another Connecticut Broadleaf. So by the time a small company like us gets into, into the conversation, we will be lucky to get the sweepings from the floor that that Connecticut Broadleaf belong was, was held. Well, Pepin buys a lot of Connecticut Broadleaf too. But so, he's always exactly. Scrapping. So, so many big guys get it. By the time yeah. somebody like us, we're never going to get yeah, it. The only way you can get Connecticut Broadleaf is to actually start going to Connecticut and form relationships with the farmers. So like last year I ended up actually, I have about two containers worth and I need every fucking scrap of it. Of course you do. Yes. Because it's like, uh, I mean, we have, you know, all the Mickey Rita line, which keeps growing in sales. And we have Umbagog and it's uh, and I luckily I haven't eventually I'm going to hit a point where I'm not going to be able to keep making more um, as we grow. But uh, it's 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 a very tough wrapper to do. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's, and it's, and our saving grace was thank God AJ because you know anybody that knows AJ AJ's uh, like an alpha ma alpha male he's like I'm not gonna why am I gonna wait behind everybody so he actually took the uh, uh, Connecticut broadleaf seeds and grew it in Nicaragua and that Nicaragua yeah, there's a bunch of Nicaraguan broadleaf being grown now and that is I really think you're gonna start man. to see I'm actually surprised I mean you guys would know better than I would Aaron and Coop but has anyone announced they're coming out with a Nicaraguan broadleaf cigar this year? Uh, the um, Eric, Eric the new Warhead one. is doing yeah. the is Nicaraguan broadleaf as well, that's right? AJ, that's AJ. AJ. Yeah, so, I mean, there's that's what, that. happened, that's what happened with us because with it's, the, uh, it's right now to the point where some of it's actually usable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're kind of at that cusp point. I mean, we started planting it probably the very first time about three years ago, 
Um, and most of it ended up going all to the mass market guys because it turned out to be really crappy. And it's taken a while to figure it out. Um, I don't know where AJ is in his thing, but I mean, uh, it really, we, we've had to make some definite, we have to grow it differently than we grow the other tobaccos. And where we grow it also makes a difference. And I don't really want to talk out loud because I don't want to share secrets that the farmers I work with have put their effort into. But it's definitely it's definitely been proven to be a challenge to grow it well in Nicaragua. You can grow something that's smokable. You can grow something that looks like broadleaf. But growing something that tastes like broadleaf is proven to be a much bigger challenge. And also growing something where the yield and the index makes sense. That has proven to be a tremendous challenge. It's very hard to get the math to work. So even if you can grow a broadleaf, it maybe doesn't taste like Connecticut River Valley broadleaf, but it's still a really usable wrapper. We haven't been able to grow anything that actually makes sense numbers wise to put it into production. And that's proven to be a real challenge. But I would say that this last season, I think there's a, I know probably three people that I think are getting very close to cracking the nut on it in a way that may be sustainable. But there is definitely enough of that, even in the unsustainable, there's some workable wrapper in there that you can make a brand out of, you could do something with, but you couldn't do anything really large scale. Unless you're willing to do something large scale, it sucks. And well, I don't think most people want to do that. On on that note, I think Juan and I are going to check out. Yeah, listen, so I'm going to give the floor to my mentor, my uh my god my batman because you're the batman and nick was always the robin i just i appreciate I that that's a very nice thing I... no it's a very nice thing to say i told nick i was like nick when i first met nick at the pca the first time i ever met I was like wow you're like robin he goes robin robin right who's batman nobody wants to be robin steve steve's batman you're you're robin i'm sorry nick and just for age I, de- I deserve the deference because of my right. age. Yes. seniority so I want to say thank you to uh, William Cooper thank having, you guys. for having us on. Thank, thank you, you guys. Aaron, and a yep. big thank you to Steve. I love you, Steve. Thanks, Juan. You Keep running, guys. I love you guys. God bless. All right. God you bless guys. you, too. See you guys next week. See you guys All next right. week. Take care. Yeah. See you next week. All right. That was uh, the protocol, guys. Juan and Kevin here. I knew that was going to go more than nine minutes. <laughs> okay, me, too. That's why I said we should do it. <laughs> All right. I had no intention on drinking. This is the effect of one cancer. That's right. I, uh, <laughs> All right. Let me put this aside. All right. Uh, so long time walk speak, Steve. Um, so let's kind of get let's kind of get right into what you got going on uh, right off the top. So uh, right. so um, yep. you know, this year is kind of a peculiar year for us. We're not really doing. We're doing some interesting things, but it's kind of like the year of limited productions. Um, you know, we launched Stillwell late in the year last year. I mean, we showed it at the show, but it really came out like October, if I remember correctly. Um, we came out in Paladin on the Sins, either in December or January, depending on who you talk to. Um, and so for us, and the other thing too is I kind of, it's kind of weird. I knew last year there was going to be a hole for new stuff. And I knew this year, it was going to be stupid. So I kind of decided to avoid the fray for the most part. And I just focused on doing some, uh, some limited kind of production kind of items. And as I was expressing earlier, I mean, we're really, well, God bless. We're thankful. I mean, the core for us is just really, it's just crushing it. We're just really, 
can't can't be any more thankful than we are now how that's going to translate at the trade show there's so many shiny new things for the retailers to buy maybe i won't have that good a trade show i don't know it's really going to depend on how the retailers approach the trade show um if they buy what's the safer bets i should be great if they decide they want to go and hit the roulette wheel and hope to get lucky, then I may do really crappy. But to try to hedge my bet, um, basically we're doing like four limited things. Uh, we're going to make the Bewitch, which is what I'm smoking now, yep. available for open order, which is what we always do with the Muestra de Saka. We delivered them just about 30 days ago and uh, we were already producing more before those were even delivered. As soon as I get the pre-orders, I start to make more. Right. I know it's going to be ongoing but we'll make it available to retailers to order um, the Bewitched at the trade show. Have either of you guys had the opportunity to smoke that one yet? Not yet. I've, I bought no. it. I, haven't I, it I just got it. I, just I think, got it I think you guys are going to be genuinely pleased. Yep. With it. It's yep. one of my, I think it's one of my best skews. I think it's actually one of my best cigars. It really nice. is special. That's good. That's good. It's just medium plus super smooth, super creamy, super flavorful. It's a, it's a really easy going pleasurable cigar to smoke it has enough flavor to hold your interest but also it's something that you can just really chill with i think uh, i think it's i think i think it has a lot of i just think it's one of my favorite blends in a long long time um and then the other three that we have is we have the miki rita black that you guys are aware of i mean that's the seven and a quarter by 54 by the way i did make a, a powerpoint presentation but i really don't want to do it so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, seven and a quarter by 54. This was always intended to be a 2023 release as a brand and me, K Rita Black. Um, I ended up using the pilot crop last year to make it the JR 50th. Um, but you'll notice the JR 50ths were banded with the me, K Rita Black bands on them. Those bands yep. have been done for a while. Um, I still have enough of that pilot crop to make about another 3,500 boxes roughly. Well, I know how much I have because I've made it. I've actually made enough to make about 3,800 boxes, but it hasn't gone through final quality control yet. So we'll see what I end up with, but figure I'll probably end up with about 3,500 boxes. Um, and I, it was kind of works out for me well to do this this year because the tobacco that will be ready for next year would have made this tobacco two years separate from that tobacco. And it would have been really hard to use it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The two-year age difference on it. Yeah. So this gives me a way to use the rest of the pilot crop and also make a cigar that I think is a really super good cigar. And it's really kind of a, it's probably the most faithful recreation of those cigars that I, as, as I remember them, that I used to smoke in the late eighties, early nineties from Villazon. I mean, look, Liga Pravada was always that cigar, the number nine. Miki Rita is also that cigar, but this is the first time I think I've really kind of nailed it where I've really got the point that I feel like, oh, okay, this really tastes like the way I remember that cigar being from the late eighties and nineties. And I think part of that's the incorporation of the Honduran tobacco. Um, and, you know, the challenge with that for me was it wasn't that there wasn't Honduran tobacco available, but we had to grow a special dedicated crop um, of a particular seed variety that they used to get when they were growing in Honduras that they had ceased growing. So we had to kind of start that project back up. And I, I'm really, I'm jazzed about it. I think it's a, I think for the guys that like really heavy Maduro beefy cigars, I think they'll really like it. 
Um, I think for the people that are looking for nuanced and elegant and sophisticated, they should just skip it. It's just not worth their time. They won't be pleased with it. it um, Steve, just quick question. So it is the same size as the JR, the SokaCon, right? It is. I just decided to only have enough tobacco to make a little over 3,500 boxes. Right. There is enough time to play and make all the different Vitolas and all the yeah. blend adjustments. Right. I would end up burning through at least 20% of the tobacco just doing that. And it just seems kind of pointless. And this blend was executed and done and ready and it's finished. And none of the others are. And right. there isn't enough tobacco to release four sizes. So why screw around? Let's just make what I know is right and is the way it's supposed to be. And then this coming towards the, this last year's, not last year's, but the year before crop will be ready for me to use starting probably September-ish, October-ish. So I can start playing with it and then I can start getting into the other Vitolas. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stay true to, um, I'm going to, I think the first, the next two Vitolas are going to be ones that were my favorites back in the uh, late eighties, nineties, just like this one was, this was a size that they made. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think the next two, just as part of paying that homage, tribute, copying, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think I'm going to stay, I'm going to try to recreate the other two sizes that I smoked on the regular back in the day. Um, even though they may not look a seven and a quarter by 54 is probably, probably not the most commercially viable size in today's market, but I don't really care so much about that. Cause I, I just, me carried a black cement to be something extra special and different. Mm -hmm. So I really kind of like to stick with, uh, with, you know, staying on that tribute train to what I remember. Um, what else we got coming out? Um, oh, we have the Holiday Stillwell Star. Um, Holiday Stillwell Star is, uh, was always my intention from day one. And I probably mentioned this to both of you guys that uh, I wanted to do an annual release around the holidays associated with Stillwell Star because in the pipe community, uh, pipe carvers make custom pipes for the holidays. Pipe tobacco blenders make custom blends for the holidays. They typically just make one. You know what I mean? It's kind of a one-off. It typically goes on sale either late October, early November. So we're going to make, uh, we've actually already made them, but uh, we're making this, which is the Stillwell Star. I too much glare, but it's uh, just a white band. White. Yeah, same basic design. Just try to stay with that kind of, uh, enough to separate it out. Um, this one is another aromatic, um, but it's a different aromatic blend. Um, it's probably a little bit mellower than the first one from the aromatic point of view. And while the filler tobacco from the pipe side is sweeter, I think, in nature, this one doesn't have a sweet cap on it like the original aromatic number one. So it'll be interesting to see how consumers, um, how they, how they, what they think of it. But look, that's always been my pitch about Stillwell Star. I've always been like, I don't know how it's going to do. I'm actually now starting to get an inkling of how it's doing. Um, just in the last 60 days, I finally have started to see some separation. Mm. I'm starting to see the aromatic number one outpace the other sizes or the other blends. And that wasn't the case until about 60 days ago. The other thing that's really strange, though, is I am seeing very lopsided orders from retailers where a retailer will order 20 boxes of aromatic number ones and three of the other three sizes. 
Or I had another retailer the other day order 14 boxes of Navy and he ordered two of the other of the other ones. Yeah. So it's really strange. So I seem to have in individual shops, places where English is hot, Navy is hot or aromatic is hot, but I'm having more where aromatic is the one. Mm-hmm. I'm not having any shops right now that are ordering out of sync on Bayou, which doesn't surprise me because Bayou is the one that's the, probably the most esoteric. Um, but uh We'll see where it goes, but it turns out, turns out Stillwell is doing a lot better than I had anticipated doing. Um, and the other thing too, is I'm also seeing certain retailers didn't do particularly well with it, but other retailers are just doing really super well with it. Okay. Um, why that is, I don't really have an answer. I have to assume it's how they represent it to their customers and who their customer base is. Right. And, you know, so I'm sure that makes a huge difference. Um, but, uh, it's, it's now looking like Stillwell actually, I think Stillwell is actually going to make it. I really, I'm starting to feel nice. that way. We'll see what happens. Cause look, we have to go through this cycle of new. Yeah. So the cycle of new is going to chew into me, um, as it does every year. It always chews into all of us. Mm-hmm. So the question is, I've got to survive this next one year of newness. Yep. from everything that's launched at the trade show. And then what do I see happen after the trade show after that? But given the current volume, it looks like it's on a good track. And also, I'll be interested to see at the trade show how many retailers are interested in the holiday. The sad part for me is there's no samples because, as you know, Coop, I was intending on broadcasting in Nicaragua. Right. It was one of the reasons why I wanted to be. The that was going to be you're going to be viewing stuff back. But I was going to I was going to bring back like yeah. literally a thousand samples in my suitcase. Right. I couldn't go um, on it. Like, I don't even have the dum- I don't even have the dummy boxes for holiday because I literally just got the white bands mm-hmm. the other day. So Anna actually flew to Nicaragua and she's basically she flew today to get these cigars banded for the dummy boxes to fly back the day after. Wow. I mean, craziness. Yeah. But uh, so it is what it is. Um and then the uh, the fourth leg of those limiteds that we're going to offer to our retailers, um, we're going to offer them, if they want, to place an order on Todos Las Dias, just the thick Lonsdale. Um, we had suspended production on that in the mid, mid-20s. Is that right? Somewhere in the summer of 2020, fall of 2020. Um, we sold out of all of it early last year, um, with the exception of some old package product, which we've sold that to now that's all gone. And we, we never closed it out because I never had any intentions on killing the brand, but I had to suspend it because we didn't have the leaf to make it right. I have, and part of the problem is that leaf is shared with another product that I make that is more popular. So I wanted to allocate the leaf to the more popular product. It turns out now I feel very comfortable where the numbers are for the remainder of the year. And I've already got more tobacco for next year. So I feel much more comfortable so i can do a small batch production of todos las dias for those few retailers that might want it i don't know if that's one retailer i don't know if that's a hundred retailers i really have no way of knowing but we're just going to make it available to them it's not a big deal to me because i'm going to make it to order basically um and i'm just going to make the thick lonsdale because it's my personal favorite because again there isn't enough tobacco guaranteed for this year that i could make it in all four sizes so i don't uh I don't, I don't want to make a problem for, I don't, I don't need to make stuff that I can't sell. That just doesn't right. make any sense. Yeah. And that's, and that's pretty much kind of where we're at. We're, uh, we're basically 
you know, more bewitched, the Mike Rita Black, the Holiday 2002 on Stillwell, and the Totos Last Dias. And uh, no major core releases, no major shifts anywhere. It's really just trying to uh, execute and kind of get a little more even keeled. And, and look, even though, oddly enough, we've been doing incredibly well this year, I'm really nervous about this economy. It's hard not to yeah. be. And I'm really nervous about the fact that we're starting to see a glut. And I'm really nervous about the fact, I'm curious when we go to the trade show, how big the deals and discounts are going to be because uh, there have been a lot of really big deals and discounts um, offered to retailers over the last uh, 60 to 75 yep. days. Yeah. Um, and, and we're still in a no discount deal mode. Um, I think the only thing we're offering anything on is I think we're doing something we're doing something like if you buy 8 million bundles of Omagog, we give you four or something. It's, I think right. it's, it's, <laughs> it's almost like a token kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing we're going to do is we're going to do more of the stone ashtrays because those prove wildly popular. And yeah. for me, that's a pass through. I don't make any money on it. Um, but if I, if I can give those guys in Nicaragua more work, you know, to make more ashtrays, that's the mm -hmm. plan. And, you know, so heck, you know, I, you know, I write a million dollars at the trade show. Heck, that's another thousand ashtrays for these guys to make, yeah. you know, and, you know, get them out there. So, yeah, pretty, pretty kind of, kind of boring, you know, because I, I see all the exciting stuff that everybody else is doing and uh, I feel kind of left out of the party. So, I don't know if there's a lot of exciting stuff this year. Well, I'll let me say this. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, I, you know, I, I watched Half Wheels program and they keep saying there isn't much stuff, but I every time it I like turn around, lot. it seems like there's like seven or eight new things a day announced. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of announcements right now, but there was like there was a there was a big uh, drop in releases like, like June, May and June. Yeah, leading up. So I wonder yeah. how much of that got kind of pushed ahead because sales got soft for so many people. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. we, we, we need to get this on the street. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that that makes a huge, huge difference. Um, I don't know. It's I'm 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 gonna be. I, I mean, I've heard there's more retailers signed to go to this trade show, but I hear that every year. Right. Right. I mean, it's the same dog and pony. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, so I really don't really know what to expect. I know a lot of retailers that I've spoken with aren't going because of the costs because mm -hmm. the costs are just, I mean, yep. oh, I airline tickets to Vegas. Well, airline tickets to everywhere is just dumb. They yeah. were crazy what we paid. Yeah. Look, I, yeah. I paid on average for my people about 1400 a ticket. That's about what far I off from where we were. Yeah. You know, coming from the Boston area, it was like fourteen hundred bucks a ticket to get to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, I haven't had a single flight go right in like the last <laughs> ninety days. Not one. Delays and cancellations and just craziness. I I, I think this year is going to be a mess. Uh, you know, too coming from the East Coast because many of us fly Delta because it's one of the ones that's nonstop out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and American too for all the guys coming out of Miami, but I can tell you Americans been no, uh, they've sucked just as much as Delta. They've all sucked. I, I don't even know why I'm even separating. <laughs> there, there is no good airlines right now. They're all yeah. terrible. The whole thing is a mess. 
it cost a fortune and it's been really arduous. And I can tell you, I'm, I'm concerned about the stuff we're shipping to the show mm-hmm. because there's not a single thing that we have probably shipped in the last eight weeks that we don't get an exception on. It's like literally everything ends up with an exception. Yeah. I mean, I got to give the, I got to give the Amazon people credit, man. They were so smart to put in their own shipping, their <laughs> yeah. own prime, yeah. Oh, yeah. their own trucks, their own planes, their own everything, because everything else is just a total disaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And of course, we have the 4th of July weekend right before everything lands, which compounds the problem, which makes it even worse. I mean, I, I, I think I hope a lot of people get their stuff. I hope I get my stuff, to be honest with you. I mean. It's really kind of it's 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 going to be sketchy this year. It really is. I, I agree. You know, we we were just talking earlier, Aaron and I. It's you know, price increases aside, a lot of these newer companies or smaller brands, the price points we're seeing with cigars are just much higher. Yeah. Than it, and I just don't know how. I don't know how retailers are going to spend their money this year. You know, sometimes they go to the trade show and they just. They hear they can get terms and stuff like that, and they'll do it. But I just don't know how it's going. Yeah, but go these little you. guys can't offer terms, right? That's what I said. A little guys money can't to do terms. I don't yeah. do terms, right? So, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I can't imagine that some person that's just start. You know what? I shouldn't judge other people's bank accounts, right? Who the hell knows, right? Right. Um, here's what I know. I know that the market's tight. I know for most companies they're struggling. I know that a lot of retailers are getting really good deals on well-known turning products that are safe bets. I know the retailer shelves are completely filled. I know that all their back orders for the most part, with the exception of a, you know certain particular products, but the huge giant back order situation that they were sitting in you know, a year ago is not the case today. So they've taken delivery of an awful lot of product, okay, over the last six months. I mean, that's part of the reason why things got tight is all these back orders finally started to get delivered to them. Yeah. Um, and look, there every retailer shelves are full. I don't I just I don't know where there's going to be room for all of these uh, unknown products. And it's not like the trade show has fifteen hundred brick and mortar retailers coming to it. where just the law of averages are you're going to end up getting, you know, 30 or 40 of them to give you a shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I, I, I always tell people this because they always think they're going to go and they're going to sell a lot, but you should talk to Willie Herrera once when he, when he first started his first trade show. And this is when the market was much better when he went as Teton to bronze. I think he opened like, I think he did like 18 orders his first year. Yeah. Okay. And, and I just say, if you go into a trade show as an unknown if you can get 20 orders, you're doing fantastic. The yeah. problem is 20 orders doesn't even pay for your yeah, cost yeah. to be there. Yeah. This is this is a this is a long-term grind it kind of investment. Yep. And I don't know how many of these um, new players are really familiar with how this actually works. Yeah. I think I, I think sadly they're gonna be in for a rude awakening. And I yeah. And I, and I hate that to be the case. And, and the other thing, too, is you know how this works. I mean, I don't want to be you don't want to be the sour. You don't want to, like, dissuade someone from following their dream because then you just seem like you're trying to squeeze them out of the market. Yeah. Yeah. You know right. I mean? right. You, you right. want to give them good advice. You want to give them good advice. But, man, I, and, and what I always tell someone that has a small brand is don't 
try to be nationwide, work it regionally, put it in the back of your car, go to all the shops that you can multiple times within driving distance of your house, get to know those retailers, get to know their customers, you know, work the circuit that you can work locally. And then as you grow, you can then, but to try to go to a trade show is something that is just almost relatively unknown because you putting out a press release is not going to matter. Like I haven't even done our press releases yet. I'm so late. Right. Um, and, but I know it doesn't matter for us at this point. Right. Yeah, right. So for us, it's kind of like, cause my press release is just going to end up with everybody else's press release. It's just going to be a scroll by anyways. Right. So, but I mean, if they think that a press release and having a booth, and an Instagram account is going to get them business. They're 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 really they're they're going to be hurting. Yeah. Um, there'll be one or two. There always is that'll catch people's eyes. But man, there's a lot. And you look, you gotta, you know, retailers are going to give a courtesy purchase to Ricky, right? Yep. Yep. He's going to get a courtesy purchase. You know, Michael Herklotz is probably going to get another courtesy purchase, right? Yep. Okay. Um, you got Nicholas coming back this year to the trade show. Uh, my understanding is Roma has changed its mind and is now coming to the trade show. I That's mean, what it appears. They have a booth space up here. So, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's just uh, now Southern Draw isn't coming, correct? I don't correct. think they're, they're out. Yeah, they're out. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And then you got, you know, you got people like Placencia that are releasing another Alma. So are retailers going to spend their money on brand XYZ unknown or are they going to go, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to take the next Alma. Right. Yeah. And, um, then, and then you look at the price point. I mean, exactly. Right. If Fuente is there with their with their Padron collaboration, well, every retailer that can is going to want to buy the Fuente Padron collaboration. So yep. that sucks up dollars. Um, I believe the Florida Minicana, I know you had John on earlier, right? Uh, he, he was supposed to be. He called and said he was sick. Okay. Actually, yeah. I, I think they have a few new things coming out, right? Yep. Nicholas has a few new things coming out. I mean, uh, the competition is going to be really, really fierce. Yeah, it, it it is. I mean, I think, like I said, someone like you, you'll be you can, you, you know you're in a position you can you're established, but some of these other ones are going in for the first time. And I think they're just going to get a rude awakening. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, the question is, I mean, how are you guys even going to cover all of it? Well, I guess it helps you a lot when the big yeah. four aren't there, because that saves you a lot of time. Yeah, we, I it mean, the big four would suck up so yeah. much of your time. Yeah. We, we made so a, make a prediction now. Yeah. Two of the big four will be back next year. And I, and I make that prediction with no insider knowledge whatsoever. I just think that two of the four will return to the fold the, the next year. Yeah, I can definitely see one coming back. I can see yeah, one coming back. Two, yeah. I, yeah, I think something will happen next year. I mean, I think uh, there's, I think there's some movement, but um, I'm going with one, but like maybe two, maybe two. I'm, I'm gonna go with two. That's my, that's my number. Right. And again, it's not because I'm talking to either of the big four. I have no, no, I have no. But I'm just looking at the current market trends. I'm looking where things are. I'm looking at how, and now that. Now that we're beyond, we're over the COVID horizon at this point, it makes it even harder. You know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, it's just, uh, you, you're almost kind of forced. I mean, I, I just, you're kind of almost back into the event grind mode. 
you're back into those store things again, you're back into, there's a lot of things. And even if you don't want to do them, your competitors are doing them, you know? And, and the other thing too, is they, they can't let people like me keep growing the way I'm growing. I mean, they just, they can't, they can't let that happen. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not good for them. So they have to, and they're going to have to do something, you know, look, not that I'm, not that I'm like eating their lunch or anything, but starting to chip away. Yeah. You know, we're starting yeah. to sell, we're selling a lot of brulee. We're selling a lot of me career. Yeah. We're selling a lot of Umbagog and those sales are coming out of somebody's lunch. And whose lunch are they coming from? I mean, and you're looking at like these lines, five, six, seven years old. So, I mean, they're, they're established. I mean, that's obviously you're, you're making them because they're established and they're doing well. So. Well, I think that's the thing that I'm the most proud of is the fact that we really, other than the hiccup with Todos Las Dias, which was never a great seller, um, but it was still growing. Everything seems to be, everything seems to be sticking at this point. And uh, I'm really, look, I'm surprised because you're typically lucky if you're a company to get one or two that stick, you know, that's, that's like a real achievement, but we, we seem to, we seem to be tacky on almost everything right now. And, uh, and that, and that's nice. I think part of it's just because the branding is so different that they don't all look the same. So they kind of have their own, they kind of have their own life and they all, and they have their own consumers. I don't think the and only the guys that are smoking Sober Mesa Brulee Toros are the guys that are smoking Tricky Traca number 648s. Hmm. It's almost right. like two totally. Yeah, <laughs> sure. The geek guys that follow mm-hmm. Sokka, you guys in the media that try everything, of course. Right. But the average Joe consumer, the guy smoking the Stillwell Aromatic number one is not smoking Sin Compromiso Paladin to Sokka's on the road. <laughs> right. 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 They're just they're two totally different consumers. I still wonder, Steve, if, if Total Source DS made a comeback. You have a lot of newer customers since that was released. Yeah. But and, here's and another maybe thing, something but, enticing to them, is what I'm saying. Well, but, but let me say this I've got another problem, and this is part of my headache. I was listening to the number of SKUs when Juan was talking. Juan, I'm going to give you some advice. Cut down on the SKUs. He's got too many. For a- you got too many. You need to figure out what's your best. And you really need to focus on your best because it just, because having so many SKUs really crushes you. So like right now, I had a note somewhere. I wrote this down. Where did I write it? Oh, there it is. We have 38 core SKUs right now. We're adding two more core SKUs this year, the Bewitched, right? Right. The Western line, even though it's a limited production. And then Mike Rita Black, even though it's limited this year, it's intended to be a core. So that brings me to 40 core SKUs. I can already tell you next year, I already did some skew rationalization last year. I did a little bit. I'm doing more this year. I'm going to get rid of some sizes in some of the brands to try to trim them up, not because they're not selling, but also I have to think practically about where do I put, want to put my effort? Where do I want to put my tobacco? How much shelf space is a retailer going to be willing to give me? You know what I mean? They're not, you know, the average brick and mortar cannot give me 40 facings in their shop. I mean, they just can't. And so I, I need to figure out, well, what's the best way to do this to keep it growing and is the best return for the retailer. So, you know, I, I think about like in the Mickey Rita line, the blue, do I really need a six by 56? Yeah. We sell thousands and thousands of boxes of, it and it's a great seller, 
but is it really different enough from the six by 52? And then I've got the seven by 64 for the guys that want the gigantes. Is there really a purpose for there to be a six by 56 in there? You know what I mean? Um, you know, and that's one extra space I'm asking that retailer for, you know, so I, I have to start thinking, even when something sells, you also have to be proactive because when you're not, you end up with sales sheets like Rocky Patel's and like Alec Bradley's and like, you know, Gurkha, where right. it's like literally 180 SKUs, right? Yeah, and I'm just, I'm, I'm being, I'm talking out my ass on this, but I have seen some of their sales sheets in the past. And they've been really large. They may not be that way today. They may have already done this. But I think you have to also be pragmatic about what you're going to put. And then also for me, it's a production problem. It's an inventory problem. You know what I mean? I, I have to stock all these SKUs. I have to service all these SKUs. I have to quality control all these SKUs. I have to have pairs that are dedicated to making those SKUs. You know, it'd be easier if I just had two more people making Toros and one more person pair making 7648. 764s, it makes my job in the factory much easier. Am I really going to lose business doing that? And will my retail customer be happy? You know, and, and I think that's the thing that a lot of people, they're always responding to consumers and what they think they want, but they have to understand they have the retailer in the middle. And if the retailer isn't happy, then it doesn't matter what the consumer wants because the retailer won't stock it. And that, what that'll mean is the consumer will say, hey, I wish that was there, but they'll just smoke something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to really think about the retailer too in this. And I think for a lot of small companies, I think even for some large companies, they don't think enough about that sometimes, about how, how it actually works in the marketplace. So um, I can already see, I can tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trim out two sizes of Umbagog. Mm-hmm. You know, some of our most successful Umbagog accounts, they only stock one size. Oh, yeah. Wow. They fill the whole tray <laughs> with one size. Nice. Wow. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, very few stock all six sizes. I mean, so why, why does there need to be six? Yeah. You know, so, so that's, that's kind of where my head is at. I know, kind of in the clouds and a little boring, but. No, no, not you know, at all. This is the stuff that I'm always thinking about. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys want to go to bed. You've been grinding this for almost four hours. <laughs> it's all right. We're, we're as long as you need, but uh, right, no, we're, get, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting, I, I we're getting training for next week. too much. So we're getting training you guys are ready week. to go, I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> no, we're, just, we're prepping for next week. Yeah. Let's get our late nights up. So. Yep. Funny thing is Oliver just came in. So Steve, oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let me, let me make way for Oliver. Okay. So, uh, you guys have a you guys have a great night and uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Steve, yeah, thank you so good. much. Thank you. All right, have a good uh, one. Thanks for All everything, right. Steve. We appreciate it. that's Steve Saka. Um, and Oliver's made it. I was I was worried about Oliver. He said decline to be promoted to panelist. We may not have Oliver. I'll try him again. We may not have uh, Oliver's here, but here he comes. I know what happened. I know what happened. He's time. in a different time zone. He's in a different He's in time Chicago. Zone. That's, That's okay. okay. That's okay. I got... We'll give Oliver a chance to get in. 
And I'm, I'm glad because there's a lot I want to talk. There's a lot of good stuff to have. That's what oh, yeah. happened. The time zone stuff. Probably screwed. There he is. Oh, Nelson. Oh, Nelson to, the nines. Hello, Aaron. Aaron Coop. Nelson. Nelson, uh, pleasure to nice meet, meet you. Nelson. Yeah, really yeah. pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Look at you guys. You're all dressed up in tuxedos. Yeah. Well, we just finished up the uh, the final event of our monthly tour with yep. Nelson Monte Cristo. We did the Byron Cigar Lounge last night. We we're celebrating their 25th anniversary and uh, and bringing Nelson talking about some of the new lines. So wait, you're you're talking about time zone, but you said 11 11:45. Yeah, but the problem is we're east. Oh, you were. Oh, you kidding? But me? that I knew it worked out. About, it worked out I'll fine. Put, it yeah, worked no, out it worked, fine. It don't worked out it. perfect. It actually worked yeah. out perfect for us. So don't don't worry at all. We we I, I was I was more concerned. So, like you're the most punctual guy I know. It's one of the most punctual guys I know. So I, I knew something was up, but I was glad you guys are on. My apologies. Yep, and I know we got a little. Uh, I got a little preview from uh, Aaron Nielsen last night, who was with you guys. So uh, he had a good time. Yeah, yeah, we had a nice conversation. Good sit down. He was able to. I mean, he had already seen the lounge, but he was able to you know get a little bit of. Of experience and time with Nelson and, and myself. Yeah. No, no, that's great. Um, so Oliver and Nelson, so let me just start. I'm personally, I'm really excited and impressed with what you guys have been announcing so far. Um, I think there's my, my couple of things, and we get into it. I think one is there's a lot you guys are bringing to the table, and I think two is you're offering a lot of different. Uh, offerings for you know for, for people who come from value to, to premium luxury and I, I think that's a really good strategy going into this trade show with oh thank you thank you yeah thank you so much thank you we've so much. done uh, you know i'll turn i'll turn some of it over to nelson but we've um i guess the, the you know the downtime during during covid and uh you know not being at the show you know set you know, kind of stepping back um you know in 2020 um and then redesigning the booth has has grown in, in the portfolio and just uh, you know brand wise, and then Nelson uh, with his line growing, we're still still together. But now we have at the show, we'll have uh, you know, quite a, an, an extensive booth. Like the tobacco, United Cigars will be right next to it. So we're uh, yeah, we're looking to make a you know a splash at the show, so to speak, because we've uh, we've we've launched the La Mesa Cubana, which is a, a value cigar Rothschild. Uh, just at the six dollar range, uh, we're fortunate enough to take on Arnold Andre as their distributor for the U.S. with the Montosa in the six dollar range, and a beautiful, beautiful Dominican, and also their Terra Nova line, which is right in the eight dollar range. Um, we'll be launching the Red Anchor, which is uh, a two hundred and fifty year old brand launched in seventeen seventy two as uh, really the oldest brand uh, out there. And we're we're launching the Red Anchor at the show. That's with KBF. So we work with the, with the Kellner family. Yeah, uh, we're we're real excited for uh, for that line. And um, and then with the selected tobacco line, Nelson has done nothing but work. Uh, I don't know when he sleeps, but uh, <laughs> coming out and the Alfonso line, two lines that not only in the in the Bandolero Atabay Byron. You're looking at three lines that are aged post-roll in uh, cedar-lined humidor. He uses cedar as a blending process as well. Uh, so five different cedars there. With the Alfonso and Byron 1850 line, he's now 
blending with uh, with oak in the in the in the in the in the humidors. So that's adding whole new different complexity to the cigars that uh, has has been nothing shy of phenomenal and, and received extremely well with uh, some of the retailers that we've we've shared the blends with, and we were able to launch that with um, with the Byron Cigar Lounge uh, last uh, last month. And then it was inside of the 25th anniversary humidor with Ambassador Cigars. Yeah. In- so their their 25th anniversary featured 10 of the Alfonsos, and um, you know, just an incredible uh, incredible work that you've been doing. So yes, Nelson. the uh, the Alfonso uh, we have been in the market for Byron and Atabay for 10 years. We we use different blend for Atabay and Byron. The same aging process, same, but for this time we 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 took a part of the blend of Byron, of, of the Byron line we have, and uh, and we make with the Atabay the other part of the blending. Mm. So we are making the Alfonso cigar is not better and worse. It's just different than the than the Atabay, and different than the Alfonso, and than the Byron. So we we make a cigar that have Components of both brand of Byron and Atabay. So okay. it's that have a blend of both those those mentioned brands. And the AG process is the same we used to do. And that is what we are doing with the Alfonso. We launched it 10 years after we have the experience of this market. So that is what we are doing with the Alfonso. By the other side, for the Biden 1850, like Oliver just told, uh, it is a different blend of Byron that the Ligero, we, we use a little bit of Ligero from Peru that would never Ligero from Peru. Strength is poor, but this Ligero is a little more sweet. So we have the Byron 1850, we use two half Ligero, one of uh, Nicaragua Escalí, and one of the Ligero of the, of the Peruvian. And then the blend after its roll, it is, it is a storage for a long period in the cedar cabinets, cedar rooms, that it is also have old, uh, old, old, old that was used for the wine, but very little, very little, mm-hmm. I mean, Maybe only the twenty percent of the of the room is with oak. The other one is from different cities. So that eighteen fifty that we didn't pretend to store them so much long time, but after the COVID, uh, one year because we couldn't, we couldn't do nothing with the cigar for the right. COVID. Yeah. July we are open now. I can I can say that I this is one show one I'm excited to be back um, yeah. after supporting the, the PCA but also excited for everyone to come by the booth because the the not only the Alfonso the Byron 1850 there will be cigars at this at this show lines at this show that will be released for 2023 so mm. another line the Nelson line we have the the Byron 30 count humidor that will be coming out and showcased at the show. Uh, the Atabay 60 count humidor 
will also be displayed at the show for the 2023 release. So this is going to be an epic show for United Cigars and for Select Tobacco. Um, it, it's been a tremendous, uh, tremendous couple of years. And for, I just uh, with you guys. Um, you know, I, Goop, I know, you know we've, we've talked about, you know, getting uh, some time for you guys to stop by the booth. Um, you're going to need to carve out a lot of time because there's a lot of great. No, I'm really excited. Um, I mean, so the, the, I mean, the Alfonso, it's, it's kind of like this hybrid, right? So you're taking the best of Atabe, the best of Byron, you're kind of putting it in there. And then the Byron 1850, I'm, I'm assuming it's a more bolder version or more bolder version of the of Byron. Absolutely. I want to make some little more bold, some little more with more strength, but keep smooth in, in what you have in your mouth. So I wanted to like a little more bold, more strength, but not hard, not so much. Uh, uh, but hard. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the bite. I mean, the aging. What what sets Nelson apart, um, and not not in a bad way. Everything's fantastic, but it's that aging process. Yeah. Scotches when you have say a Macallan Twelve, excellent, right? That's that's the that's what I consider the you know the industry. You know, it's still aged cigars. Cigars are let you know laid to rest before they go to market. The aging process is what makes the the Atabay Byron, the selected tobacco line, so unique to me um, because the 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 bite is taken away, bringing humidity, understanding that. These cigars are aged in the aging room. Humidity brought down to 40%, back up to 70, 75% over the course of five years, over and over, allows the cigars to purge any other impurities, then breathe in all the different cedar notes. And in the case of Alfonso and Byron 1850, the oak notes, um, it, it's just, it offers so many layers of, of complexity and, um, uh, and depth that, uh, that I'm for people to try. Yeah. What are some of the sizes of the uh, Byron eighteen fifty and the Alfonso that we'll see at the show? Both each have six sides. Alfonso have six sides, and um, Byron eighteen fifty also have six sides. Okay. The big, the longest side is uh, a, a Salomon shade. The oh, shade. Nice. I call them Lyricos. Is the name Lyric? Lyrics. Lyricos, yeah, on the uh, 1850. Yes, and then we start we start with uh, with the robusto, and then toro, and then with a pyramid, and then with a long. We can say it is like uh, I don't know how they made the the beat. like you know like a shushu, for example. It's not like a shushu, but so right, a long one. Yeah. And the Alfonso have also they start with a little petite Alfonso of four inch. And they, they, and the longest these have, is have uh, eight, eight, inches. eight inches, eight, eight by fifty. Okay. Oh wow! Atabay, uh, aristocrat, and the the line. So six sides, Alfonso for the Byron line, uh, and and very limited uh, in production. So there will be a amount of retailers that are uh, in good standings with Atabay and Byron. Uh, they'll have access to the Alfonso Byron. Inc. 50. Uh, the Byron 1850 will have four sizes, uh, as, as Nelson mentioned. The two sizes that will be held back for exclusively for dinners, uh, when we schedule an event dinner with a retailer, 
then they'll have access to the solo, uh, the phone size, the lyrical, and then the grand bouquet, which is a, a six and a half inch uh, perfecto. Yes. Those will only be available to those retailers just to make it a little more, you know, a little more special. Yeah, it's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, on, on uh, you know, like I, like I was saying, on the United side, we um, they'll have some great uh, you know, price conscious uh, uh, lines that are, mm -hmm. are already. One line that will be sold uh, for the first time at the show will be the Yaya. Uh, that's that's what I asked about that, yep. Dominican Republic. And we try to do something special with that as well, where we have a short Robusto that will be available exclusively at the, at the PCA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that, and I thought that was a cool uh, branding tying it with the story of Atabay. You know, it kind of, you know, it's, it's a cool story. You know, it's tied in with that whole, um, you know, uh, mythology from the Caribbean. So I, I, I think that was a nice story. To, now that's a, that's a line you guys are distributing, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, Arnold uh, Factory in uh, right outside of right by Tamboril and Gurabo. Nice. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about that as well. Um, yeah. And then I, I recently had an opportunity to smoke the uh, the firecracker and the bandolero. That was excellent. Um, by the way, that's an excellent cigar uh, in the short format. So I, I think that's uh, that's exciting to see. Uh, Nelson, was that challenging creating such a small format in that blend? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. We used we that bandolero of firecracker, a little that you say. And the blend, we put uh, normally uh, we put uh, the feet that we use them is from the from, uh, two lines of the bandolero. So mm -hmm. we wanted to make it a little different. So and it have a good strength, very appreciate have a body cigar and also very palatable being body cigar. Yeah, nice. It's that, and also, you know, Nelson's lines, but the Bandolero, I smoked it for the first time when, when Nelson shipped it to us back in November. The cigar was fantastic, already already two years of the post-roll age, but right. the Bandolero boxes have a cedar, a full cedar lining. Okay. So after we were ready to release it in June, we smoked it again, and it just it even more so what i'm yeah. excited to try it now because it shipped to it shipped to retailers then try it again in another another you know month another two months if it lasts that long right, right. yeah right yes because we use uh, the box we use for this it was solid cedar solid mm. cedar oh, okay cedar we didn't paint the cedar not varnish it's just, it's a natural cedar from peruvians mm. And we want to do something very special to buy crackers. So we put uh, the eight, we ate them in their own boxes that mm -hmm. very different taste, a different flavor of the seed. So I think this bandolero, I, in my opinion, the little five crackers are very nice, very good. And being a little bit, it's like two and a half, three and a half. At the same time that you smoke a robusto, the burn is very slow. Very slow, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is. It did burn slow. I mean, I felt yeah. like I got. I felt like you know. I did. I felt like I was smoking a robusto exactly. 
Okay, we we used to do the we have smoke uh, we burn and we light them with a kabuto and the other one smoke a fire crack and they spend this time. Yeah, that's good. Because sometimes you feel like you're you know you're not going to get a chance to like really get into the cigar. It's going to be you know it's it's wrapped up before you're ready to finish up. But if you can get it that slow burn, then yeah, you feel like you're going to get your get your value out of that. Bandolero line. Components have a lot of components of Peruvian, mm. and uh, if you if you have, for example, a Peruvian tobacco, a Robusto, that maybe its weight is is uh, fifteen grams. I know here you use grams, but the, when you do a cigar of with a Peruvian leaf, uh, it have more weight. It weighs more. Got it. It's more heavy. Okay. So heavy, the burn is more slow. Yeah. Because the Peruvian leaves is more heavy. So it okay. makes the, the burn is slower. You have slow smoke and you have a, a three and a half jar that takes take time for five. Yeah. So that that is very important too because you the firecracker make you we want that the people smoking for one hour. It's an hour. Yeah, yeah an hour. no, it definitely went an hour with me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that is for the. And Coop, you're a, you're a fast smoker too. Because I know in the firecrackers, you've always wanted you know a little bit more. That's what I've always kind of yeah I've always said that and the, the yeah it's not a bad thing. Sometimes I'll smoke two back to back, but the bandolero definitely gave me like a a satisfying time frame with it, which was good. Um, I what you know, it, it's, it was very pleasant that whole time, uh, to go an hour with, with that cigar. It was, it was, but a combustion was like perfect on that thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was really, really, really tasty. Uh, to, like I said, it was a very interesting exp- expression of the, of the bandolero in that size. If you remember all of, I was guessing what the next firecracker would be. That was luck that I guessed that would be <laughs> one of those. Just so you know, I had no info on it. I think I said it like, man, they should do a firecracker in like Bandolero or Byron. <laughs> so, yeah. so, oh, yeah, I gotta call you out. I think, I think you might have said on the Bandolero, we might be jumping the shark on that one. Like, I wouldn't know if ready because two and but but in in your defense, too. Uh, so we're a young company. Um, Still, still very young, growing. You know, the best. Lero still alive. Um, you know, trying, you know, still kind of bring the market. And, um, so we have two uh, projects of of two brands that are, are still relatively young. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I I agree on that as well. Nelson, do you do you like creating blends better or creating like the packaging? Because you no. do it both very well. Yes, yes, yes. I spend uh, uh, a little time. Uh, the packing is for my experience. I do fast, but I, I, I appreciate. I, I prefer that people talk about the cigar, not the packaging. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so the packaging is so unique, and and I think it's a, uh, it it yeah, it's just. It, you seem to just find the right packaging for these cigars every time, which which is really good. I like the fact that, that these things are humidified as well. In bo- I mean, it makes life easier, is what I'll tell you. Yes, yes, because actually we don't we don't pack our cigar when it when it goes to the market. We 
I mean, we we don't store us our cigar in boxes. When we have the order from United, that is the time we move them with the store, and then we put it in the boxes. So, uh, in fact, when you have a cigar in our store, they have been uh, they have been very little time in the boxes. So, the packaging we we use. Do not package. We don't store our cigar in the package. Right. We wait until so they spend. They keep they keep them as much time as possible. But the packaging, yes, maybe it's nice. I don't know. But that is not what we pretend to do. We don't we pretend to do people talking more about the cigar than the packaging. That is what yep. we. Yeah. Nice is 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 okay. Because our experience of packing is in, uh, is from twenty five years. We do packing for cigar for twenty five years, even thirty years. So for us, the packing is 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 quick. The time of, of packing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, we you know we communicate back and forth about some of these projects that we did. The you know we did. The, the anniversary for cigars on the Ave in Winter Park, then the 25th anniversary for Corona Cigar, and then that got elevated. But going go around, and on the way, the you know the Byron Cigar Lounge 25th anniversary humidor, uh, incredibly unique uh, humidor sliding drawer on the bottom, the tray that is removable at the top, the boat you can put uh, regulator go under. Uh, to humidify uh, both, you know, right in the middle of both cigars, and you know, it was the same, same, similar design for the Ambassador 25th anniversary humidor. But the, you know, the, even the new design for the the Apique Poem 30 count humidor that will be at the show, um, incredibly unique, uh, very elegant, beautiful. And then that Atabe humidor is, uh, is second, second. But it's really? beautiful, and then I see him in person, and it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> right. Wow. That's great. That's great. Uh, so, guys, it definitely uh, sounds like you got a lot of exciting things happening here. I look forward to catching up with both of you at the trade show mm-hmm. uh, next week for sure. Oliver, I sent you some time. Well, I'll send you some time for appointment as well because we definitely want to spend some time with you. So we'll be in touch with that. I want to respect your time too, because I know it's you know it's hard for you guys to schedule time, but I don't want to uh, you know I don't want to be occupied or or thrown into uh, you know a, a meeting when when you're there. So I want to make sure I, uh, we can dedicate some time to you. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it as well. Yeah. And, and Nelson, it was an honor to meet you as well. I, this is the first time we talked, and I'm a long fan of the stuff you've done and. Uh, I think you brought a great, great, um, some great things to the industry over the last 10 years I've seen. So this, this is, it's, it's an honor and, and I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, thank you so much. It's an honor to be also there with you all this time. Uh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. All right. Anything else, gentlemen, um, you want to mention before we kind of close it out? I know it's late for you guys there too. So I don't want to keep you too late. Oh no, 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 no worries. Um, no, no, we're just excited to to see, to see everybody at the show uh, again. Um, you know, we, you know, like I said, we 
be there last year, but uh, you know, redesigning thing just uh, it wasn't gonna make sense for for us. So it's excited to be back on the on the show floor. Yep. No, I think it's great to have you guys back for sure. Uh, you were missed last year, so um, we're very excited. Yeah, thank you, thank you, and thank thanks, thanks, time for us tonight to to share some of the uh, things that we got. Thank Absolutely, you. no problem at all. No, appreciate it, guys. Uh, safe travels, uh, and we'll see you next week. Yep, see you next week. All right. All right. Okay. Have a good, good night. night. Take it. Have a good night. That's Oliver. Nouveau and Nelson Alfonso of United Cigars Selected Tobacco, respectively. Um, and that's going to wrap this up for tonight. Um, so um, we got through it. We did. <laughs> we cut soccer off. <laughs> yeah, we had to cut soccer off. That's I think right. soccer was tired. I, I could tell soccer was tired. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, how much you want to go? Yeah, so and it was just good time. So that worked out well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks to our audience who hung in there for uh, the four plus hours. Um, Aaron, you and I will see each other next week. Yep. Um, no prime time for the, the next two weeks. So we'll be back uh, the third week in July. Eddie Garrett of Gavidoff is going to be our guest. Perfect. And uh, on Monday, July 18th, uh, we'll be doing the uh, Development Palace PCA kind of recap show. Um, so we'll have a, you know, a, a wealth of guests um, on there. So, uh, I think that'll be a good good one to tune into. That'll be, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. It's always fun. Um, and then, you know, well, I think uh, we may be doing a couple of like recaps from the yeah. media compound. So stay yep. tuned for some of the stuff with that um, as well. And then um, our videos for Coop are not going to go up till after the trade show. Okay. We, we take a little different approach uh, yep. because we have to combine it with the written reports and we have to coordinate all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be uh, working on that. But, sh- uh, but yeah, that's a bit of it, Aaron. Nice. I want to thank everyone for uh, our guests who came on tonight. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up for tonight. I got to do my usual clothes, actually. This is a primetime episode <laughs> 234 into the annals of history for Thursday, June 30th. Now, Friday, June 31st. July 1st. Did I say June 31st? Yes. I did. I, I, did, I caught myself. Uh, so Thursday, June 30th. Now Friday, July 1st in the Eastern and Central time zones. We'll see everybody see in a couple of weeks. Take care, everybody. See you guys.